0: bet you wish you so blurred talking about what we heard talking about what we seen all through the eyes of a blurred
1: everything that we do urge. flying like a super person plus i got super friends we be teaming up early welcome to blur vision your window into the world of all things geek movies tv or news we talk about it every week it's your boy jordan with Hey guys, it's
0: Taste the Rainbow Michael.
1: <laughs> is that your new moniker? Yes. <laughs> it's ironically, you do have skills with The you today, Rainbow
0: so. Ranger in episode three of Power Rangers Unworthy. Mm,
1: unconfirmed. <laughs> Don't start that rumor. It's very it's already confirmed. Dude, I could literally I was just telling you before the podcast started. I could do a whole podcast just on the behind the scenes of Unworthy Two. Like it's almost like the making of Unworthy Two is almost more interesting, I think, than the actual episode itself. Like what? Fire, the documentary from Netflix.
0: Well, when you release all the uh, episodes, you could do a Blu-ray special with the, the behind the
1: scenes. <laughs> the non-existent Blu-ray special? Yeah. Yeah, and you can put it on your shelf that you'll never watch. I watch everything. No, you don't. At, at, at some point. So, Michael, how was your week? Tired. I don't do a fuck no, just kidding. <laughs>
2: I'm
1: not going to start angry this time. You know what? Some people actually hit me up in DMs. Like, you man, I haven't listened to the podcast in, like, a month. And I listened to the last episode. I'm like, you started with that episode? Well, he's angry. <laughs> Me being angry as fuck, full broly mode. But no, I'm calm now. I'm calm. I'm, cal- are are I'm calm sure? Down. Are you sure? Yeah, I've talked to Regis. I've talked to Rashawn. We're all, we're all good. We hashed it out. All right. Yeah. But daddy had to go off the chain a little bit last episode. <laughs> Listening back, I was like, man, I'm an angry motherfucker. Like, it's part of it. Like, is it the testosterone I'm taking for this workout I'm doing? Is it... All the you know, stress from working blame, blame it on the testosterone. Hey man, I was I was full Broly rage mode. Listen back, I was like, I'm a mad motherfucker. Shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we'll talk about Shaft, the trailer, uh, in news of the week. But we actually well, you have. Said, you said no. So. Well, I said maybe. If you want to like do, no, just I don't. Like, want, I don't want. I was just like, uh, it's for me. It was like I was like, eh, it's whatever. Oh my god, I can't believe you add that but you were like
0: 100% little let's talk about that exactly but that because of that whole conversation that's why I was like let's, let's not live let's not relive oh, that God. so
1: I'll leave it up to you this time well like I was telling you I feel like it's very it's also derivative I actually call it kind of the the black male version of little where it seemed kind of derivative but I see what they're doing the multi-generational black men eh, it's on the fence it is Nick Fury if you want to talk about it, we can but it's also a little different than Little because
0: at least Shaft is like a fr- it's a franchise.
1: Like yeah. The- yeah. So you this you can have nostalgia for and make an argument for, but I, I don't have an attachment to Shaft. That was before my time. I yeah. saw the original Samuel L. Jackson movie. I
0: saw the original 70s one,
1: but I didn't see the Samuel L. Jackson one. Oh well, so sort of the opposite. But yeah. <laughs> well, we do have to talk about this week. We actually watched CW shows. You've seen the flash, Goldface? Yes, I
0: did. Arrow.
1: Yes, I did. The 150th episode. 150th episode. Emerald Archer. Emerald Archer, Archer, yeah. Um, Hey,
0: I actually remember the episode title. I don't ever look at that shit. (laughs) Never have it.
1: We also have Lego Movie 2. Was it as good as the original Lego movie? It was actually on my top 10 most anticipated list. Was everything as awesome? as before was it still awesome though i said was everything as awesome as before i mm, guess we'll have to wait, wait and find out because i don't even know what your opinion is on this so i don't know what your we're, opinion is on we're both this. going in blind on don't that you one you kind of just teased what your opinion is by your.
2: <laughs> did i though
1: <laughs> you see if i add though to the end of anything with a high raised voice yes, it does it makes it <laughs> sound like
2: is it really doesn't re- does really sound that
0: ambiguous
1: though <laughs> uh course we have promised neverland uh i did not see the most recent episode De Ro, 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 so unless you want to talk about it i have nothing to say about that he has ears who cares <laughs> <laughs> it just didn't hook me like promised neverland did like episode to episode i am captivated by promised neverland but the row Ro, 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 yeah i could take it or leave it i i just want to see where it goes
0: that's really what it is but i'm almost like i'm not yeah i'm not captivated I would want to skip forward to the end. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, like how is this gonna end? Like, is he gonna fight the la- Is he gonna fight his father? Is that all, how? All, although the 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 ending of this episode made me go, oh
1: shit. <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay, you said that, and then it's not gonna <laughs> now you've raised my curiosity. So now I kinda wanna watch it. God damn it. Uh we also got mad trailers, Aladdin Child's Play, Doom Patrol! justice league versus fatal five before we get into all that and news of the week as per usual we have itunes reviews and i think these are actually oh jordan's about to get mad (laughs) who left the
0: who left the bad review
1: what did you say i think these are all pleasant don't worry i think we're gonna be good (laughs) first itunes review comes from matt decav it's a five-star review subject is matchup of the week what's going on it's been a while since I left the review. The show is amazing. I also have a question to ask: Who'd win in a fight, All Might in his prime, or the Thing? Like, like Ben, ben Grimm. You thing? like Ben Grimm? That's easy. I never really need. I never really read a Fantastic Four comic, so I don't know if the winner is obvious. Well, clearly from yeah, our reactions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you for the awesome content and enjoy the rest of the recording. I'm going to emphasize: Enjoy, Jordan. Enjoy, enjoy the recording, <laughs> Jordan. Um. I mean, all yeah, might. like all Might... My- huh? All might punches people through buildings. I mean, I guess Ben Grimm does no, too. I was gonna say all might is strong, but
0: this is like, fan like Marvel comics. Like the, the- I mean, he's called the Hulk,
1: and the Hulk is like world breaker strong. Sometimes, sometimes, I would say the thing. See, actually, now I'm. I do not know. <laughs> no, I think yes. In terms of durability, especially because we've seen all Might... like always all Might in his prime. So we don't know what level of yeah, vulnerability we don't, well, he has.
0: Yeah, well, we've never seen. We've only seen him like glimpses. But even still, I don't think he's like. He's super super
1: strong, but I don't necessarily think he's like. But he's like Hulk adjacent almost. All Might. Is like he, the, he can like the, he can he can performs a lot of the same feats. He can punch people through buildings. He can leap across cities. It's all Hulk shit.
0: Yeah, but we've never seen. Like I'm trying to think. What's the
1: highest feet of strength that we've seen all might United States of Smash and that created like a tornado a giant crater that destroyed like a big chunk of the city I mean I don't know because I'm trying to think like how much
2: <laughs> I don't know if we
1: start like oh
0: it's no brainer we yeah. <laughs> like wait a second <laughs> yeah, cause now I'm like I am not. I don't know because like Ben Grimm could lift like almost a hundred tons I don't know if we've seen all might do that
1: I mean lift things no but I don't I don't like the the breakdown of Marvel strength when it comes to like oh he can lift X amount of tons. It's always hard to measure like in terms of like how strong he actually is. But I mean I guess if you could lift 100, that means And he's you're super pretty, fast. That means you could fucking. I mean yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah. yeah ben yeah. Grimm's not super fast. So I mean. He's like super. Based fast. on Dragon Ball Z rules,
1: if you if you're if you're faster than the person, doesn't matter how strong they are, you win. Like could All Might blitz? Sell proof Yeah, but could All Might blitz Ben Grimm with like a Super fast Superman punches and keep him off balance and probably whittle him down. Have we see him fight Nomu? And you saw like he was like brrrr, like you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't know. So probably. Wow. <laughs> Man, that person was like, oh yes, yeah, the thing. Now I'm like, wait. <laughs> oh, you were like the thing. I was like, oh yeah, my. I was like, <laughs> I was like wait. <laughs> I thought this was an obvious question. I'm gonna say All Might. He gets mm. he gets my emotional vote. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! Oh my!
2: I,
0: don't I would say, okay, now nah, I don't think, I would say All Might, but I do think the thing is stronger. Possibly. That's,
1: yeah, maybe. But yeah, but All Might has the speed. Mm. Next iTunes review comes from Black Burt Reynolds, Five Side Review, Batman Beyond Arrowverse. Hey guys, love the show, also super excited for Power Rangers Unworthy. Oh, thank you. Very dope idea, Jordan. Anyways, I was wondering what you guys thought about the idea of Batman Beyond in the Arrowverse. I think they had a perfect opportunity to do that during Elseworlds crossover, especially since they are painting Batman as an urban legend that disappeared. Uh, It would make more sense, I feel like, to have Terry McGinnis introduced instead of Batwoman. It would also be a nice way to tie into all these future elements of the show. I think it would bring new life to the universe and replace Arrow once it ends next year. What do you guys think? I think you need to be writing the CW-verse because that is actually an amazing idea. Everything you said is 100% right. It ties into so much of the future bullshit that's happening on Arrow right now. It makes way more sense than Batwoman other than, yay, quality. Like You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, I like it, but I don't like I a A live action Batman Beyond? But I don't like the idea of
0: them introducing a Bruce Wayne element into the Arrow because I just feel like it creates way more problems. But
1: Arrow's ending. Assuming next season is the last season of Arrow, like it's on its way out. So if you were to theoretically start Batman Beyond next season, I feel like that would work. But even
0: still, how would you explain Bruce Wayne and Arrow knew nothing about him? Well, this is the, it's Batman Beyond,
1: so it's the future. Yeah, but Batman Beyond still had Batman as the mentor. Yeah, but you just start with the premise of he disappeared in the flashbacks in Elseworlds. And then turns out he wasn't really gone. You just you just jumped to the future and it's like I never left. I was still around. I just didn't know because they're stupid. <laughs> and then you have like a new kid being trained by an old Batman. And then you can tie into the future events of the CW verse, like the Arrow twenty forty six stuff. Cause honestly, the Arrow twenty forty six stuff is Batman Beyond. Like I I wanted that to be the CW version of Batman Beyond, with uh Connor Hawk being trained by an old uh Oliver. And he's Queen. definitely uh,
0: Spoiler for the armor Archer But yeah that's definitely That's not Connor Hawk Who the fuck is that It is Connor Hawk No it is but it's not
1: Oh you mean like sounded on a 30 second But I was like because Oh also yeah I got, We have to follow up on that When we get to the episode Yeah he wasn't really the same Joseph Jones Gave me some behind the scenes Info about that So Jordan News <laughs> But yeah we'll talk about that But you know what I'm saying I feel like th- That was the perfect opportunity To have like a Batman Beyond Esque Story In the CW verse but if you're not gonna do it that way, then yeah, fucking just give me actual Batman Beyond. That'd be awesome. Now, granted, Batman Beyond in the future on a CW budget for a whole season, I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how it's gonna work, but
0: I think it's a dope idea. Cause you know, it's gonna be regular, just like when they go to Krypton and it's technologically
1: advanced. <laughs> They're just walking through Vancouver. Yeah, or this is <laughs> this is clearly just some random like town, like or a set even not even a town. <laughs> Um, da, da, da. and our last email, our last iTunes review comes from Deku the Almighty. five star review. Subject is Spider-Man Part 2. Hey guys, amazing podcast as always. I finished Spider-Man PS4. The story was fantastic. I did cry at the ending. No spoilers. Good. Thank you. Thank you. Cuz I feel like no don't tell me. Oh, that ending. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> uh, I did cry at the ending though. No spoilers. I also bought the DLCs and got 100% on the first two. I've been reading the Ultimate Spider-Man run, and I've been enjoying it a lot so far. Yeah, he's been, he's been keeping tabs with me on that. Um, his reactions to some of the stuff that happens in the Ultimate Universe is hilarious. It's like, the, the Clone Saga is so weird. <laughs> I was like, to be fair though, the original Clone Saga was very weird too. It was. And at least in the Ultimate Universe, it's way shorter. It's like, a, I don't know how many issues, but Clone Saga in the back in the day took forever. Um... Duh, duh, duh. I've also been reading the Ultimate Spider-Man run. Uh, there is 160 issues in the Peter Parker run, so I'm halfway done. I also bought Volume 17 of My Hercademia and man, oh man, you guys are not ready for Season 4. Pfft, I've heard that a lot. Not a lot to say this week, so that's all for this week, guys. Thanks for being awesome, and as always, go beyond plus ultra. Thank you, Deku. Always a breath of fresh air on the podcast. Jacob's always awesome! everything is cool when he leaves a review (laughs) um and on that note let's actually jump right into our lego movie 2 review times have changed you need to change with them we have to be tough and battle
2: ready
0: look a shooting star make a wish
2: (gasps) oh no run (laughs) hurry the door is slowly closing (gasps) The pain. It's getting so cold.
1: See, that wasn't so bad. Nothing got in. Ah,
2: something got in. I'm General Mayhem.
1: Bring me your, your,
2: your sister, Lucy! Emmett. No! This is all my fault.
0: Hang on to your fronds, Planny. We're going to save Lucy.
1: Don't no! you tell me to spawn! <laughs> say- Asteroid! Mind if I save your life? Not at all. Who are you? The name's Rex Danger Vet, Galaxy Defending Archaeologist, Cowboy, and Raptor Trainer. <laughs> I don't get it. Will you help me rescue my friends? You don't want to go anywhere near the Sistar system. It's ruled by an alien queen.
2: Only the toughest are going to get out of there alive. Who's a good boy? Who's a good boy?
1: <laughs> yes, you are.
0: I'm a queen, whatever I would not be.
2: I'm getting super evil vibes here. I can change my form to something else if this makes you uncomfortable. Hey,
0: guys. No, go back. The horse was much more palatable.
1: Was this movie awesome, Michael? Did you enjoy it as much as the first (laughs) time? I fell asleep. What the (laughs) fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Well. But. I
0: I did that on purpose. (laughs) Well, no, that's because. Well, well,
1: actually, no, i also. We're very opposite this episode. I'll, I'll see you I fell asleep and I'll raise you. I cried. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so one end of the spectrum is there and the other end's there. So where did we meet in the middle?
0: Well, <laughs> no, I saw most of the movie, but I literally went right after work and I was like, people are like... So like really early in the morning? Yeah, so the I got off of work at 7.30. The, I went to a 9.15 show in New York. That was the earliest that was playing in New York. I apologize
1: if I sound flimmy in the episode. I'm like getting over cold. Is it? mucus or is it something Just else tasting that rainbow that's <laughs> <what it was. laughs>
0: But yeah like i said people are like you're going to the movies like you're not tired i'm like oh no i'm good i'm good i'm, I'm wide awake that's so why then as soon as i sat down i'm like oh fuck <laughs> <laughs> he said oh fuck <laughs> but, so
1: colorful and happy and you're falling asleep during like everything is awesome yeah <sighs> uh-huh.
0: <laughs> but i did see most of the movie oh okay it's
1: like small parts here and there that i missed yeah i'm actually curious maybe we can fill in the blanks for you
0: <laughs> like like that part in the trailer you mean to tell me you're the woman or whatever and oh you do all a, the epic yeah, stuff i missed that
1: part okay that was the very beginning
0: ish ish well there
1: you go okay <laughs> well on that note for those that don't know our rating system here on Blur vision i'll drop it
2: here we here at blurred vision have a very simple rating system goes from poor vision to perfect vision in the middle there's passable and then you have less than passable and more than passable.
1: thank you catch Upon. um but yeah man lego movie 2 again this is on my top 10 most anticipated list of 2018 or 2019 i mean and you've seen from was this pat- on
0: my list i don't remember i think i, I don't still have, think it was I, think I still have my list written down
1: i think it was in your your honorable mentions i don't think it was in your top 10 I could be wrong though. Uh no, it was not. Was it honorable mentions? Not even honorable mentions. Well, fuck you, man. <laughs> <laughs> and we see the pattern with me where it was like, I'm excited about this. Already. <laughs> Already. And I'm not gonna lie, I actually listen I don't usually do this, but I listened to the Double Toaster review before I actually went to see the movie. And they were very lukewarm on it. They they basically docked it. I so don't I, listen.
0: I usually don't Especially if it's a movie that we're gonna review, I don't listen to anybody talk about it. Yeah, I usually listen to until
1: after I watch it. Yeah, I was bored, so I was like, "Let me listen to this." I'm just, I, I got time, and I was like, "Oh no, I'm scared now." From what they were saying, they made it seem like it was nonsensical. Like it was, in, it went so many different directions. Yeah, I'll listen to somebody do a review on a movie either we're not
0: gonna talk about or I don't really care. Yeah, about that much, but yeah, like like
1: I didn't so I don't know what anybody said about it. Yeah. I don't know what anybody else said. I just listened to that one review and got scared and stopped. <laughs> I, got, I think I got like halfway through and I was like, oh, oh, no. But they're usually good because you do not spoil the reviews. Mm-hmm. So going to this one, I was nervous. Um, I was bracing myself for something much, because it's not even written by the same guys as did like a movie one.
0: Wasn't it Chris Lord and Phil, Phil Miller, Miller yeah. for the first one?
1: Yeah. I don't think it's them for this one, is it? No. It was at, when I saw the uh, director, it was like directed by s- s- some guy. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And I've, I've come to learn that I really like the writing style. So, and the voice in the Lego Movie One is what made, I think, that movie so unique. I mean, that, that was a movie that, against all odds, it actually ended up being good. I mean, it, it's Mike Mitchell. Don't know who that is. He did Shrek Forever after, which I didn't see. Me either. It's really <laughs> late in the Shrek game. So, that also makes you nervous. Yeah. Like if I had known all these facts before I went in, I'd be like, oh, God, this is going to be fucking terrible. Um,. But yeah, that first Lego movie—it had every reason to be terrible, but it wasn't. Like against all odds, instead of being like a corporate and chill, the SpongeBob movie sponge out of water okay. the live action spy. not even the first one
0: not even the first one. oh man wow they got the sequel guy to do the sequel for this yeah, did you see deuce bigelow Mel gigolo no
1: <laughs> that's terrible it's, like, it's just getting worse and worse stop reading them, but i don't want to know anymore it's lowered my rating as i'm listening to it um but yeah so that first movie like i think the writings were made it so strong so going into this one knowing that like it it wasn't the same people, and from Double Toast's impressions, it wasn't nearly as tight as the first one. I was scared. Because um, I think, the, the, we talked about before, but that uh, emotional core that was revealed at the end of the first Lego movie is, I think, what made it so memorable and so satisfying as a, as a movie. So if they don't do something similar or continue in that same vein somehow, if this is just like a shallow sequel, I could very easily see this being a, a shitty movie. But it made my top 10 based purely on the fact that that first one was so strong and I had faith in the franchise. And I was hoping that they handed it out to somebody that had the same level of passion and love for Legos that Chris Lord and Phil Miller did. Um, I don't know if this guy did, but... I guess I'm just gonna give my thoughts first. Do you want me to just jump in Might as well? So I don't know if this guy does have the same amount of passion and you know nostalgia for Legos, but I'll say this: the movie's not as it's not as good as the first one, but a lot of the same energy carries through. Where it picks up is exactly where the first movie leaves off, <coughs> and I think the lesson that Emmet, the main character, has to learn by the end of the movie and how it ties into the live action slash human element that is kinda of introduced in that first movie, I think was very clever. And I think uh the some of the stuff that I saw Double Toasted kind of complain about, about it being nonsensical and not really making sense and not having a clear direction in the first, third. I feel like that's all that all makes sense when you look at the story in the context of the 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 human element that controls these characters. Because at the end of the day, this is all... And they, and they even make a hilarious joke about this at toward the end of the movie, where they basically say, none of this is real. This is all just a a, a clever metaphor for dealing with emotional issues and baggage in the real world or whatever they say. But it's, it's basically... All, the whole story is just a, a metaphor for what is happening with the human characters behind the scenes. And when you look at it through that lens, I think it not only makes everything makes sense but it gives an emotional weight to even the silliest things that happen in this movie and there are some things that happen with Emmett and some of the characters that are completely like that doesn't make any sense but the movie will straight up be like this doesn't make sense don't think about it too hard <laughs> like you don't have to think about it because at the end of the day these are all the imaginings of kids playing with toys and I think that in its own way it's like a modern day toy story for that and the fact that they were able, I think, to effectively carry the emotional through line from the first movie to the second movie, and I think maintain it, I have to applaud them for that. Again, I don't think the, the jokes are as funny, but I think it's also just based on the fact that these characters, or, the jokes aren't as funny, but I think it's based on the fact that, uh, like, we've, it's kind of like Deadpool 2 effect. We've seen it before, um... When it comes to like someone like Lego Batman, who is very prominent in this movie, just like he was in the first Lego movie. I think even more so, actually. In this movie, I think he's more of a main character than he was in the first Lego movie. Uh, it's just like they keep hitting the same jokes over and over again. So if you're tired of like the same, like, oh, I get it, Batman's an edged lord. Oh, Batman, he's <clears throat> he's a loner. I see you being tired of that. But at the same time, from what they've established in this world, and especially, again, based on the human element, I think it makes sense the hell is that no. <laughs> uh, but yeah um if I were to give it a rating I want to keep it vague for non-spoilers um I think I'd give it I know I said I cried so I know everybody's going perfect vision come on but no it's not perfect vision I give so it a soft one you didn't really me. cry it was more like a tear I t- yeah I, <laughs> I, I, I choked up like I got I got that um that love my throat and I started to get like the tears in my eyes Um, but yeah, I I would give it a solid more than passable. Edging toward the high more than passable, but solid more than passable. And I think it's mostly, I only give it that because of the things that don't make sense within the toy story, (laughs) but that's all forgiven once you realize what the twist is at the end. Um, I don't think the twist is that like hard to predict. They... Especially when you know the twist from the first movie, as soon as they start saying things that sound like real world terms, like Hermageddon. Come come on. <laughs> Did you not right away go, oh well this is where this 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 is what this is? I was I I wasn't paying attention. Well you're also asleep, so yeah. I was, I was also asleep, so I was <laughs> never like <laughs> mind. Never mind. But when they start talking about things like, oh, we've gotta stop this wedding or or it will create Hermageddon. It's like, what does that mean, Mike? If if you know what the twist is from the, from the first movie, you're already able to think like three steps ahead to know where they're going. But despite that, you know it's still part of the journey. So I found it enjoyable regardless. And all the characters are still fun. The ship guy. Um, I didn't know Elizabeth Banks did the voice of what's her face, the badass girl. Uh, I don't remember. <laughs> I want to say Starfire, but that's not it. It's definitely not Starfire. There's something badass like that though. Wildfire. Something like that, yeah. Um, uh, what? Wild star. World star. <laughs> World star. <laughs> Wild style. Is that it? I don't know. <laughs> God damn it, I don't remember. Look it up. Yeah, I'm about to look it up. Um, the the Tiffany Haddish character. They show in I think some of the trailers, like the uh, what's her name? Princess Wanabi. I want to. I can be one... I, the, the play in the words is, I can be whatever I want. Princess, whatever I want to be. I think that was it. Whatever I want to be. <laughs> uh-huh. Because the joke is she can shape-shift.
0: Wow, yeah, wild style. Wild style. Okay. I was...
1: Cl- I, you know I me mean, like and Permutation queen, I to think of? Queen, whatever.
0: Wanabi. Whatever,
1: Wanabi. Whatever, Wanabi. Yeah. Queen, whatever <laughs> I want what, to be. Yeah, whatever Cause I want to be. Because she can shape-shift. Yeah. Um, there was no song that was as catchy as... Everything is awesome. But they do well, have... I, dis- I disagree. Is it the
0: song? I it's was going to literally say... It's not, this it's not as good as Everything is Awesome, but Is I, it the song? It's literally the song that...
1: That like, they it's say... The point, it's the point of the song. It's and catchy as fuck? Yes. But see, I don't think it's that catchy. Like, I didn't... I'm not humming that song. I this, am. And the song is literally... The words are... This song's, song's going to get, get stuck inside you. This song's going to get stuck inside you. Hey! It's a fun song, but, like, it's not... It, I'm not humming it after the movie, but there was a song that hit me way more emotionally at the end of this movie than any song did in the first Lego movie. So it kind of balances out. You know what I mean? You talking about the the, the song, last song that ran at the credits? No, 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 no. That's the song at the credits. The song it's the remix of "Everything Is Awesome" with that "songs getting stuck inside your head" song. Oh yeah, the sad one. Uh huh. It was a it was a Toy Story three moment basically. And I was like. In a post Infinity, and I know this is why they did it. In a post Infinity War world, I was like, "No, (laughs) is this really the end?" (laughs) They got me. I was like, "No fucking way!" I literally said that out loud in the theater. Yeah, as soon as it said "end," I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" (laughs) No (laughs) fucking way! (laughs) But yeah, nothing here. We'll get into getting spoilers, but um, yeah. So nothing as catchy as everything is awesome, but the song songs were fun. Enjoyable as hell. And this
0: one was way more musical than the first one. because Was it? Cause, yeah, it cause, was. Cause the first one, which funny enough, I'm like, damn, it's been five years since the first Lego movie. Yeah. But yeah, uh, it was you just had the everything is also. Awesome yeah, I don't song, remember any other song. But this one it was like full on musical.
1: Yeah. Um, but the emotional impact of the songs I think was greater. And I think honestly, for someone my age who's not a kid, I think this is a good growing up tale for the Lego movie franchise. This is kind of the Toy Story 3 version of the Lego movie. Would you agree with that? Mm. You know, I think so. The theme was growing up. Well, yeah. But I'm just thinking about,
0: I'm thinking about the impact that I had, or uh, the emotional impact I felt after Lego, after Toy no, Story 3. No, no. Toy Story 3 hit to- me way harder.
1: <laughs> I'm not saying that. I'm just saying in terms of what themes it's trying to hit. Like, it's trying uh, to hit that, like, growing up and maturing. Even, the, like, the that they do to everything is awesome. Is a very much this is a more mature version of that song, like yeah. As a kid, everything is awesome, but as you grow up, oh, yeah, everything's not so awesome, whatever. But that
0: is that's okay, whatever, something like that. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Sounds kind of spoilery, but that oh, so good, but yeah, so I'll give it a a more than passable inching toward you know what, fuck it. I'll give it the high more than passable straight up because that's I did, I did tear up, I got. And it almost got me with that twist. I was like, What? No <laughs> But say, what do you think of uh, Lego Movie Two?
0: Uh Lego Movie Two, like I mentioned, I can't can't believe it's been five years since the first one. Like it feels like
1: it wasn't that long ago. Like when I've they seen... think five years later, like now I'm understanding, like, Oh yeah, it was five years since the first Lego movie. Holy fuck. Yeah. So old. <laughs> so uh because of all the callbacks and stuff
0: that they had and little Easter eggs, I thought it was written by still Phil Lord and Chris Miller because they're good for doing that. And mm. so, going to what you said earlier about uh, I don't know if he has the same love for the franchise, or I, I, I mean, based on what I've seen, I think he does. Or he faked it real or good. Yeah, until he, he made or it. He, yeah, he faked <laughs> it real hard. Or <laughs> Phil Lord and Chris Miller were like, put that in the movie.
1: Like this, like the way it continues from the first movie, it literally just could be a continuation. Pretty it's that much seamless with the first one,
0: but yeah, I enjoyed seeing all of these characters back. Like the ending of the first Lego movie, that that's that stood with me. Like that's if you think, if I think about the Lego movie, I think about the ending.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Just like uh, Sixth Sense, if I think about Sixth Sense, I think about the ending, and that to me spells a very good movie because yeah. it's not just about how you begin, but it's how you end. Mm. And so. Uh, going into this movie, I was just like, "Okay, what am I gonna get from this?" Because I heard some of like the Rotten Tomato score, where it was like, "Oh, the first Lego movie got a ninety-seven, but this one got a 92. Okay, well, why did it drop? Ninety-two is still great. Yeah, <laughs> was, yeah. I, I, 92, <laughs> is still, 92 is still great. But I was just like, "Well, so what? What, what happened? Why did this drop a couple points?"
1: <laughs> That's nitpicky as fuck. Like, it's a plus now. It's an A minus. Now it's like, mm. a, yeah. <laughs> yeah. but
0: I still want to know what's the difference. Oh, okay, but uh yeah i thought it was pretty great like awesome (laughs) i I was i was gonna i was like i don't want to i don't want to do that you were like you were so close yeah i was like "Uh." but yeah i thought it was pretty good i i actually liked the fact that this one was more of a musical because i'm all about musicals Mm. so that they had all these extra songs in there and uh like I said, you didn't really like the, this song's going to get stuck inside. No, it's no, not that I didn't like it. Well, I just no, but you didn't catchy. think it was that catchy. Yeah, as yeah, soon yeah. as the movie was over, I put it. On, I looked it up on my phone and I started playing get... it as I was walking. So
1: maybe I need to play it a lot. Maybe they don't get stuck in my head. Then I was, I was, maybe. I was like,
0: get your hands <laughs> in, hand in your. Like I love
1: in the scene where they do it, where like they're like, <laughs> like zombie people chasing them down the street. <laughs> this song's going to get stuck inside. <laughs> like, No! <laughs>
0: I oh, was hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> I, I like I like that. So it also reminded me of lamb chops. This is the song that doesn't end. <laughs> it goes on and on, my friends. Yeah, but uh, I think overall, like funny enough, even like because I when I see her more times than not, aside from Girls Trip, Tiffany Haddish. Annoys me because <laughs> she's like oh, really? she's always playing like the same, the same character, the same type of character yeah. all the time.
1: Sassy black girl. So <laughs> when
0: I heard her I was like, Tiffany Haddish, what? But I actually liked her character. I really liked, I her, really character. liked
1: her character, especially the twist. I was like, What? Yeah, so I was like, <laughs> <laughs> like I literally again, I said I was in theater basically alone, so I was just like, Really? <laughs> <laughs>
0: And that twist, like, when you bring up the twist, I was like... At first, I was like, oh, come on. What the fuck is this? But then there was another twist. I was like, okay. Yeah,
1: that's, that's what I'm talking about. The second twist. Yeah. Because the first twist was like... It's like they know you're thinking it, so they make you think it more, and they take it back. And it's was like, oh, and well, now I feel stupid. <laughs> but I was but I was still just like, but if you really
0: think about it, this doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. <laughs> doesn't make any sense.
1: Even- but, but again... We'll talk about but I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. Though. No, no, no. But if you look at it with the context of the the of the, the real world, story, the real it world makes story, yeah, it
0: makes sense because they're yeah, yeah.
1: There's antagonistic,
0: yeah, feelings. But yeah, it's kind of like but Iris. I'm not, but yeah, I'm not gonna go. No, it's uh,
1: it's kind of like Nora West on, Northwest Allen on the Flash. Same
0: kind of thing. I was like, please don't bring that because even then, this makes more sense than what happened on the. Flash. I know.
1: i was <laughs> <laughs> trying to give it a comparison. <laughs>
0: But uh, yeah, so I, I enjoyed all the characters. And I, and I agree. I think Batman got a little bit more character development or screen time in this one than in the first one. But I also think that was on the strength of the fact that Lego Batman made a lot of fucking money.
1: I have a question. Is this the same continuity? Was, so is this like, I, is this I think I think, I think so,
0: because there was a moment where they said he's off. They was like, where's Batman? He's off on his own adventure right now. So I think that took place during Lego Batman. Then it like uh... did a time. Did it like a time jump or some shit? Because remember the Justice League? Oh, never mind.
1: Well, it also makes it extra sad because later on he's like, uh, he talks about being alone. It's like I'm cool with that. I'm totally fine with being alone. I'm good. And you can tell he's not. And it's like if it takes place after Lego Batman, that's even sadder because that means like he lost everybody. Yeah. I'm like fuck. All right. <laughs> it's kind of dark Lego movie, but all right. <laughs> but
0: uh, what else? Did, did I? I lost my train of thought. Uh, uh,
1: Tiffany Haddish, Batman. I guess you're talking about the characters that you enjoyed. I still don't remember. <laughs>
0: but yeah, so uh, overall, honestly, I think that the final twist, though, at least take talking it, about the villain, the, the yeah, in the real and the real world, it made sense. Well, no, it doesn't no, make any no sense. it doesn't make any sense. No, but, but in the toy it, in the toy world, it makes sense. But in the real world, it doesn't, the se- world it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. I don't
1: even think in the toy world it makes sense, though. Cause I'm like in the toy world, you could do whatever you want, but I'm like, but how does this work for real world context? But what toy is that? Again, we well, are to talk about in spoilers, but like, how are there two toys? I mean, maybe they came with. T- I don't know. Is it, is it, yeah, like, actually, like, yeah, now it? Do you think. Yeah, actually, now
0: it doesn't make sense. Like, because I'm it, like, some? I get what you're trying to do, but I'm like, but I don't. Know
1: how does this work? <laughs> it doesn't. But what made me go, all right, it doesn't matter. The the character themselves literally say, it doesn't matter. It's <laughs> <laughs> always someone's
0: imagination anyway. He's like, oh, okay, all right. <laughs> yeah, but it's someone's imagination based on, like, it still makes sense, but this didn't make any fucking no. sense. So that's why I was like, you had me, but now you lost me. <laughs> I'm fucking confused. But that wasn't that
1: that big of a notch on my enjoyment for the movie. Yeah. Like, And oh, the lesson is, it It held I think was more important than the logical sense it made,
0: yeah, yeah, and I will say, I don't know if I was i kind of I liked, but I didn't like the fact that they leaned into the human element as much in this movie compared to the first movie, like obviously, you know, based on the first Lego movie that there is a human element to it, yeah, but the fact that they kind of went full. Not full, but they, they showed it way more in this one. I'm Like like I said, I both liked it and I didn't. Oh, okay. Because I, I feel like it took away from some of the Lego characters. Because I feel like the only ones that you really talked about were like Emmett and Batman and then Wildstyle. But some of the other characters kind of got pushed aside.
1: Oh, you mean the side characters? Yeah. Oh, okay. But, I did see that.
0: Overall, I still I still enjoyed the movie. You know, I did fall asleep because I was tired, but I saw <laughs> most of it. But I,
1: I, I would give it a solid more than passable. Okay, so we're kind of in the same boat.
0: And funny enough, like I, and I really liked the end song too. Like that made me sit through the credits, even though I knew there wasn't a post credit scene. But I was like, I don't want to get up from this song.
1: Oh yeah, the the credits were actually really I liked, entertaining. I like the song. Yeah not even just the song but I think with the visuals yeah the visuals plus the song made me and not just me but a lot of people like pretty much the whole theater stayed till the end I was waiting for post credits <laughs> no, I knew there were I looked it up oh um so yeah so let's get into spoilers and if you guys don't want to hear spoilers for Lego Movie 2 jump to the or check out the iTunes descriptions and jump to the next timestamp for the next segment um let's start with that with that Tiffany Haddish twist cause she's originally kind of pitched or shown to be what we think is the villain of this movie. Uh-huh. And I mean <clears throat> I think they do a really good job of making the adults in the audience who are so we've seen all this shit before. So it's like, well clearly she's the bad guy. It's like, oh I just want to have a nice wedding. And people were talking about her mama getting from the wedding. So it's like, oh okay, it was clearly she's the bad guy. It's like I'm not a bad person. And she has a whole song Yeah she has a whole song about it. About like not being <laughs> evil <laughs> <laughs> and even while while style, this, like while she's listening to the song, is like everything she's saying. She's like, "Well, clearly you're just saying things that you actually are like evil, like conniving, a liar, and saying not in the front of it." Like, it's like, does anyone else don't fall for this? <laughs> and we, the audience, are wild style. Yeah. So you're just sitting there going, okay, so we're and gonna do- think oh, everybody's got
0: brainwashed, and it's like, but wait, how how did she
1: not get brainwashed?
0: Was- yeah. yeah.
1: But you're sitting there and going, like, okay, well, clearly, this is what the, the twist in the movie is, and it's so lazy. But I'm like, all right, this is the kids' movie, all right, this is the bad guy. And we're gonna have like a cute song, basically with big flares going, I'm the bad guy, I'm the bad guy, and then we're gonna be revealed later, as the bad guy, whatever. But but <laughs> she does a really yeah. good job of going, like, no, no. I said I wasn't the bad guy, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did a whole song. You are listening, like, they even say that in the movie, like, you are not listening to the whole song I did, it's and like, then, like, yeah, and but- then I was wild style when she's like. That was real. <laughs> and she's like, "So who's the, who's the villain?" Yeah. And then the villain ends up being the guy that we've seen in Even all though, the even the same
0: thing with the woman in the space suit with the deep voice. Yeah, the dope. deep evil yeah. voice.
1: <laughs> um she ends up just being like a really nice like I, don't, I, don't, I didn't play with those toys, those but, not Lego toys, nah, but those but, like... But
0: even still, when that happened, I was like, really, this is who was under the suit? Come on now. A cute, <laughs> like, a
1: cute girl? Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's not even just not even the fact that she was a girl, but it's just like, how'd you go from that voice, now you're all like a hardened,
1: badass, like protector or whatever. Then you're like, help me. Well, I she said know. she was lying. Like, she straight up was like, well, I thought you wouldn't listen to me unless I was like being a tough like acting tough. And then when you look at the greater context of this all being in the imaginations of the little girl the little and her girl brother. Oh yeah. It's like, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. It makes sense for that. Yeah. She was trying to be tough or act tough to make her brother listen to her because she wants them to get along. At the end of the day, all of this whole movie is about is, is a little girl wanting to play with her big brother, being inspired by her big brother. And that five years prior, uh, moment that happens at the end of the first Lego movie. Where the little duplos come down, we will destroy you. First of all, cutest motherfucking apocalypse ever. (laughs) (laughs) When he when Emmett hands her like the big heart Lego, and it's like I was fucking. Di- that whole intro had me fucking dying. Or oh, they blasted with lasers. We
2: eat lasers. <laughs> no, that's impossible. No.
1: But then you think about it like, oh, that's that's literally the brother and the sister playing, and the brother's like, I've got all these rules established, and the little girl, she's like, a, she's an infant. She's like, no, no, I, no, I win. <laughs> and and that shows you why he doesn't want to play with her, because like she just fucks shit up and doesn't want to play by the rules. So fuck this.
2: Yeah.
1: And then the apocalypse five years is him just not playing with his toys as much Mad Mad Max yeah becoming like a Mad Max universe is freaking hilarious (laughs) um but then flash forward to the revelation toward the end of the end of the movie I just think it's so interesting that it's clear that the wedding whatever is just her wanting to play with him and by playing together their mom will let them keep Legos and not have to put them away her mom Mageddon. <laughs> Her yeah. yeah. Um But yeah, the, the revelation that the real villain was the Emmett cl- like not clone, but No, F- Emmett from the future. Yeah. But at first you're introduced him as him as like a, a badass. Rex he, what Rex Dangerfield. What is it? Some danger vest or something like yeah. that. And his Rex ends up being uh, an anagram for what is it? ridiculous Emmett extreme no something Emmett extreme I don't know uh, they broke it down Rex actually meant something but it was basically like it was, that was the hint as to who he actually was but the whole thing of him fucking being basically a Chris Pratt parody like he's a fucking raptor trainer he's a <laughs> yeah I was like <laughs> he's Indiana Jones J- Jurassic World <laughs> yeah he's Star-Lord all wrapped in one I thought the twist was gonna be that he was like Tyler Durden in Emmett's brain. Who? Tyler Durden. Who the fuck is that? Fight Club. Oh. I was, you know, I was, it's been so long uh, since so I well, saw like The name's like infamous. Tyler Durden. Okay, but yes, like, you know, Brad, Brad Pitt in yeah. Fight Club. Yeah. Because like the, for the guy to just show up when he did so randomly, for him to be so awesome, for him to literally be everything that Emmett wants to be. Because while Styles says that she wants somebody that's more hard, yeah, and she edgy, says she,
0: she claims, yeah, she says she wanted somebody like Rex as opposed to somebody like Emmett. Yeah, and for that
1: to literally just show up, I was like, oh, maybe that's in his mind. And the the reveal at the end is gonna be, oh no, actually, he's been like he's not even real. He's always been in your head the entire time. Emmett, the power's been in you the entire time. But then Probably were, would have been better. Well, they even, like, I think they, they they know you think that because there's a moment where Emmett, Wildstyle, and him are talking, and whilst, uh, Emmett's like, wait, so you can see him, right? was like, yeah. yeah. So it's like, oh, okay, so it's not the Fight Club thing, but then it's revealed that he actually is Emmett from the future, who, and it doesn't make any sense. Somehow, while they were playing in the five-year, before the five-year time skip, his toy got knocked uh, underneath the washing machine. Yeah. And for five what, what, years,
0: what, what was the name? What's the
1: name of the why, dry dryer? Oh yeah, whatever weird like space name they give the washing machine. Yeah.
0: <laughs> dry dirt.
1: I don't, remember. I don't remember. <laughs> but so somehow for five years, he becomes bitter and angry because no, none of his friends came for him. Yes,
2: and then and he's able to. He's able to walk. Yeah, he, he somehow gains sentience. Yeah
1: is able to walk in the real world, change out all his outfits and stuff to make himself look different, and then somehow go back in time by, well, that was hilarious, putting like the the TARDIS, the Terminator Salvation, the Terminator, yeah. or whatever the Skynet the, uses. <laughs> the uh, uh, The DeLorean. The DeLorean like every time travel thing in media <laughs> basically makes his ship. But then it's like, how do you time travel in the real world? And beyond that, if you want to use it logically, like, there's no two Emmett toys. So, how did one toy get lost while the other toy was still? like? You know, there was never a moment where it was like, oh, I had two, or I got a new Emmett toy and I put it in the in the diorama or whatever. There was none of that. Yeah, even then, like, where'd the toy? Like,
0: because even when he time traveled, the kid saw the new toy and he was like, oh, let me play with
1: this instead. And it's like, I don't get it. <laughs> But for me, all forgiven when they're fighting and he literally goes like, this is all just a metaphor for the psyche of two kids or whatever he says. He basically yeah. excuses it. Yeah. we're, we're, we're not doing grown up things anymore. Let's watch
0: Back to the Future. But it's like, even then I was like, how do you know these movies? I don't,
1: know. <laughs> I, don't know. I just like that twist, especially when you realize like it's like a double twist from the Princess Wanabi not being actually evil. Yeah. Whatever you want to be. Yeah. I like the little song that she had with Batman. Basically like I don't want to fuck wanna, you I want yeah. Superman's dick I don't <laughs> want no man from Gotham or whatever for psychology so he's like what? No I'm totally marry me it's okay <laughs> um, but yeah, I like a lot of like the, the jokes in this like when they go to the spa and it's revealed that Wildstyle actually isn't as badass as she claims to be in her hair yeah, her she's hair like, is actually yeah her hair is blue yeah she's like I didn't take a, yeah, I didn't uh, take permanent, a permanent marker, marker yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I don't know that, that whole theme of her realizing that this, the, the qualities she thought she wanted in Emmett were just her trying to change him, which was wrong, because even the qualities that she says she wants, that she actually is, she actually isn't. No, she isn't. Yeah. She had to like put on airs to be like that. And I guess at some point, she started to believe her own lie and didn't realize that until she saw Emmett kind of doing the same thing and changing because of it and changing not for the better. Because basically Emmett becomes the villain by the end. Where they're trying to Pretty stop much. him from using the ultimate... ultimate. what was it called? Uh, it's not... Uh, master building. Mas- master breaking. <laughs> yeah, master breaking. So he's like a one punch man punch to destroy the cake. Like
0: instead of the world breaker, world breaker he's the master breaker.
1: Yeah. That oh. was cool. Yeah. That whole sequence of trying to stop him was cool. It was, but I was like, so is he Superman now? <laughs> Actually, yeah. See, he's a better Superman than Superman was in this.
0: Well, Superman was M.I.A. <laughs> the, like, whole, the whole Justice League.
1: I like the excuse they use where it's like, yeah, we're going to go st- the other planet and stop these aliens. And Green is like, I can come too, right? Like, yeah, yeah, I, yeah guess. I guess. <laughs> and then we're all brainwashed with a, this song's going to get stuck inside here. I like how Green Lantern and him are like friends. And it's like, yeah, man, we're best buds. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, is there anything in the movie that you want to talk about that you liked? Um...
2: No. <laughs> Where'd you it's fall not asleep? Not
1: at? The, I, I fell asleep in a couple
0: different places, like throughout the movie. Okay. So I, I mean I can't pinpoint Oh. Like in the in the Mad like, Max stuff. Because I was falling asleep. so much. I was, I was falling asleep in the beginning. I fell asleep in the middle.
1: Oh my God.
0: I, like I was just falling asleep. It wasn't <laughs> Are until, you sure some more passable? <laughs> no, it wasn't because I was bored. I was oh. tired. <laughs> uh it, I, I think it wasn't until like when did, when did I like wake up wake up I think I woke up on the this song's gonna get stuck inside you. <laughs> that's why
1: you like it so much <laughs> it gave you the energy to stay awake yeah hey honestly singing it over and over again with you now has made me feel like it's more catchy than it was when now, I you're gonna, now you're gonna listen to it now me. it's in my head it wasn't before I think now it's stuck in my head <laughs> this song's gonna get stuck inside Joe this song's gonna get stuck in, cause, cause yeah. it's a catchy catchy it's such a catchy song <laughs> Um, so even the, even like the Mad Max stuff in context, I love, cause it's not like they just became a Mad Max society. It's because the kid grew up and he thought like that was
0: cool. That was cool. Yeah. yeah. He even built like the Statue of Liberty and all that stuff. Like he had monuments to Apocalypto. Yeah. What was it called? The, it was like apocalypse bird. Apocalypse oh, bird. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Everything is not awesome. <laughs> yeah. Except for Emmett. Yeah. Um but yeah, the the theme of him Emmett growing up and at the same time the, the parallel between the sister and the brother trying to get along in the real world, the fact that all of that, the duplos in the beginning, being a little girl trying to become friends with her big brother, trying to like uh play with him, to in the future like the reason why the aliens, quote unquote, become more advanced is because the girl grew up more, the 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 emphasis on girly things like uh, princesses and marriage. Like girls always used to do that back in the day with like the action figures or mm-hmm. the dolls. Like let's get married.
0: But they also kind of blur, blur the lines between the fantasy and the reality because they do. There was a moment where uh, at the end, where they started singing the the dower. Everything is awesome. The, the older kid the, the the son he heard them but
1: did he hear it or was that him like you know when like, you think about you're thinking about something and you go like maybe I should like do something else maybe maybe I should like talk to her maybe like it was him just going like oh man i don't know i, I didn't read it as much as him hearing them singing but him feeling, that's how, at least that's that well that's how i read it I, I think it works both ways I think it's to to the characters it's their what brought him back to the Legos. But I kind of read it as, like it could just be him going back to the Legos by his own accord. Just like, this doesn't sit right with me. I feel like I should go talk to my sister. Like, you know what I mean? That kind of thing. He mm-hmm. looks at the Legos, and then goes talks to her. No, nah, like, I like that he heard it better. <laughs> and then the revelation that the heart was queen whenever I want to be. Yeah, that he made originally made to her. Yeah, and she kept it. Like It was really sweet. Mm-hmm. And as someone, that I have a younger sister. So, like, I think that kind of hit home for me. And where, where I cried was that song. After- I am the youngest sister. Okay, well. <laughs> 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 that song, uh, the remix of Everything is Awesome, where it's like the more adult version, where they're in that bin and the, the, the end comes up and it's like, What? <laughs> no! <laughs> and they start singing together and it's that remix of Everything's That Awesome. But things could be blah blah. I don't know what the words are, but basically, is that it?
2: Everything's not
1: awesome. This is this is a song about growing up. Depressed. I wanted to
0: see more of that vampire. He was hilarious. He was, but we didn't get that much.
1: I think I get radio hit.
2: What's the point? No hope. A the ice cream. That's you! <laughs> ice, cream. ice cream
1: gives you abs. Batman said it.
2: Listen, not awesome. This is
1: the part that made me cry. Like,
2: but that mean
1: that it's this is a good message for kids. Yeah. Especially going off with of that first song. Like, everything's not always awesome, guys, but sometimes you have to make it awesome. You know what I mean? You do. <laughs> you can make things better if you st- if you stick together. Yeah. It's very beautiful. This is the Toy Story 3 moment I'm talking about. Because this is like, oh, they're holding hands into the fire, kind like, of. Oh.
0: <laughs> like the Rangers held hands to reform Zordon. <laughs> Get this is stuck a part the part inside place. your... This song's gonna get stuck inside your... This song's yeah, this gonna
2: get stuck
0: inside your heart. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah.
2: <laughs> it's so beautiful.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's what that's what really drove it home for me. And at the end, the wrap up of the kids getting along and they put the two civilizations together. I fucking loved it. Yeah, I think the one that kept it from being perfect vision for me is just it, it. It wasn't. It wasn't as focused as the first movie. Um, but I also understood why, and a lot of the detraction from the side characters, like you kind of mentioned before. Yeah, and uh... though I think the space guy still has some fucking hilarious ship jokes, like when he's flying a ship at the end, and the person tries to touch him, he's like, "Don't touch me while I'm shipping."
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yo, chill.
0: <laughs> But also, I don't think... There was nothing in this movie that hit me as hard as the first Lego movie. Really? Yeah.
2: See, I, I don't think
1: I teared up in the first Lego movie, though. I think it was just a great freaking movie. And the, that ending revelation made it really like beautiful. But like in terms of like a gut punch tear up, I think Lego Movie 2 is what did it for me. Well, I didn't tear up. Cause I don't, well, you don't cry. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think it's the hopelessness. I think that was what made me do it. Like, and, and the message of, oh man, everything's not awesome, but we have to make it. You know what? I think it resonates with me because of the unworthy shit I'm going through right now. <laughs> everything's not awesome sometimes, man. But you gotta make, you it, awesome. make it awesome. Make awesome. Gotta make that shit work. Well, that's why you're unworthy. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly why. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's basically everything I have to say about Lego Movie Two. I think. Yeah, I don't got nothing else to say. Yeah. I, Our, all right, guys,
0: that's the end of Lego Movie. <laughs>
2: I will destroy you. <laughs> uh, uh, unbelievable, super, this amazing.
0: This is the final end credit song that I stuck around to because it's so awesome.
2: Phenomenal, fantastic, so incredible. Woohoo!
1: That was a really good, like, feel-good song to end on. It was.
0: all right enough of that (laughs) (laughs) all right it's a very musical blurred vision episode (laughs) (laughs) i might bust into some buffy musical maybe here we go (laughs) i touched the fire and it freezes me vampire was hilarious that's why (laughs) uh, yeah sparkling
1: (laughs) like oh (laughs) he's a
0: character i wanted to see more of
1: (laughs) It's like, we sparkle and we talk about our feelings. Like, isn't that very beautiful? And then she's about to talk she's like, I'll answer that for you. It's very beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Alright, talking about beautiful. Let's get into this week's episode of The Flash, titled Gold Faced. Stolen tech? I think I know where to look. We can use it to stop cicada. Gentlemen, welcome to the market. Let's make a deal. We're making a deal with the devil. Tonight,
0: you're
2: working for Goldface. Goldface, Goldface,
0: Goldface. Yes, yes. Flash is giving me PTSD. <laughs> Wait, why? Because I busted my hand doing that Flash thing. I don't know if you saw my Instagram. Oh
1: yeah, what what happened with that? I said it on my stories. You don't pay attention. Yeah, to you did a, like but you did a spin or something, and you hit your hand on the edge of a like a cabinet? Yes. How hard S- you at your hand? Girl. <laughs> <laughs> like,
0: you full on punched it? Like, I don't, I full on punched it. Sh- like I did a fucking one punch man smashed on that dresser. How did you manage that? I don't know. I like, okay, so I have, <laughs> I would have to stand up. Guys, I'm sorry, this isn't a YouTube <laughs> thing. So you won't be able to see me demonstrate this to Jordan. I'll narrate. But, right. <laughs> but basically, are you I'm standing like, up? Yeah, I'm trying to hold the mic so you can also hear me. But basically, I'm standing right here my dresser is right here So I'm trying to like Okay I was like How can I move To make it look like I'm doing super speed Okay I'll do like A half spin Yeah So I I had my camera Propped up on my door And so the, the dresser's right here So I turned I was like And my hand oh, was yeah. like, You're already like A punching motion While you're doing that Yeah So, <laughs> so my, my hand Okay I'm gonna sit back down Cause I need to Get this chair But as soon as I turned My hand was like Bop on the dresser, I was like,
2: "Motherfucker!" Was it worth it? No. <laughs> 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 well, yes, it was.
0: But even that, and that was like one of the, like the first takes. And I was like, my hand was throbbing. Like the, sh- it's not as swollen anymore, but it was swollen. But I was like, but I didn't get to sh- finish the video. I need to finish. <laughs> so I was like, fake it, fake it. So, wow. moral of the story is, I do my own stunts. <laughs>
1: Is that the moral of the story? That's the Do your own stunts. Uh, okay. Or don't do a spin like that near a dresser. How about that? Well, yeah, that too. That's, pro- that's probably a good one. Keep moral. your hands tucked for safety. <laughs> All right. But this week's episode of The Flash, where he didn't break his hand doing stupid <laughs> stuff.
0: Or, or did he?
1: Joe, As West, far as we know. Joe West broke his back. And that's true. Uh, yeah, this week's episode of The Flash... Gold uh, it. This is a filler episode, if there ever was one. Because the whole episode is basically trying to track down this device they need to get just to immobilize Cicada long enough to distribute that cure that cisco has been working on the entire season, mm-hmm. which I fucking hate in of itself, but whatever. I'm gonna let that go. <laughs> so instead of just being able to, you know, hold him down, they somehow need to get a device that puts him in a stasis bubble long enough. Or make him throw his dagger away just like they did before. Exactly. And then enter flash time. (laughs) Exactly. I'm like, I don't understand this. Like, you could very easily... There's no other plan you can think of to immobilize this guy. You've done it before, multiple times. And even worse Uh uh-oh jordan's getting angry (laughs) jordan's getting angry
0: (laughs) (laughs) i'll take it it's not it's not in me or the listeners so let them get angry at the flash
1: it's iris iris is what makes me mad this episode (laughs) because like they've been like doing better things with her character this season up until these last couple episodes Last week's episode it was, oh Iris, don't worry. You never have to change. You were perfect the entire time. Nora was just tripping. She was just mad that she didn't have a dad. That's not her fault though. That's the writer's fault. I, I know, but I'm I'm not I'm not mad at Candace Patton. I'm mad at Iris the character. So I mad I'm really mad at the writers. Cause why why do that, first of all? Why why that could have been a learning experience for her. But instead, nah, you were perfect the whole time. No one changed. And that's 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 strike one. This is strike two. Really, this is strike three. I consider we are, we are the flash. Strike one. <laughs> this is really strike this is three. last season. We're we're past right, that. Right. You so just for, said they made her better. So for this season, this is, this is strike two. She beats Cicada. Right? <laughs> yeah. She straight up beats him. So that's not her
0: fault. That's, but but, the, but you're going into the same arguments that I had, where I was like, this is why I didn't like Thor too, because. But granted I get the differences at least she's still a god but still it's not oh Thor's mom yeah Thor's mom beat Malek it's like and it's not the same she's no. actually a
1: warrior but goddess but it's still,
0: it's still not it's still the same thing it's it, like it, not. but it's not you're not the
1: title character like the title character is okay, the one that's supposed to beat insofar as that I agree yeah so but at least with I could in my mind I equated Thor's mom to be not as strong as Odin but you know Odin's like a super powerful super god so I'm like if she's near that level all right, maybe she could get the upper hand on Malkith. But this is reporter Iris West. No fight training, no martial arts experience. She gets the upper hand. And what makes it the worst part is that this, is, this happens in the same episode. They spent an entire episode trying to figure out a way to immobilize him. Meanwhile, Iris she does She already it. does it, yeah. Yes! She- <laughs> if Barry was there, he could just stab Cicada right there and he would have lost all his powers.
0: No, because Barry would have lost his speed as soon as he walked in the door. But Iris didn't have any of that, and she beat him. She doesn't have. She had, had pepper him. spray. Yeah. If so they, that's what you need. That's what you need to defeat <laughs> Cicada. Some pepper spray and whatever the fuck you stabbed him with, <laughs> like a fork or something. Yeah. So what's that's the end of the.
1: <laughs> like if you know, just, you know, you
0: know how to stop him now. If
1: they he just stopped the pepper spray and she ran out the room, I would be like, all right, she got a moment's a moment of upper hand, but she. She beats him. He's on the floor. Ah! ah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, and then it's time to fucking to gloat to be like, "We're gonna beat you." <laughs> It's like <laughs> beat him right there. What are you
0: doing? He's on the floor. Knock him out. Get a fucking bat or some shit. If you had... take that take that dollhouse and slam that shit on him. Yes. Like why walk away?
2: Exactly.
1: <laughs> if you had a power damage, we're gonna handcuff. beat you,
0: and I'm gonna walk away and call my boyfriend <laughs> to give you time to escape.
1: And then uh, the, yeah,
0: we're on the same page.
1: Until the injury, Barry flashes in there after the fact. and It's like oh he's gone. I'm like fuck you, <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. I was so mad. Oh, I'm tearing. i so angry. <laughs> like that shit. I couldn't believe it. I was like, it'd it be different if at least the A plot <laughs> wasn't as stupid. But the fact that- It was stupid, but I kind of, it was like, okay, this is kind of funny. Funny, yes. I'll give you that. But just, it makes Barry look stupid as fuck. Where he had one, one thing to do. Don't say nothing. Oh no. oh no, that's more of the yeah, that's more of the A
0: plot. I was talking about that. I was talking about the Sherlock stuff. No,
1: nah, that's like that's like C plot. <laughs> but I like that that's the thing I liked about this episode. That was cute. Yeah. That was cute. The, the Sherlock on his ex-wives and Nora trying to help him just to distract him from and finding his secret. All his ex-wives are the same person. <laughs> yes. That's this is very funny. <laughs> I thought by the end of the episode he wouldn't be distracted by that, but I guess he was. I thought
0: I thought that was going to be the twist, like he knew what she was doing. Yeah. Like he's still going to pursue her, but he still knew what she was doing. Yeah, but no. But no.
1: 100% just, men are just dumb in The Flash these days. <laughs> They're just stupid as hell. Because I mean, Flash, all he had to do was not say anything to anybody. Uh, Dibney literally goes, don't talk to anyone. What does Flash do? Hey, uh, you got all these guns? Uh, let me buy all of yeah, them. Yeah, let me buy all of them. It's yeah. like, that's suspicious as fuck. Mm, let me buy all of them. I was <laughs> like, what are you doing? <laughs> and then by the end of that episode, when they when they try and steal that device and they're having this big moral issue about stealing from a, not even from a hospital, from a place that will send the 3D printer to the hospital. But there's this big moral dilemma. They're trying to like, oh my God, don't do it, Barry. I don't want your hands to get dirty. I'm like, you could steal it with no injury to anybody cuz there's not even anybody really there like guards or anything. You would steal it and then just steal it back after you get what you need from them. Like and I, and then, and then bust the entire organization. So I'm like why are they humming him and hawing about oh man like we can doing this is wrong. Stealing this 3D printer is terrible. We can. It's it's too evil Barry. You got to stay here and let me do this for you. And then he even he can't do it. He fucks the plan over too. I'm like this is fucking dumb and then they have the the, the icing on that because he's a true hero fuck that because <laughs> then the icing and cherry on top of that stupid ass plot is then they have a gunfight with, with lasers with <laughs> lasers pew, 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 yeah. i'm like it's like star wars now and the fact that they they go over the top where it's like the matrix almost like they're sliding yeah i was like,
0: I was like <laughs> first of all i was like okay maybe dibney when the fuck did Barry have gun training? Like
2: never.
0: Yeah, I get they're not real guns, but they're still real gun. Like they shoot like real guns. So the point they didn't get hit once. They didn't get a hit at all. Like and he was dodging the shit, didn't have the super speed. No. I was like, what is this episode? What is this episode? <laughs> I was like, it's cool it's so, it's cool in the in the sense that it's different for the flash, but it's stupid. <laughs> it, it
1: was so dumb. Um
0: so I would give this episode Especially what? considering he, they, the Dipney and, and and Barry were using stun mode, but they were using the kill mode. The kill mode, and like and apparently they showed how that thing they works. Like they didn't get hit. Like what the like none like no. nothing. They it's not. Like, they didn't even have like moments where they were like struggling to try to like oh my god like this is crazy like. No. They all were just like really they were like, just fucking experts.
1: All those criminals were the worst shots. They were all like Star Wars was yeah. Like, it was so bad. <laughs> I don't know. I, I give this episode less than passable, Like I was raging at this episode. I'm like, really? I when she not no what fuck that poor vision. I'm sorry. No, just just for that moment, because it I literally I was I was looking at the screen I have my phone in my hand and when then she when she drops the kid to the floor and was like, We're gonna beat you. I literally dropped my phone and was like, No. <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> Why? Fuck, poor vision for this episode. <laughs> I was so mad. I'll
0: give it less than passable, because I the thing that kept me interested was the Sherlock Wells stuff. Yeah. That's the only thing I liked about this episode. I wanted to
1: give us the Passable just for that. Cause I did like that stuff. But the fact that even at the end of that, he was stupid. Like if, if it ended with him being like, I knew what she was doing the whole time. Then it'd be like, alright. Then this detour was fun. But like for him to Be so easily distracted. And I get it. Harrison Wells or Eobar from the future knows that Harrison Wells of any dimension, his weakness is love. That's how he killed the first Harrison Wells in the main timeline. Mm -hmm. But this shit.
0: That's kind of how they killed HR because he loved the team Flash that he was able to sacrifice himself. That's true. That's true. But
2: this shit. (laughs) (laughs) I was so pissed. (laughs) Fuck this. I
0: mean, maybe that'll be the twist later on. That he knew the whole time. And he knew, but he still wants to protect her. But it's Hopefully. like randomly she happens to be a meta. Cause it was like if
1: she wasn't a meta, he would have went back to Are you tired of Cicada? I am. Uh, they need to drop that storyline and jump into reverse flash. Because I'm just
0: like, he's that big of a threat that she needs to get help from Eobar like uh, he doesn't seem that big of a threat. It's new Diaz. It's Flash
1: Diaz. Yeah. That sucks. <laughs> and speaking of Diaz, who thankfully wasn't this week's episode of the Arrow, but this week's episode of Arrow was titled Emerald Archer. Who attacked you guys? Not a mask. Some sort of exosuit. Look, military. He's hunting vigilantes. It's like an anti-vigilante.
2: He's coming for you, bro. Let's
1: do this. <laughs> the 150th episode. So it started off a little differently with like a documentary style like cinematography filming,
2: mm-hmm.
1: which
0: I enjoyed. I actually yeah, was, really liked that. It was it was interesting to see that. And then, it, 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 granted, you don't watch this show, but it reminded me of that episode called Ghost Facers of Supernatural, where they pretty much did the same
1: thing. So it's like a um, fuck, what's that chasing ghosts show? Ghost Hunters. Wait, what? <laughs> there's like a there's like a real show called Ghost Hunters where they chase ghosts.
0: Yeah, that's basically what they did uh for that episode of Supernatural. So you had a cuz in supernatural you they actually fight demons and and werewolves and stuff like that. Mm. So you had a ragtag group of documentary uh filmmakers. They were going into a what they thought was a quote haunted house mm. and they ran into the winchesters and they were filming a documentary style and then you saw that they were actually taking down real ghosts and
1: they were like, "Wait, what what is this?" And they were filming the whole episode. So I'm like, so "Oh, this is the whole me- episode they did that?" For for that episode of Supernatural, yeah. See I like that. A couple of shows that i I really like do stuff like that. Was, the, was the, only, hoping...
0: the only thing though, like, at least with Arrow, you run into the problem where when you see like the fight scenes in the actual like real camera, mm-hmm. you could tell it's fake. Like it's choreographed. Like you saw some of the like punches not actually land. At least I did. Shit, I don't remember. I remember some like you saw like there was one moment where Arrow punched like one of the the villain of this episode. And you could saw the you saw the punch didn't actually land because you're filming it with the actual camera, so you're not getting like the angles and stuff. I was like, really?
1: Yeah, I don't remember. I mean, but I actually would have rather the episode be entirely filmed like this because I thought it was a really cool. I, like, I would too. Yeah, they stopped about like a fourth of the way through. It's mm-hmm. not even like nearly the, half of the episode. Yeah, and it was cool to see uh, Ragman come back. Yeah, Ragman. I like... Since this is the 150th episode, I like how they tied a lot of the elements from past seasons to this one. Yeah, like Thea came
0: back, but they made it seem like it was the past, Mm -hmm. but it was really just the actress came back. Yeah.
1: I like the the Diggle thing, where it was like, they interviewed him season one. Yeah, there's no way he's the green arrow. (laughs) Like he was still like a driver for Oliver. Yeah. And he was like, well, this didn't age well, did it? (laughs) 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 I was was like, ah, that's cute. Um, I, I guess... I enjoyed Sarah Roy. Yeah, yeah. I enjoyed the villain of the week this week and I also didn't. He seemed like a souped-up vigilante. Like you remember Vigilante from last season, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. He just seemed like that character but like Iron Man status. Yeah. But there was no real character there. Like when they beat him, there wasn't like a guy under the mask. It was just like, yeah, by the way, he was just some random guy. Anyway. It's like, what? And then it's like,
0: funny enough, now that they introduce that Batwoman is coming to Goth or to the oh. Arrowverse. <laughs> Everything's Gotham. Everything is from Gotham. And yeah. it's like. It's Wayne Tech.
1: <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm just like, what he was in the episode I enjoyed, especially how powerful he was, but for it to have absolutely no consequence for the rest of the show other than he was just like the catalyst for getting the team back together i was like ah, you could have tied it in better like why wasn't he who, who was the vigilante again who, oh it was, it was it was uh what's her face boyfriend, yeah, her boyfriend. Or, or ex-husband or something like that you see how i forgot that means that revelation was stupid <laughs> it was so unconsequential but I, I saw before the episode was released that there, it might have been um the nerdy guy that oliver freed from prison Remember that guy? That would have been better. It would have been way better. It's a guy with the grudge. It's a guy that hates vigilantes because of Oliver. It's a callback to the beginning of the season. Yeah. He doesn't have to have any training because he's wearing a suit that's ridiculously powerful. hmm I was like, why make it a random dude? It, that that was the weakest part to me. Just the fact that it was a random guy. But the episode itself, I enjoyed. I like seeing Team Arrow come back together and like their, their dynamic bouncing off each other. Wait, was this the episode? It was not, but I, I was like, okay, this is a little convenient. <laughs> oh, Very. But was this the episode, or was this last week's episode, with, um, fuck, what's his name? William. William came back this episode? He came back this episode, yeah. I don't like William. <laughs> oh, uh, I don't like William in the future. I don't like William in the present. It's homophobic. Is it? <laughs> I just think he's, especially in the present right now, he's really whiny. Like, he, he was, I never really liked William. I was just always indifferent to William. But now that he came back, and the first thing he does is he's whining about, oh man, you guys never, like, you guys left me. Why'd at you school? send me to boarding school? And yeah. I'm thinking in my head, you were home when fucking somebody tried, tried to, break- to kill you. Yeah, tried to kill you. Like, But then that whole sob story by the end of the episode was a lie. You find out that he actually got expelled for whatever reason, and he's just been, what has he been doing? We don't even know. No so it's like that. He's been training I don't but know. he hasn't though because we know in the future he doesn't fight <laughs> well I don't mean like fight training because
0: supposedly he's like the new Felicity oh like tech training yeah so what was that uh, group that Felicity joined a couple seasons ago the tech it wasn't Hive it was something else Where she released Kate and James yeah I don't remember the name. They found him and they've been training him. I don't know. <laughs> uh, maybe. I don't know. It's, that's not what it is, but it's it's going to be probably some stupid shit. And then they're kind of like trying to lean into the fact that, oh, he might have a crush on, uh what's this, Zoe. It's is like, that what you got from that? I got that. No. That Renee
1: thinks that. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying that's what. But clearly that, he's like, But that, I, like, I feel like
0: That's what they're trying to make it seem like. But then it's at the same time. It's like, but we already know he's gay.
1: But they also kind of allude but to But then that. it's like... Like, William says it. She, he doesn't say, like... Or she, he doesn't say she's not my type. He says something along the lines of, like... No, he just... I think he just says, we're just friends. Yeah, maybe. But it's how he looks. He's like, no, we're just But then friends. it's also... Part of me is like,
0: I think it's just really... They don't want to... No, she they, asks him. They don't want to tell the storyline of a kid
1: coming out. You think? No, but she asks him. Remember? she She's the one that asks him, like, uh, is it girl problems? And he's like, something like that. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, he knows, but he doesn't want to say it. I don't remember. And she's even like... I don't remember that part. Yeah, she's like, uh, you know, you can talk to me whenever you need to, right? He's like, yeah, I know. So I think it might be that. Maybe he ran away (laughs) with a boyfriend or something at school. I don't know why you get expelled for that. Uh, You you wouldn't get expelled for that. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just not like what they're doing with this character. He got expelled. I
0: don't know. He's trying to be a vigilante. I don't know. I would rather him try to be a vigilante. He got caught hacking some
1: shit in school. That's possible. I, I just don't like what they're doing with this character. But then what was he doing for all those months? Where was he? And then why come out bitching about like being left? Like why why spin it that way? Be like well, you left me. I'm mad at you. And Footsie had been like, uh, you want to come back and you want to try it again, bitch. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, yeah. But the past I don't like him, and in the future storyline he's not even there anymore. Like he was no. in focus for a while, but now he's not even there. Yeah, now he's not. So then what? The <laughs> like what is what is the point? of that I think character? for the last
0: like two episodes
1: we haven't seen him. No. And the, the, the future storyline was kind of built around built him. Built around him, But yeah. now it's like, he's like an afterthought. Did he not test well? People were like, all right, let's... <laughs> I'm assuming so. Maybe. I could see that because I don't... I, didn't think he, I think he's actually the least interesting part of the flash forwards. I think the flash forwards are the least interesting part of the flash forwards. I agree with that too. <laughs> but if you were to the, to narrow down a character that's the least like interesting, I think it's William in the future. Also because... The problem with the flash forwards
0: is at least when you do like flash forwards where like you still see Dinah, the actress playing Dinah, the actress or the actor that plays Roy, et cetera, et cetera. But with like William, it's like you got kid William. And then you got adult William, and they're not the same person. A, mm. you don't know who this new William is, what he went through. You have no connection to him, so it's like, and why know, do I? We why don't represent do William that well either. That, yeah. That, so there's both of that. So it's just like, well, why do I care about this guy? Yeah, I know
1: he's William, but who, who is he? Yeah, he'd have to be the arrow for me to care. Like if they started the flash forwards with that, like he takes off the hood, it's William. They'd be like, oh, that's interesting. But How it's not it there. Yeah, Like I don't care about. Him being depressed for his like for I don't know 15 years and then ending up not being anything. I don't. There's no journey there. (laughs) He didn't become anything. He just became
0: a sad adult. Well, no, he's he's supposedly rich. Like he's the the head of a tech company or some shit. The show's called Arrow. I don't care about that. (laughs) (laughs) William Tech Boy. Maybe his tech company is called the Arrow.
1: (laughs) Arrow Incorporated. All right. Um, but let's talk about the flash forwards because before I broke the story about Joseph Jones coming back as Connor Hawk. and he did, um, but apparently, according to him, a lot of his scenes got cut. So what we saw in last week's episode wasn't everything he thought we were going to see. And I was like... because Yeah, because even that
0: moment... Where it was like, something, something, Connor, or whatever. And then it walked away. Then it yeah. then it ended. Da, 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 da. I was like, so this is the breaking scoop? <laughs>
1: but it didn't even end with her saying Connor. It wasn't even like, oh, the revelations are still Connor. It ended with her being like, what did she say? It was like, oh, we're going to... Something about ending vigilantes yeah, or something. Yeah, we're going like. to end vigilantes forever, yeah. Connor, or whatever. I don't like that.
0: I don't like none of that. That's why I was like... This is the major scoop. This is the revelation. Oh, I'm coming back in the
1: next episode, guys. Stay tuned. And it was like, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, he says things that cut. And I asked him, I was like, because it's not clear in the flash forward. I'm like, because this is a new timeline. I'm like, so are you still Arrow? And he just kind of gave like a, like a nod. So I was like, okay, all right, all right. So there's still somewhere for this to go. So I'm hoping in the next episode, Hopefully, by next episode, we actually see him in the hood again. But I'm confused as, as to what the timeline is. But that's the thing, like actors, you don't—they don't know till the thing airs. Yeah. So, the, what got so I'm, I'm I'm curious of what got cut. Me too. I'm also curious what the timeline is for this because the the base is still destroyed, and you remember in Arrow 2046, they fixed that base at the end of the episode. So it's obviously not 2046. It's got to be before that. I asked him. I was like, is this take place before the 24-6 episode? And he said no. So I was like, what? So it might be a new timeline, but he's still Arrow in this timeline. Yeah, maybe. Kind of sad. I like that other timeline. With I was hoping this was like, this took place before the events of Arrow 2046. So they're showing you what leads to that? Yeah. But uh, he said no. So we'll have to just wait and see. Um... Yeah, Jordan News I just I don't know I wanted that to be like what made the flash forwards exciting and for it to not come up the gate like Connor Hawk is the arrow (laughs) like it's like ah come on that's also
0: weird considering Connor Hawk is the son of Green Arrow Oliver Queen but yet you haven't the son of Oliver Queen and he's not
1: well back when Connor Hawk was invented there was no William Right. Wait. Was there? No. No. That was season one of Legends of Tomorrow. So that was. But that's season my. But that's three. what I'm saying. It's like why not lean into that? Wait. What do you mean? Like, like make William Connor Hawk in this new timeline?
0: Or why not? Ha- why not have had Connor Hawk be the son of
1: Green Arrow? Yeah. Oh, you mean in the original 2046 episode? Why not make it a young Arrow? A young uh, Oliver Queen's son yeah. rather than Dickle's son cause then he's not black <laughs> or not I don't know or, or not even that it's just like considering that
0: cause I'm cause, cause, cause blah, 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 blah. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is considering that the, the future storyline started with William and he's the son of Oliver Queen and it's like if you're gonna if you're gonna focus on the future and focus on the future of Arrow why not let it be the son of why not? The, why not let the sun be the future Green Arrow?
1: Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. So you're saying for this season, if you're gonna, re- if the timelines change, why not make William Connor Hawk? Yeah, I agree with that. I would have loved if the ep- if the first flashback or flash forward was establishing there's a new Green Arrow, and you, you think it's Roy, and Roy's like, "It ain't me," and then they get to th- the guy takes off his hood. And it's like, "Oh shit, it's William." Something
0: like that. Or keep Connor Hawk. The black kid, keep him still, Oliver. Granted, you're changing the whole thing, but going back to when they decided to introduce a kid, no, he could have been a psychic, or not even that. But like, why did he just get with a black woman, like, like the comic, and he had a kid? But then it fucks up the Felicity ship. That's really why. But but even but not even because he still had a, he still had a kid. But just let it be.
1: Oh, that's a really good fucking point. You could have made that girl that he had that. If we're going to do that whole fucking storyline of like, oh, I had a kid back when I before I went on the ship in the first place and my mom hid it from me, it could have been a black girl. Because even then, like going back oh, to- Oh, you made a better show.
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> even then, going back to what I was saying, like about like we we see William, we see the future William, but we have no connection because we don't know this. It's the same thing with John Diggle Jr. We do not even see the young John Diggle, but yet we're yeah. supposed to connect to his future self. Yeah. I really only like... Like, this. he's not even a cat. He was only a character that one moment. With, with, what was that episode where they were arguing about something? Not arguing, but he had that one... And I was like, damn, he grew up fucking quick.
1: I don't remember seeing Diggle's son old enough to talk. I don't remember. It was like, beginning of the season. I barely remember it. It left no impression. They were like...
0: I don't remember what they were doing, but it was something that happened.
1: That's a very good point. And we
0: both talked about an
1: episode. We were like... Yo, he got old as fuck. Honestly, the only reason why I like the Connor Hawk being Diggle's son thing in twenty forty six was the fact that it's because of all these like the strong circumstances of Diggle dying, um, him not using Diggle Junior anymore because he felt like he didn't uh, he. He wasn't worthy of using that title anymore. So he gave himself the moniker Connor Hawk to kind of like separate himself. That stuff is what made it interesting. But you're right. I mean, you could have made it way more interesting by, especially now with the retcon. Like, why didn't they have the foresight to make it a black kid or make it William, to make it Oliver's son as Connor Hawk? You could have just shifted everything and made Diggle. You could still even could have made Diggle Jr. like his, his sidekick. But in that new timeline, Connor Hawk could have been Oliver's son and Diggle Jr. could have been his, his speed. side, yes, yeah, his, his sidekick. Yeah, his Speedy. Fuck. The world may never know. All <laughs> right, what would you rate this episode? <laughs> We're talking about things that aren't even in this episode. Right? No, but I mean, I still liked it for
0: what it was. So, I would give it a high passable.
1: I'd give it a high passable, too. I watched Supergirl. I didn't rage out. I did I didn't, didn't reach I actually liked a lot of the episodes. That's what I'm saying
0: I liked I liked most of the episode. Yeah. It's just it's just a lot of why are they doing this? Why aren't
1: they doing this? What what is the point? Yeah. That's the thing with this season of the arrow. Like where's it going? I, exactly. Like who's there's no Diaz is not the main threat. I mean, Oliver is now working for the police, which I hate. I hate that. I hate the police officer. And then all Oliver this Queen. stuff
0: about the fucking ghost protocol and ghost going, initiative. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) Ghost Protocol is mission impossible. (laughs) But it's like, what does this have to do with anything? I don't know. Especially now that you're... You keep leaning into this Ghost Initiative thing, but now you're kind of getting Team Arrow back together. So now Diggle's having another purpose, but then you're still going to have him have another purpose with the Ghost Protocol, because that's two conflicting storylines, but we already uh, explained, like, you can't have the Suicide Squad, more or less, exist within Team Arrow, because then it's like too many...
1: Shit, too much shit going on in the storyline. Yeah, I don't know what the direction is for the season of Arrow. A lot like Supergirl is where it's where it's at right now. I think actually Supergirl has a clearer direction than Arrow does. I don't like it the does, direction. but it doesn't. In terms of its Sons of Liberty plot, it yeah, does. that. But then the Russian You The Russians too. It's like what the fuck. It doesn't connect to anything. No, I watched the most recent episode of Supergirl <clears throat> only because Brennan Meha who is the Red Ranger, was in it.
2: What if the mind wipe has consequences?
1: She doesn't know that you're super girl.
2: I'm totally blanking.
0: You were Alex's primary relationship during our formative years, and that's what we've erased.
2: Something in my mind it's missing. I know, you had
1: to have seen it. Because this, this is the
0: episode no, with the this, drugs. This this no, this is the episode where uh uh Nia Nall becomes like she gets a super suit, right? At the end of it. I didn't see it. Oh, you didn't? I saw the one before that. That's the one with the pills that make you superhuman. Yeah. Which uh, shout out to Supergirl because now Wait, that, that, was the same that episode made the first uh, time we saw a transgender superhero in live action.
1: Wait, I thought that was the same episode though.
0: No, that was the episode before.
1: I've only watched one. I'm confused. Hold on, let me, let me double check this. Or maybe
0: I just didn't. Or maybe I just didn't finish the episode.
1: <laughs> Rather the fallen angel.
0: If 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 that's the same episode, I guess I didn't finish the episode then.
1: <laughs> Hold on, I want to double check. Yeah, that is the episode. Oh, I guess I didn't finish the episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's upset. Super no, yeah, no, that I didn't I didn't watch the other episode. I watched the most recent one, which is called Blood Memory. And that's the one with going to Nia's hometown, but then also at the same time it's like do no, no no. So no, I didn't see that episode then. If they go to
0: her hometown, no, I didn't see that. The last episode I saw Am I confusing these fucking episodes? Yeah, the last episode I, don't I, think I saw I was the other one, was, was uh the 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 episode that What's Her Face forgot lost her memory.
1: Yeah, that was the other one. Yeah, so that's the one but I by, saw. But didn't you tell me about the drugs? Hold on. Yeah, that was the episode before. Was it the very end? that's kind of how this episode starts. I don't remember. Uh-huh. I don't remember either. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. Point is, that, that Russian Supergirl shit makes no fucking sense. And especially in this recent episode... Where somehow... Yeah, like she exploded or some shit lightning, and got into the pills or whatever. It, you get a defibrillator on Supergirl and that makes an electromagnetic shockwave that somehow sends her powers across the world and it hits a bus that electrifies like ecstasy pills and those pills become like a superhuman drug that the Sons of Liberty take. Yeah, they become like mutant girl hormone.
2: Yeah. MGH. And
1: they, yeah, and they take that to go basically fuck up a a peaceful wedding or no a peaceful funeral for nia's mom it's fucking weird i'm like what how does that how does that make sense so (laughs) please
0: don't tell me this is why you introduced fucking russian supergirl to 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 further this plot because that is first of all i don't even like the fact that they're introducing a russian supergirl because i'm like it's fucking uh rain all over again because she's
1: fighting another basically herself I think what they're gonna do is make her like a doppelganger Supergirl because now if Alex doesn't remember who Supergirl is, now if Supergirl is evil or super like hardcore, I feel like Alex won't trust Supergirl. You know what I mean? Like that's the only reason to do it.
0: It's, it's stupid.
1: It's it really is stupid. And even the stuff with Alex, like you didn't see this recent episode, but because they took away her memories of Supergirl being Kara. Apparently that was like a formative memory that she built all of her tolerance toward aliens on. So she's not quite like make America great again tolerant. But doesn't
0: she know Jean is still an alien? No,
1: I don't think so. She doesn't know about Jean. She, so she lost her memory about Jean too. I'm not. I don't know. I'm not. I didn't watch the episode that you watched. So I'm not clear. But the episode I watched. Well, no, it didn't they come didn't.
0: Up. I mean, they didn't explain whether she lost. They just said we're going to take your memory of Kara being Supergirl, but. Does that take away Jean being an alien? Because I'm like, she loves Jean. It wasn't so clear, then.
1: but I think, but they they make a heavy focus on the fact that that was a experience that was very early in her life, and without that, her 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 empathy toward aliens is lessened. Like she's not like like fuck these aliens. We gotta get them out of our country. You can just get out. She ain't like that. But there are moments in this episode where she's like overly stern or like overly like. uh She's not as uh, compassionate. And the excuse they're giving is because that memory was taken, it's having like a ripple effect in her personality that they weren't prepared for. I think it's stupid. And I think the only reason they're doing it is to make it be like, oh my God, now Alex has no empathy for the alien plights. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is what happens. This, this is why people are intolerant. You take away one good thing that happened to them when we were kids and now look at her. She's a completely different person, and she's super like, intolerant but toward But it's like, aliens. you didn't
0: think that through? Like, what makes us who we are? Our experiences. Yeah. Take that away. Who are we?
1: Yeah. Basically. <laughs> and the rest would, of the episode. You is, would
0: think a super power t- powerful telepath would know that. Nope. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, there's a race of memory. It's fine. What's, gonna, what's the worst going to happen? <laughs> no, nah, it's not going to have any ripple effects at all. Yeah. And the parallel there is because Alex doesn't like Supergirl anymore because she doesn't know what's car anymore. Uh, at the same time, Nia is having a falling out with her sister, and of course, they gotta take it there. They have like this beautiful like sister sister relationship, even though, you know, she's a trans girl, so she was a boy at one point. But her sister's super tolerant, and there's no issues. Everything's it's like the idyllic. They 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 stress it to to make you understand that her situation is the most ideal situation for a trans person to have. Because her her town's super supportive, her family's super supportive, and there's never been an issue. Nia's mom dies, and apparently, I don't know if they've established this before this episode, but they pass on that power of the dream power. So she dies, and Nia doesn't tell her sister that she's the one with the dream powers. Her sister has been groomed her entire life to think that she's the one that will get those powers.
0: Yeah, because they say it passed down from woman to woman.
1: Yes, so then when it's revealed, because she doesn't want to just tell her sister, she thinks she's gonna be angry. But and also her mom dies from a spider bite, she has a dream about it, but she doesn't know how to interpret the dream, but her sister would have if she had the powers, because she's like, you know, been groomed to know this stuff. Uh so she kind of blames herself for that. So then when Nia when it's revealed that Nia has the powers, her sister, of course they gotta take it there. Pissed. She, she's pissed. She's pissed. But then they have an argument where she's like, "How did you even get these powers? Like it's supposed to be passed down from mom to to from mother to daughter. You're not a real woman." It's awkward. <laughs> and then Nia's like, "Oh, my but I mean, God. that's she's so that's, angry." But at the same time, that's real. It is real. Yeah. Uh, but it's like it's how they did it. It's like I see what you're doing here. <laughs> this is your 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 uh your catalyst moment for why this. Angry intolerance kind of bubbles to the surface from your sister. Um, I thought it was interesting. And then at the end, Kara reveals to Nia that she's Supergirl, just so she feels like, you know, that she has someone that understands what she's going through. Um, I wish I'd watched this episode, though. I wanted to ask you about how you felt about that moment. It's like, you're not a real woman. Like, oh, shit. I was like, shit. Shit. <laughs> that's, all,
0: that's, that's, well, that's what I was gonna say. That, I mean, that's real. Sometimes we do stuff when we're or say stuff when we're angry. Hashtag Liam Neeson. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah.
1: <laughs> Those black bastards. Those black bastards. <laughs> are we, are we, is that in the news? Are we talking about that? I was like, no. <laughs> he is kind of a superhero. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I I think that moment. Was genuine and powerful.
0: I mean, mean, we could talk about it because we're talking about movies. Like After that controversy, that Cold Pursuit movie that he had, Mm -hmm. it's his lowest opening for
1: his entire career. Really? Lowest opening movie, yeah. Damn. You know what? Do you want to get into the news? Let me save it. Yeah, we could talk about it in the news. Okay. All right. I have some thoughts about that. It's really, his, his follow-up was terrible. I'm like, yo, no one, is, no one pushed that's, you to the that, side. Yeah, that's I what like, I was saying. I was like... Just explain it like this. Like, if yeah, you explain I yourself... Was like, <laughs> at first, I was... <laughs> we're talking about it. No, shut up. Uh, shut up. <laughs> okay. all, right, all, right, all right, But yeah, Supergirl, whatever. Eh, low passable. There were some moments with Brainy that were funny. Brainy's like my favorite part of the show. And I really want to watch this episode because I was bored because we canceled podcasting yesterday because, you know, you're tired or whatever. But it was all right. It wasn't worse than The Flash And uh, so. I'm, I'm glad I did
0: too Because I would have been fucked up if I went to work After <laughs> With only like
1: two hours of sleep Because I was here fucking recording Alright let's jump into Promised Neverland real quick And then get news So Promised Neverland <laughs> gonna get stuck inside your this song's gonna gonna get get stuck inside inside your head (laughs) Uh, the revelation that Ray is the traitor and he goes full again you don't watch Naruto but like evil Sasuke he starts laughing maniacally like ah yeah I did it it's like
0: oh shit funny enough like I don't know randomly I'm trying to think of the theme song for promised neverland but Dororo stuck in my head give me fire Light it up,
1: baby. <laughs> it's because it's Big Hero 6. Man. <laughs> Light it up, up, up.
0: But what's, what's what's the Promised Neverland theme song? I like that one, too. But fucking Dororo's stuck It's not as head. easy to sum in my head, though. No, heart. it's
1: not. It's not as easy as that one. So what did you feel about this episode? Because this is the episode that basically follows up with the revelation that, you know, raised the traitor. But turns out he's not a traitor that's against them. He's a traitor within the traitor
0: of the traitor Organization of traders, and he's like a double agent, basically.
1: Yeah, and he said he was going to tell them that at some point. At some point, yeah. And and at we also he said he was going to tell them that. Uh, me and you trying to figure out Norman's plan last time was kind of right. He told Ray two places that were entirely different from what he told the other two kids. Yeah, yeah. So, and I kind of like how these last.
0: Well, no, I think every episode now. I think about it like they all end on a type of cliffhanger. They all do. They all do. And I kind—I of, like that. Especially like this episode. I was like... But then at the same time, I'm like, you know it's not. <laughs> Wait, well, how did this episode... What was the very end of this episode? They were in mom's room. Oh, and door, yes.
1: And the door First opened. of all, fuck that brown kid. And I was like, <laughs> you're
0: fucking stupid. What are you doing? <laughs>
1: what are you doing? <laughs> I was yelling at the TV. Like, but at the Stop. same
0: time, he doesn't have all the
1: information. Yeah, but he's also like, this is why... He's a real kid. Like if... Norman wasn't, like, a fucking super light level, Death Note level, like, intelligent and He kind of looks like Baby Light. He does. He's a little bit. Yeah. But the other kids, like, a, what a, a normal kid would do. Just stupid shit. Like, well, I guess, <laughs> middle of the day, I'll just go into her room and just try and figure out where a secret passage of a doorway is. It's like, what are you doing? Yeah, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't plan it. You didn't, like, have no. someone distract her so you know you have time. Just not. I don't think she's in her room. I'm yeah, gonna go find it. There's no lookout no. to warn you. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I was like, that was an asshole puckering moment. Like,
2: oh no.
0: <laughs> But yeah, well overall I, I enjoyed this episode. I really like what they do with uh some of the animation styles when they show like a person like devolving into like not necessarily mental I don't want not necessarily like,
1: like the go, stress yeah like or stressed or like I'm thinking about the moment when Ray walked out of the room and there's a moment where Norman looks like he's, th- he's thinking and like there's a really long take where Ray's walking and he's thinking and then Norman like it looks like he's like a moment of revelation where he's like ah oh, okay and he starts laughing and then Ray, and then looks, Ray looks yeah Ray looks upset what was, was that like, about? what was that yeah I don't know what that was again these fucking 11-year-olds are smarter than both yeah. of us <laughs> So I'm like, wait, they're right here? Because he well,
0: no, it, like, he, it almost like he covered his mouth when he's, like, he wanted to laugh. Yeah. Norman. So I'm like, what was
1: that? Well, <laughs> because it, it, their conversation ended on the fact that Ray's like lie to, what's your name? If you lie to me or something no, like Emma. that. No, Emma. That's the name Emma, right? Yeah. Like, No, lie to Emma. Yeah, he said
0: lie to Emma, but then it was a moment where he was like, because Norman said, I'm going to do it. But then uh, Ray like leaned into his ear and was like, if what you just yeah. said is a lie, mm. you're all going to die. So
1: I think what happened is he found a loophole. Like in that moment, Norman realizes there's a loophole where he can still do what Emma wants and not lie to Ray. And maybe Ray at the same time realizes there's, there's a way that he could find a workaround. I don't know. I mean, it could, could be. It was very. I was like, "Why did they, what? What's that?"
0: But based happening? on what we've seen, raised they, like they're all pretty smart. That's why they're the top three. But Emma, <laughs>
1: no, she's Emma, smart, but she's I mean, she's smart, but she's not. Her optimism gets in the way of her that. Yeah, privatism. that's what I was gonna
0: say. She's very smart, but it's just the fact that she cares so much gets yeah. in the way of a lot of her thinking. Smart thinking. Yeah. But uh, but even with that, like showing that they're all smart, Norman is like leagues above all of them cuz yeah. even was able to trick ray. Yeah. Uh but yeah, overall I really I I it. like I love seeing the chess game. Yes. That's being played with not even just not even just Ray and Norm but like all the characters. Yeah. Like I love I love that cuz I'm just like you know that like that the, like the meme where you see the shapes and like you're thinking <laughs> the, the, the the calculus. Going yeah, on. <laughs> I'm like, where's this going? And I'm like, am I am I not as smart as Ray? Because I can't figure none of this shit out. You know <laughs> what?
1: That's actually a really good comparison. I I mentioned Light and Death Note earlier. I think that's why I like this show so much because it reminds me of that same. It's, chess yeah, it's game. very Death Noteian. Yeah, it's like how what the what if they do this? How's L gonna react? And if L does this, how is Light gonna react? It's the same thing with the mom and the kids um and there's just so many elements at play and they do such a good job with the writing of keeping it all so interesting so i remember before i was like I, i can't see this being more than one season the longer this goes on and the more i'm still captivated and they haven't even left their you know their 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 bubble that they're in right now the more i'm realizing like yeah this show it has legs like if you stretch it in this way where it's always like you're thinking about what the characters are going to be able to do in the situation that they're in and how they're going to get out of certain situations. I could see this going on for a while. I don't know what happens when they get out of this situation, when they actually get into the real world. Guys, I'm like they're still kids. How the fuck do they survive in a world of demons? But we don't know what the world's like, so we don't know to what capacity... And then they it's also interesting that that Ray has a thing where he's like he was
0: asking for things from the outside world just so he yes. could kinda like the same thing. Like we don't know what the world yes. is like. So you give me things from the outside world, I could kind of deduce yes. how
1: good.
0: the world works. That. Yeah, how the world works. And I was like, that's pretty fucking smart. Yeah. I was not that smart when I was a
1: No, <laughs> I'd be a little brown kid. That fuck, let me just go to this room right now. Nah,
0: I wouldn't be that fucking dumb. <laughs> Start pulling books. <laughs> I'd, probably, I'd probably be like the, the the chick with the glasses, like she was, she was, she was kind of like, "What do you? Yeah, don't do this." But I'm,
1: I'm gonna go with you. But I don't know if we should be here. Like, I was like, "Is this? Is this gonna get really dark? Like, are there are kids not gonna make it? Are is there gonna?" Be-? I definitely feel like kids
0: are not gonna make it, just based on the first episode of Connie's dying. Die- Connie sh- dying. Are they gonna show it? I mean, they show. Well, they're probably not gonna show them getting killed. But they showed Connie's death, and then on top of that, Norman's dream where you saw the kids lying on the floor dead. Yeah, it was kind of like an Iron Man moment, Iron uh, Avengers Age
1: of Ultron. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to imagine a scenario where they're running away from the moms and they're getting killed while they're running. Like,
0: I don't think... single go that dark? I don't think they would get killed while they're running. I think they would get captured because the, the, the point of them saving the kids is for the the demons to eat them. So if you kill them, then you get rid of your food source. So you think it's going to capture kids? Just Yeah, just capture them for the demons. Okay. Unless the demons themselves are the ones that are
1: chasing. That's that's what I'm afraid of. Cause like if they can't outrun like a black woman <laughs> Well they well two of them can. <laughs> well two of them can, but all the rest of the kids can't. Um I also like the moment where Ray tells Emma that he's a traitor. Just like matter of fact, like yeah, just me, matter of fact, yeah. It's just like what <laughs> I
2: don't know.
1: Their interactions are cute. Yeah, I like I like their interactions. What would you rate the episode? I'll give it a perfect vision. I'll give it perfect vision. This is like my academia level right now, where like every episode's been perfect vision yeah so for different reasons obviously but. oh yeah for different reasons clearly like you you it's can't ask hair, me like compare them yeah. <laughs> my hair would win
0: my, i was gonna say my hair was more emotional
2: yeah this hair, is like oh that, you
0: did it <laughs> this is
1: like a new death note to me did you watch you it's, yeah you did watch
0: all Death baby note baby note,
1: <laughs> baby note. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's kid note um and on that note preteen oh note. wait we have emails preteen note Let's jump into emails real quick before we get into news of the week. Here's the mail, it never fails. It makes me want to wag my tail. When it comes, I want to wail. Did anybody leave an aggressive email? Mm, but not have. <laughs> okay, well, here's our first email from Cade Runyon. Uh, the subject is, <laughs> on on your topic of, are these all nice emails? He says... Keeping the peace <laughs> I feel like he's like approaching very slowly like uh, Chris Pratt with the dinosaurs. Like we good? Everybody everybody good? Hey Jordan, I'm still listening to the show from this week, but please know that all things said in the group chat are usually in jest. And remember that everyone is in the group because you started you started and host a show that we all love. I completely empathize with you on feeling of being unappreciated, but no matter what, we are all fans of your show. And I don't think anyone would ever wish you ill on that. I don't want you to think that this is me singing any, oh, what? Singling. Oh, singling anyone out. And both you and Michael are loved and appreciated by everyone in our community. Aww. For the sake of discussion, what is something that you guys feel is unrepresented in cosplay? Okay, he'll turn. <laughs> uh, characters, social groups, or a form of media. With all love and support for all you guys, Cade. Another Ginger Yaggis underscore cosplay. Thank you, Cade. That was very sweet. Yeah, I, I, like I said, I talked to Regis. I talked to Rashawn. It's all love. It's all good. You know, sometimes, you gotta let that, air, like, let that vent out a little bit. <laughs> I was having a hard week, guys. Very, very hard week. It must be really hard for you. It is. You
0: didn't even get that reference, Daredevil bullseye they said it like uh, throughout a lot of this
2: oh
1: <laughs> oh that's right that was his like his uh calming phrase yeah or like that was what he used because he didn't understand emotions it must have been really hard for you so you don't understand emotions <laughs> i don't, I don't. <laughs> all right so what would what do you say is something underrepresented in cosplay characters social uh, character well, it's, it's, it's basically anything. For the sake of discussion, what is something that you guys feel is underrepresented in cosplay? Characters, social groups, or a form of media? So it's basically anything.
0: Well, it is Black History Month, so black cosplayers don't get represented that much on like the big cosplay pages. Agreed. they only want to break... that Again, it's Black History Month. They'll only want to showcase us when it's Black History Month... 28 days of black cosplay, but then when those 28 days of black cosplay yeah. over, it's like where do black
1: people at? And what hurts is like I don't really delve into the cosplay world that much anymore because I don't do as many cosplays. But like I still I'm friends with cosplayers, so like hearing stories from like my female black cosplay friends who will do a character and they'll get shat on not because they're their their costumes on point, they look great. But they'll get comments just like, yeah, but you shouldn't do that cosplay because you're, that's not what the, the character's not black. Or, yeah, you you're very pretty, but you're not for that that costume. You know what I mean? Very underhanded way of being like, yeah, you're uh, Tifa's Tifa's not black. There's no black Tifa. You can't be black Tifa. I mean,
0: not it just but black cosplayers. Period. Because like I've gotten that comment. Oh yeah, 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 for sure. Being ang. And- I got that for Captain America. I got called Captain Nigga Nigga America and shit Yeah I got like called Super Nigga Being Val Zod Who's actually black But I feel like if you're black but Because people don't <laughs> Because people don't know Who Val Zod is It's like They just see Superman They just see the S symbol It's like Superman's not black And it's like yeah
1: Actually we got two black Superman <laughs> Calvin <laughs> Ellis President Superman And Val Zod Yeah So yeah <laughs> If you're black And you haven't been Called a nigga once Wow <laughs> You're lucky I don't even know if it's possible on the internet. <laughs> it's
0: like a greeting almost. Well, yeah, so that's definitely something that's underrepresented. Like, we only get the one month. Yeah. But then the rest of the month, it's like, where I'll scroll through the feed. I'll do that. So, like, I'll scroll through. I'm like, okay, where are the black cosplayers? Where are the black? And it's not even, funny enough,
1: it's not even just on like. And it's not even like they're, they're not plentiful. There are a lot of amazing, like, black cosplayers that make costumes that look cinematic quality. Like, and they're small pages, like a, a thousand followers and they'll have like a thousand posts. I'm like, why did they, not, why have they not blown up? There's a reason. Yeah. <laughs> it's their skin color.
0: <laughs> but I was, but what I was going to say is not even funny enough, not even just like the big, like cosplay pages, like, you know, cosplay and comics or cosplay only, you know, uh, every so often cosplay comics, he tries, but he's also runs the cosplaying cosplay color. color page. Yeah. yeah. But like he cos- tries it, he also gets shit on for that though. Oh yeah, he does. Like I see his like Facebook comments and stuff yeah. like that. People are coming after him on the cosplay of color pages. Like, why are there no white people on this page? And yeah, it's like, that's the crazy. I'm like, really? Um, you do know the point of this
1: page, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's called cosplay of color. White's a color. Okay, all right. Yeah, all us matter. Got you. <laughs> I was gonna say
0: even like another underrepresented cosplayer, but like gay cosplayers. If you look at like the gay. Like pages that focus on like gay cosplayers or whatever, it's like it's very white, or even like mm-hmm. pages focusing on gay geeks mm-hmm. and stuff like that. It's like I'm scrolling through, I'm like, there's a lot of white here. I don't see there's a lot of white here. Yeah, I don't see any <laughs> splashes of aquamarine or cerulean. Like, what's going on? And I'm like, that's the that's one of the main reasons I was like, I'm gonna call myself black gay comic geek because I want all of my identities to be out. Yeah, out there front and center that's fair to say hey guys I'm here I'm
1: queer but I'm also black Mm -hmm. fight the power (laughs) (laughs) black liberation alright well our next email comes from Diego Bandana anime suggestions hey Michael subscribe to our Patreon (laughs) (laughs) hey Michael and Jordan Diego again listening to your last podcast uh, as I type this out and don't ever let people get to you guys and stop you from doing amazing and funny podcasts even though I felt like I was getting reprimanded reprimanded and didn't even do anything wrong. <laughs> that's the thing i feel like everyone that's not Rashawn, regis and a me immaculate we're sitting there like oh they in trouble <laughs> <laughs> it's like when, or am like, i in trouble like when your sibling gets yelled at and you're sitting in the room like oh, <laughs> awkward sorry guys um but yeah, you guys are still awesome. I was wondering if you guys have any websites where someone could watch anime without necessarily paying for it. You're asking us how you can pirate things? We don't do that here. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Kiss anime. <laughs> Fire stick. <laughs> we would never. Yeah. Uh, well, how dare you. <laughs> well, that's all. torrents. Well, that's all. Stay nerdy, my blurdy. Thank you, Diego. And uh, the the love and appreciation is actually warming my heart. I actually feel very loved right now. Thank you, guys. Um, Let's see. Next email comes from...
2: Unbelievable
0: super... They're so amazing.
1: Oh, no. <laughs> what? Oh, this is, this is a twist. <laughs> this is from Shutterlins Films. This is our old pal, Xander. Remember Xander? Yeah, I remember Xander. <laughs> <laughs> it's Black, a while, Xander. Well, the subject is... Black girl magic. Oh, woo! No. <laughs> I've Rick Flair. Woo! All right. Before I start this email, I'm just gonna say that no, I will not be getting into Black girl magic. Oh, okay. <laughs> but what I side with Jordan on this topic. Oh, oh. But that I side with Jordan on this topic. Anyway, I just watched Reign of the Superman, and I agree that Superman coming back should have been more emotional. I think that there should have been at least a Justice League movie in between just to show how the League and the world is dealing with his death. That's 100% right. That would have solved a lot of the issues with us not feeling like there's a sense of loss at all. Uh, Maybe the villain could be Starro or someone trying to invade the Earth after word has spread across the universe that the Kryptonian is dead and Earth is ripe for invading. I was literally... He talks about Dark Side, but I'm like, Justice League? <laughs>
0: yeah, I was like, that was the Justice League. But, no, but, but Superman was was there with Starro. and then I'm like, Starro, really? <laughs> well, I, was thinking,
1: I was thinking about the movie, because like, how he described it is exactly the setup too. and then Steppenwolf shows up. Fear. Mother.
0: Oh, that! I thought you were talking about Justice League, the animated series. No,
1: no, I'm talking about the movie. No Kryptonians. No lanterns. This line is not in the movie. <laughs> uh anyways, that's just what I thought they should do. It would also have Starro appear, which I think everyone can say would be amazing. Your old pal Xander. I mean, I like your idea of having a movie between Death of Superman and Reigning the Superman. I'm not sure not sure why they didn't do that. Or just make the movie longer.
0: And be like the first half is without Superman and then the last half is well no. But then if you get a whole then, movie Yeah, you don't get all the other, other stuff yeah
1: and if you have a whole movie you could have moments throughout of like man if superman was here this should be way easier <laughs> yeah make you feel it you know uh but yeah thanks for the email xander you're absolutely right
0: oh and i want to do a correction what? on this podcast i said uh alex wilder that's not his real hair it's his real hair <laughs> who is it who's from runaways the black kid I, I was like I think that's a wig no, oh the black it's, kid it's not a
1: wig oh it is his hair <laughs> it is his hair oh sweet so I didn't model my head after <laughs> after him in vain. Uh, next email comes from TyGhost at Yahoo observation I just watched Creed 2 I didn't take you guys seriously when you were talking about the size difference but there is no way Drago and Creed would ever be in the same weight class yeah for real that dude is huge as hell I was surprised when Michael said he dated women how was that experience oh you i was like michael b jordan (laughs) uh but anyways i know this doesn't have anything to do with comics but i need some blurred advice how do you make a boring relationship exciting so i'm gonna pass that to you is is this
0: the blurred vision love connection (laughs) blurred
1: vision dating
0: (laughs) how was that dating women i mean i don't know was in the closet like (laughs) (laughs) i'm also curious (laughs) i mean i did it thinking no i did it knowing that i was still attracted to men but i was like it's a phase i'll get over it maybe if i do the quote-unquote right thing like eventually these feelings will go away and they didn't go away so i was like all right so eventually i just leaned into it mm. so y'all hooked up though no i didn't have sex until i was 20 oh so you you and the girl never even hooked up oh no i'm a gold star gay what does that mean <laughs> 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 what does that mean, <laughs> gold star gay? Teaching, mo- teaching gay with Michael. Yeah, please do. what is that? <laughs> basically, uh, the, the, a gold, gold star. Yeah, gay? A, go- a gold a star gay is just uh, is a t- is a lingo terminology that basically means you never had sex with a woman. Oh, so you're a, you're a gold star gay. You're a ch- you're the 100. You're the gayest of gay. <laughs> <The> gay- <laughs> <laughs> you're not tainted by the vagina. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the veget bougie- does it have teeth? <laughs> <laughs> I mean some do. Oh my god. So you guys were just like together you would make out, but you never actually like hook Yeah. Up. Okay.
0: And some some somebody said you're probably like more of a silver gay 'cause I've I've gotten a hand job
1: from a girl before. <laughs> and the whole time you're just like, This is terrible. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I told her to stop. You have no powers here. You actually said that. Yeah. I said oh, so. the savage! <laughs> <laughs> you have no power here.
2: Super <laughs> gay. It, like it was on. A, it was on a
0: school field. It was a school field trip. We were on a bus with other students.
1: Super Saiyan gay. So
2: that's,
1: <laughs> I'm a
0: Super Saiyan blue. <laughs> okay. All right. Oh wait, wait! Do we answer the last question? But as far yeah, what do, how
1: how do you what, what how do you called? make a boring relationship exciting? I don't know, break up with break up with find somebody <laughs> break up with <laughs> find somebody new because if is,
0: it's if it's boring.
1: Wow! <laughs> I mean, you could do things together that are different. You know. If you guys have similar interests. Well, yeah, because it's like,
0: like, I don't know how to take that quite because it's like, what makes it boring? Is, is it boring because you don't have the same interest? If you don't have the same interest, then why are you together? Is it boring because maybe you just are too busy
1: that you don't really get time to spend? Like, when I hear boring, I usually think that the relationship has been going on for a while and it's gotten, you know, not as exciting as it was when it started. So you gotta just change it up. You gotta do things that are different. You gotta do things that you know you might not normally do. But, but then also it's a like, novel experience. Then I was gonna say I
0: don't know how to take. Cause I don't necessarily know the age. Are they having sex? Are you saying this like it's boring? Cause it's sex is boring. Like so I don't know. A question. Where to take? I don't have all these answers. Michael, bring <laughs> email.
1: <laughs> Thank you, Ty. Uh, next email. Comes from our- I guess What, was,
0: what should, should we do a new po- a spinoff podcast blurred vision advice <laughs>
1: blurred dating advice uh, next email comes from Gaius, so strap in this is gonna be a minute <laughs> <laughs> you've never had black lightning What's, what time is it 1142 yeah. so guys' email will be done by midnight <laughs> <laughs> thank you once again for the weekly recaps of the awesome and not so awesome part of geek culture I appreciate being able to get off work work out take care of chores or just fall into a nap listening to y'all humorously and insightfully delve into some of the, my favorite comic book based shows movies anime and even get my interested what and even get my interested in stuff I've heard about I don't know what that means that being said I, guess I even might get me interested in stuff I've heard and about and even get I guess maybe even might get me interested in stuff I've never heard about. That being said, I sometimes wonder how far the greatness that is Black Lightning Season 2 has fallen out of your good graces. (laughs) So much so that I have not watched it in many, many weeks. Ditto. (laughs) Uh, I know the first couple of episodes were slow when you were still covering it, but y'all chose to dismiss it too early, especially considering so much better the writing has been than The Flash, Arrow, and Supergirl lately. Man, I heard all. And funny of this. enough, it's not even that I
0: dismissed it. It's because I put off so many episodes just to have to go back and rewatch
1: shit. It's just that that's what that's what's mainly making me go. I don't feel like it. <laughs> well, it was also coupled with the fact that those first episodes didn't hook us. Like they didn't draw us in. Like they were really like, eh, this is okay. So yeah, of course it's hard for us to get excited to binge a bunch of episodes of something that we weren't that excited about to begin with. So I wasn't dismissing it like, oh, this show's trash. Like, I try. Trust me. I want to like Black Lightning real bad. (laughs) Like, especially since that's like our only show. I don't want to not like it. Mm -hmm. Which is boring. (laughs) (laughs) I like Black Lightning better on Young Justice right now.
0: Like, honestly, I plan on going back once this. Like, I feel like based on season what happened with season two, I feel like this season, especially considering I was like, where's the season going? I don't know what the through line is. I feel like it'll be better on a binge. Yeah. That's the excuse we're going to give. As opposed to a week-to-week thing. <laughs> Agreed. So sure, once Black Lightning is over, we'll do a full season but, recap.
1: But this is, like, the way you're trying to convince us to watch, though, is the same way I've heard people trying to convince me to watch Legends. The same way I've heard people talk about Supergirl. I was like, yeah, yeah, all right. <laughs> he even mentions it here. And no need to talk about Legend. I caught myself there. Woo. The plot development and the tragic romance between Jennifer and Khalil. I am interested in that. I did like that in the episodes I saw. Jennifer just coming into her powers. Henderson and Jefferson re- rebuilding a working friendship. Just all around world building have been great. There have been some very interesting parallels, to Young Justice, concerning the Doctor Jace and Markovia. At the oh, and the end of the one episode might even leave you shouting "Fatality" at the sheer ruthlessness of Tobias. Anyway. Keep up the good work. I implore you to get lit again with Black Lightning and Jordan. I know you're very busy with Power Rangers Unworthy, but maybe push the podcast more on Instagram. I can't share it enough with my friends and just links. They get too many wax SoundCloud rappers on their Twitter timelines and DMs to give any other links a chance without some visible appeal. I know people will love what you and Michael have to offer. Godspeed and stay nerdy, my blurdy. Fat gum gum, no guys. Thank you, Gaius joining also needs to push the patreon
2: yes yes yes
1: <laughs> fine and, fine and, and he keeps saying he's gonna do it
0: and he never does i did do it <laughs> one time no, I, two times
1: i did it last week or maybe, was it the week maybe before three that times. <laughs> i do we release a new patreon episode but you're right I, I should just post it all the time doesn't hurt uh space god underscore luffy is our next email Uh, Subject is Flash. Hey Jordan, Michael. Hope y'all are having a great night. First of all, we got so many emails after I had that crazy rant. (laughs) Like, where were you all before? People want to make sure you're okay. (laughs) You good, bro? You good? (laughs) Uh, I hope y'all are having a great night. It's been a while since I sent an email, but you may remember me as Junior. I remember you, bro. Anyways, let's talk about the Flash. I think that they were going in an all right direction with Sherlock Wells investigating Nora and just finishing up on her being shady in this episode, but they made it worse by just pushing it off again. The problem with The Flash is that they push everything they hype up until the finally, oh, the finale and then leave everyone on a cliffhanger. If they want people to stay with the show, they need to bring back the reverse Flash and make him... I thought he was going to say great again, but he says... <laughs> and make him a great villain for the next season and also dealing with the holding something off for a whole season... And also deal with the holding something off for next season. Or for the for a whole season. This is confusing. And also deal... And also dealing with the holding something off for a whole season. Well, that's all for me on this week. Have a great night. Thank you, Space God Luffy. Uh, and you're absolutely right. Like they keep going in directions that I like on the flash, but they keep sidestepping the things I think are the most interesting, like the reverse flash, especially like you have, I'm still like, how, I'm still though, though, like how the fuck is he still alive? I don't know. I mean with that face.
0: Yeah. They didn't even explain that. Like, why does he have like from a behind the scenes perspective? I get it. Cause the actor, like the, the actual Eobard Thawne, he's on another show. So he can't be on the flash. <laughs> But from a in the universe perspective, I don't get why he's in the future in jail and still has Wells'
1: face. Agreed. Next email comes from Xavier Sutton. Two theories, kinda. Hey guys, I hope Jordan is feeling better after the last podcast. I am, thank you. (laughs) There's a theory on the Flash about Cicada. It basically says that Cicada's hate for metahumans is coming from grace. So maybe that's why Cicada isn't really thinking because her hate kind of overpowers him. What do you think about this theory? This is more of an idea than a theory but I think they might make a show that takes oh this is something different. So for the Grace thing is that based on the fact that she looked like Cicada in that It could be that and also the fact that uh,
0: when they did the like pan out to her still in a coma you saw her mind do that little metahuman shit so maybe she has some form of telepathy. Mm.
1: How do you feel about that as a twist? I feel like that kind of explains it a little better. It explains it. I still don't like it. Yeah, it, doesn't, it doesn't make him a great character. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make me go, Oh, snap! <laughs> now I like it! <laughs> nah. Uh, this is more of an idea than a theory, but I think that they make if they make a show that takes place in the future with Nora, future... Oh, with Nora, future William, and Connor Hawk, and the rest of the future characters, I believe this because it cannot be a coincidence that we have Nora on The Flash and we are seeing flash forwards on the arrow. Do you think it's possible and would you want to see it? But hey, they're it's a theory. Have a great day and week and stay nerdy, my blurdy. The writers aren't smart enough for that. No. <laughs> they're not doing that shit. No, they're not. The emotional season with both those characters after the season's over get even, thrown e- the legends of tomorrow. Even, even, <laughs> the,
0: even the futures that they've shown for the like they seem almost completely different.
1: Yeah, Nora's like, future is.
0: Yeah, like, Nora's future Nora's future seems like a utopia more or less. Whereas Arrow's future seems like a post-apocalyptic world or
1: whatever. Yeah, because if metahumans are outlawed, why is there a museum to the flesh in the future? Does it make sense? I guess maybe a Star City rule, because you could say, well, vigilantes are
0: illegal in Star City. Why are vigilantes praised in Central City? So what you're saying, that they're only illegal in Star City? That's what it seems like. That's so.
1: That's stupid! <laughs> because they're not going after the Flash in uh, Central City that's Arrowist I also did like that cameo that Flash had on the episode oh yeah Arrow. the 150th did I know Oliver Queen was the Green Arrow no I was I was shocked too yeah why him though like we as the audience know why you would interview Barry Allen because it's funny but of all the people that interview him for a documentary about Oliver Queen are Barry Allen and Oliver Queen that tight in the real in that world exactly <laughs> you're, not, you're not supposed to think these things <laughs> Alright, and our last email comes from Jep Gillis. Me again. Hello from your favorite Hunter x Hunter fan. Just coming back to remind my favorite blurs to watch Hunter x Hunter. Uh, also review Madoka Magica, which came out in 2011. So don't be Aegis against Killua and gone. <laughs> I gotta watch it just so I, I can satisfy this guy. <laughs> Batfleck is gone. Give us a dick. Grayson and the DCU. I was like, wait, what? He didn't put a pause there, but I felt like it needed to pause there. <laughs> uh battle for the cow maybe or the kevin smith idea of batman beyond with michael keaton slash michael b jordan something fresh would be a nice oh something fresh would be nice for batman we get his parents they die. want michael b people michael b jordan for everything black superman michael, michael b. b jordan batman beyond, b. Beyond, michael b, b. jordan <laughs> spider-man michael b jordan <laughs> any black character michael b Jordan's at the top of that list now do you think it's warranted I think he fits for some things, but not everything. No. Yeah. Like, Superman, no. <laughs> oh, we got a black guy. Use that black guy for everything. <laughs> uh, he's quickly becoming the Idris Elba. Like, you know what I mean? Like. <laughs> yeah. Uh... Green
0: Lantern, Idris Elba. Bruce Wayne, Idris Elba.
1: <laughs> Something fresh. Oh. Uh, but they need to be fresh. Um, I don't know. What? Something fresh would be nice for Batman. We get it. His parents died. But they need to be fresh and, um, I don't know, good, looking at U-Trench spinoff, which I assume we're talking about in news. Oh, yes, we Woo! are. <laughs> anyway, Unworthy looks sick. Fuck iTunes, thanks for the show, watch Hunter x Hunter, kill you with fan club. And we get a first look at Will Smith's Genie, right here. It's it's the yeah, blue dude yeah, from the rest, the blue of the, dude. rest of the Development.
2: <laughs> very factual. Very, very accurate.
1: Yes, yeah, accurate. Thank you, Jip Gillis. Oh, we'll talk. We're gonna talk about that too. I can't wait. <laughs> and on that note, let's get into the news
0: of the week with Michael. She's the Black Iron Man, but she's no, not Tony no, Stark. They just don't they want, want their them characters, them quote unquote. unquote. I could call you a, a nigga
2: up in up in Canada, but you better not. If he says that <laughs> you gotta shit
1: to you, get the ass on Instagram. I don't want to hand me down I don't want any gay things. It's all straight <laughs> and
2: white. Uh, 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 what's going down?
1: Michael News. So, which trailer do you want to talk about first? Well, when we just talked about Aladdin. Might as well. Okay. Let's talk about
0: Prince Ali fabulous he Ali Ababwa. Bring me the lamp. Your life begins now. Aladdin. don't know who i am genie wishes lamb
1: none of that ringing a bell
0: strongest 10 regular men and remember. this is a story all about how i got lost saudi arabia to find out how <laughs> so yeah there's not much to say about aladdin it's just it was just like the first trailer. It was just vague shots, not really any plot, which is like, I hey, mean, you guys but remember, if you really, the, remember but if the cartoon. You, really know, right? <laughs> you know the cartoon. You don't really need much of the plot. You just need to see the shots. Oh, it's the same thing. That's what's it's relying on. It's relying on like, it's, remember it's,
1: the cartoon, guys? Remember the cartoon? These, are, these are scenes from the cartoon, yeah, right? Yeah, that's basically what it's relying on.
0: But we got to talk about the big blue elephant in the room. <laughs> we finally finally <laughs> <revealed>. <laughs> when we first saw Will Smith as the genie it was Will Smith with that fucking terrible ass man, <laughs> man bun or whatever yeah. and people were upset because he wasn't blue and it's like don't worry guys I'm gonna be blue well we finally saw him as blue and I'm still upset because I'm like what the fuck was that so it's not just me first of all like I've seen
1: people online like going like it looks fine stop no,
0: complaining it, it like, looks really? like the
1: CGI was not done yes did not look like his face was superimposed onto that body? It definitely was. Like the way, not even just in stills, but in the animation of how he was moving. It looks so Because you know, that's, so not Will, that, that's not Will Smith's body, obviously. Yeah, but he's, I was like, maybe it's because they put like a CGI body over him. But somebody hit me up and was like, no, Will Smith is jacked. But I'm like, so why didn't Will they just S- use No, body? Will Smith isn't t- skinny. Because I saw you say he's skinny. He's not skinny. Yeah. But he's not
0: that big. No. I saw a picture. He's jacked, though. But it's like, w- like we like, oh, granted this was a, this was a long time ago, so I highly doubt he still has this body. But like, you seen? Our have robot. you seen Ali? Oh, Ali! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen Ali. So, so I was gonna
1: based on that, like we know, kind of know what his body frame is. Why not just paint him blue then? Like, why give him the? Like, either you go all the way and you make him completely unrealistic. You know what I mean? I, that's what I thought they were gonna do. I thought they were gonna go completely unrealistic with the design, but they have like this weird in between. Like so, why not just if you want realistic, just make him blue with like Doctor Manhattan, a thin layer of Doctor Manhattan CGI over that body. Because Doctor Manhattan wasn't completely CGI; he was like he was a buff as fuck guy.
0: Yeah, that they put but CGI I guess, over. I guess considering what the genie does, they didn't want to use like a real. Because I guess it's easier to you know, CGI, an already CGI character that's not based in like. Uh, uh, motion capture or whatever based on his transformations and stuff that he does I guess so but even it's like and I don't even know I don't even know if that's the issue it just looked like it wasn't finished so it's like, if Didn't it's not finished, don't put it out. Yeah. In a world of the Jungle Book, in a world of Caesar from Planet of the Apes, Thanos looking like a fucking, he's really just a fucking California raisin with nu- a nutsack <laughs> that you believe is a real character. Even the way this character's looking, The Lion King.
2: Yeah.
0: It's like, there should be, like I always said, like, there should be no excuse for like bad CGI at
1: this point. Yeah. I would have even been cool if they stopped before the face reveal and they just showed his back. Like even that looked fake. Like the way he was moving as he's walking toward Aladdin. But like when they show the front part and they show his face and like his expressions, I'm just like, yo, that looks so bad. It <laughs> looks like you literally superimpose Will Smith's face onto a completely CGI body. And you're right. Like in a world where we've seen Thanos, like Thanos was photorealistic. I, there were times where you don't even remember he's a CGI character in the movie. And this, right away, like, ooh, <laughs> that looks kind of, And that was a super fake, that wasn't Josh, I mean,
0: granted, Josh Brolin probably did some of the motion capture, but at the same time, he's nowhere near that tall, he's not, yeah, no. he,
1: has, he looks not. You've I mean, seen the behind the scenes, right? Yeah. He's, yeah, he's like a short dude with like a giant rig on his body, he's walking around, they just make, they, in post, they make a that look good but it looks so much better than this. And yeah, you're right. Maybe it's maybe it's not... Compl- I've seen a lot of that online. It's not done yet. We've got so much time before the movie. It's not finished. Yeah, I'm of like, course. Well, i released it then. Obviously, that's always the case. They're always working on
0: movies until the shit comes out, but this is what you showed me, so this is what I'm going to talk about. Yeah. I may see the movie and fucking love it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, Aladdin, like I mentioned before, Aladdin is my favorite of the Disney animated movies. So, I want to like it. It was on my... I don't, was it in my honorable mentions or was it in my top my t- top of 2019 i
2: don't
1: remember actually it was in my honorable mentions okay
0: but after seeing this i'm like <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: i'm
1: scared for this movie to be honest because i i the tone they're going with i don't think it has a chance to hit me anywhere close to how the original hit me like it's too grounded like, it reminds me too much of, like, a lesser Beauty and the Beast. What do you mean? Like, lesser than Beauty and the Beast? Yeah. Because when I saw Beauty and the Beast trailers, I didn't get turned off. <laughs> <laughs> in these trailers, I've either been indifferent, or I've been like, in this trailer, I've been like, ugh. But grounded, like, how? The 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 art direction, the the costume design, the... Like, they, they're making it look like authentic, like, Indian attire, stuff like that. Like... The tone that the original hit because of its cartooniness I think made it as a kid fun and iconic. But this it's kind of taking a page out of the the Broadway play where it looks more grounded. Like everything looks more like you know authentic to the culture. Which I'm actually seeing on Tuesday. Tomorrow. It's great. I love that play. Tomorrow night. The the um, Never Had a Friend Like Me song fucking fantastic. Like applause. So good. Um, and this movie I'm scared Will Smith's gonna start rapping at any second like I'm I just I I think they're gonna do it I think they're gonna have Will Smith rap and I'm scared <laughs> I mean he might don't please don't turn Never Had A Friend Like Me into fucking a rap song please don't do it <laughs> I'm the genie and I'm gonna get jiggy <laughs> oh no <laughs> nah 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 that will nah ruin. nah 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 getting jiggy with it oh that'll that'll getting genie with it <laughs> That will ruin the movie for me. Like, it'll, it won't it will feel as timeless. Because, I mean, at the same time, you got to lean into
0: the, the actor's strength, and he's a, a rapper more than he is a singer. But Robin Granted, Williams... I was going to say Robin Williams is in a, yeah, but a singer, but also Robin Williams is not a rapper either.
1: Okay, well, just do the song. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Don't make Robin Williams turn in his grave, man. And plus, I, I feel like they don't want to lean into the Robin Williams aspect of the genie because you're never going to be able to replace Robin Williams. So Mm, in a lot of ways, like they, they will probably feel like they got to be complete, more or less completely different.
1: Well, you have still have nods to it. Well, you haven't seen the play yet. So you need to see the play. I want you to come back and report to me how you feel about that interpretation of the genie because he's not Robin Williams. He's, he's given his own, like his own like spin to it. But I would like that version of the genie more than a rapping Will Smith version of the Genie. You know what I mean? mm mm-hmm. just, just, when you see the play, like, let us know how you feel about it. Because he's, he's, he's Rob William-esque, but he's not. And I feel like that's the way they should go for the Will Smith version. But if they try and lean into like, oh, he's a hip-hop motherfucking Genie. <laughs> 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 Ha-ha! Ha-ha! <laughs> <laughs> like all that shit. Like, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> all right. I'll let you know. Mm-hmm.
0: Even though I'm still kind of... I don't know if I... I guess I gotta see it, but I'm like, you know, there's no Abu. <laughs> yeah, I'm not excited for this or Mulan that much. In the play, I mean. Oh, and I, oh yeah, in the play. In the show, I mean, we saw Abu in the movie. Yeah. The trailer. The
1: normal monkey. Yeah. Yeah. He <laughs> can still be funny. I like a cartoon of Abu, though. Because you can't get those, like, funny expressions like you can in the cartoon. That's what made Abu memorable.
2: I'm trying to do his voice, but I
0: can't. <laughs> Anyway, speaking of something that's also trying to be memorable, by leaning into nostalgia as well. What? Child's play. Let's talk about that trailer. Mm. At Caslon,
2: we believe that happiness is about more than entertainment. It's about being known, understood. Loved. Introducing your new best friend. People let me tell you about my best friend. <laughs>
1: To me, they didn't even show Chucky or his voice really.
0: No, you didn't. You didn't see, but you saw like shadows of Chucky. There were two trailers that they released. One was like a CEO of a corporation giving like a commercial. Cads and Uh, dolls or whatever the fuck. Yeah, Uh, and then the second one. I like those. I like when they do that in movies. Yeah, but then then the second one was uh the actual like. Chucky stuff.
1: Well, first question: I don't How like do you it. feel about? Oh, that, was <laughs> <my question. laughs> that was not my question. Is, I, I don't like it. I was gonna ask you: How do you feel about the Chucky franchise in general up until this point? Um, I liked the Chucky movies
0: more. Like, I think I liked the first. I'm trying to remember the third one. Third one, I remember he was in the army. I think it was just the first two I liked. The third one was just eh, and I really Bride of Chucky is when I really liked it. Like I really I, I did I really, really? like I really like Bride of Chucky, even though it wasn't they didn't lean into the horror aspects anymore. I was say, uh, it was more of a comedy. Once they got there, I was out. <laughs> but but, I, but uh, I like I like Bride of Chucky. It, it was the son of Chucky that I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> that was too far. <laughs> that was way too far. Oh, okay. But yeah, I was I was a fan of the Chucky friend. Like I it never scared me because I didn't hard. like I said, like I mentioned before, the only thing that ever scared me as a child was that first Resident Evil game. All those other things Never scared me. I wanted a Chucky doll when I was younger. My Fucking mother, weird. my mother, my mother said, "I ain't bringing that shit in my house." Yeah, cause she's smart. <laughs> she knows. I was like, "It's not re-. like even as a kid, I was like, but it's not real. I want a Chucky doll." A voodoo is real,
1: Michael. <laughs> you never know when a weird New- white guy that's from New York will put his I body do in a,
0: a doll. Yeah. give me the power,
1: I beg of you. I hated support his support. me, do a oh <laughs> <laughs> oh! <laughs> Um. I, I never liked Chucky as a character. I, I liked the first movie as a kid because, unlike you, it did freak me out. Just the fact that a, a doll with a crazy ass voice is trying to put his soul into a kid's body. And that body. voice is iconic. That, that's why I'm like, who's going to voice Chucky? Uh, but like, I don't like the voice. I like that voice. I hate that voice. It doesn't fit to me. It feels and where it goes in the franchise, it becomes so corny.
0: It's Hi, like, I'm Chucky. Want to play?
1: That's the voice I like. I, I like that voice, but I'm talking, about the, I'm talking about the actor. I know. I hate that guy's <laughs> voice. So I'm hoping with this movie, since they didn't even sh- like let you hear what he sounds like, I'm hoping they keep the kid's voice, like the "I'm Chucky, want to play," and just keep it creepy like that, like "I'm gonna kill you, Billy!" <laughs> Something like that. Like keep it fucking weird and creepy, like like and not make it a man. Cause it's not even a voodoo storyline. Well, store that's anymore. that's the thing that I'm like, this is what I'm not a
0: fan of. Cause robots, the way they're making this seem like, instead of the the, the like, they're literally taking the magic out of Chucky. There's no magic. They're making it seem like it's an a- Chucky's an AI gone wrong. It's like Small Soldiers. Remember that movie? No.
1: What? Whoa. what is it good for? It was that movie with um, fucking Mary Jane was in it. Kirsten Dunst, like she was young though. And It was where the Gorgonites and the soldiers. I don't understand this reference. You never seen small soldiers Effort? Never even heard of it. Wow, let me look a picture for you. It was basically like a, a, a faction of like Star Wars toys and a faction of like soldier toys versus each other. And they put the the premise is they put military grade chips into their heads, so their AI went crazy, and they basically think they're really like at war. So it's like the, the kids are caught in the middle of this war between the Gorgonites and the soldiers. Small soldiers. Um Let me look it up for you. But yeah, but going back
0: to what I was saying, I'm like, okay, so now you're making Chucky an AI gone wrong, but yep. then at the same, same time, premise. I'm like <laughs> This. never seen this? No, I did not. What? I love this movie as a kid. But yeah, so ba- I was I was just like, so basically this movie is Terminator. Skynet. Yes basically it's not chucky it's ultron <laughs> ultron chucky yeah it's not chucky i
1: and have then, no strings to hold and then
0: down. then then i'm like what's his motivation now because his motivation in the original was like this kid is like the body the like i guess you're like the perfect match and if you want to be human again it's this kid maybe fuck sh- everybody else kill everybody else because he's a serial killer yeah. and this kid is the one you need this kid is the
1: one you want this kid is the chosen one what if it's a like thing where the programming makes you love the person that you first see, but then it becomes like crazy? So it's like no one else can have you, only me. Because in the trailer, it looks like he's trying to kill his
0: mom. So it's Bewitched Be bewitched, bothered, and bewildered. Season two of Buffy, where Xander. Yes. <laughs> you know, I know you don't know. No, that. I was like, but yeah, you, you did. You did see up to season five, so maybe let's see if you remember this. Where uh, Cordelia. Accidentally cast a love spell against Xander by mistake trying to uh, get over Xander. And now everybody in town is in love with Xander, including vampire. Well, all the women are in love with Xander, including vampires. And so one of the like, they're all like enraged. Like, no, it's the whole thing was like, nobody can have
1: Xander but me. So they get, everybody gets murderous. Mm. Yeah. Or Rick and Morty. That episode with the the uh, uh fuck what are they called not cro magnum that's not the word remember when he makes everybody into monsters cuz he has that that love that love potion that he tries to use on the girl he likes but then he's also has a cold and rick's like if you have a cold though don't don't use it he's like yeah whatever and he uses it anyway and it infects the entire world and the whole world loves morty and they all go crazy and then they have to like try and fix it and by making by fixing it they make everybody monsters no. <laughs> what? You remember that episode from Rick and Morty?
0: It's all blown together.
1: That was the episode that they had to like the leave that dimension. Oh, leave the dimension. Okay, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> but I was like, I don't remember what how that started. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah.
1: a love thing. It's like, we love you, Morty. And then he puts like mantis DNA or whatever in it. And he's like, we want to eat our flesh, Morty. It's <laughs> <laughs> <was> like, yo! <laughs> um, But yeah, I could see that being the case. Just a robot that loves you so much.
2: I don't want it! Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs>
1: Well, uh, we'll be friends forever. And the kill's like a badass. Remember that scene where he has like a a knife in one hand and a chainsaw in the other? I'm like, yo, this little kid about to fucking go to war with Chucky. Uh, we'll see. I mean, they
0: said it's from the people f- behind it. Was not the director, but the producers of it. So oh, okay i may i may love this new version just like i might love aladdin who knows We better kill kid hardcore <laughs> <laughs> we'll see uh what else so something else uh again it's nostalgia week in trailer trailerdom so another thing that's leaning into nostalgia is the justice league versus the
1: fatal five ho 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 we need to know what he knows he doesn't even know what he knows We've come to the right place, Superman. He claims he's from the 31st century. I'm Jessica. Everyone knows Limelight. The Fatal Five are coming! Well, well, ye old Justice League. I didn't know you had powers, Thomas. Metropolis will be by the first of your cities to be flattened.
0: Or hand over the lantern. We don't negotiate with terrorists. Even the 31st century kind. We
2: stop our enemies before they even start. No one's responding to our call. heard
0: you were grabby same animation bruce tim hey guys you like the justice league you like justice league unlimited well here's some more of that with the same voice actors and that's what got me everything you like but i'm still like uh... after fucking uh killing joke And not even Tim. after killing joke and Batman and Harley Quinn,
1: I don't get as excited for these movies anymore. Wait, is it written by Bruce Tim? Or is Uh, it the art style? That I'm not sure. I think he's like when it's art style, I'm down with it. Yeah, but it's when he writes.
0: Yeah, that I'm not sure. I just saw I just saw Bruce Tim's name, and I'm just like,
2: yeah. I think he wrote. I may
1: love this, and I may hate it, or I may hate it. You just doubt It made me sad I didn't (laughs) didn't even consider that Um, I just got They got me with like Oh my god Justice League is back Old school Justice League Yes Cause I didn't see Paul Dini's name there Yeah Paul Dini's the writer That's when shit's good Paul Dini makes you feel shit Um, Bruce Tim has just a weird fetish With animated girls And I don't know It's kinda weird (laughs) Exactly That's why I'm like After those two movies Yeah I'm like I want it to be I want it to be great my only thing with this that I really bumped up against was the fact that Miss Martian is in this, but she acts like Supergirl, like it's almost like a Supergirl equivalent. I'm like, why not just use Supergirl then? Why Miss Martian? Because uh, Young Justice. I, yeah, I guess so. But I, I like what I'm seeing. I don't know anything about the Fatal Five. Yeah, I don't know who they are. Yeah, are they are they
0: Fatal or is it like Killer Frost from the Flash and she's not a killer? <laughs> <laughs> it's not a killer.
1: Well, I'm looking up um, who wrote this because that will completely dictate how I feel about this movie. (laughs) Uh, Writers. Alan Burnett, Eric Carrasco, James Krieg, and Jim Shooter. So Bruce Timm is not a writer. Okay. So, you know, cautious optimism. (laughs) Okay. Well, all right. So
0: then I take it back then. I'm excited. (laughs) Cautiously optimistic so uh again nostalgia did you want to talk did did, okay do you want to talk about shaft or no
1: if you want to talk about flash i mean flash shaft we can i said do you yeah i mean i don't care
0: i don't care either that's why i'm asking (laughs) we don't have to
1: okay so we'll skip shaft multi-generational too black (laughs) it's too black (laughs) it's more superhero than little i'll give you that
0: it is three generations of shaft yeah you know, Baby Shaft.
1: I don't like Baby Shaft. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like Baby Shaft at all. <laughs> I'm like, we trying to get like a badass here. Cause it, it gives me Indiana Jones vibes with the crystal skull with Shia leboat coming in. It's like, I'm your son, Indiana Jones. I didn't see that one. Most people didn't cause it's stupid. <laughs> and it's gave me the same kind of vibe. So
0: but anyway, speaking of something out that is also stupid, but in a good way, they released the uh, trailer for the television version of What We Do in the Shadows by Taika Waititi. Mm. Nadja, Laszlo! Yeah. Yes? Can you come downstairs for a second, please? The problems with living with other vampires are the vampires I have chosen to stay with.
2: I wanted to talk about general hygiene in the set. Ooh, how not? Last night, there were all these people down there half drunk. Well, where did they find the alcohol? No, they were half drunk.
0: They've been half drunk. If you've got something to say, then damn well say it. It's not hygienic.
2: <laughs> Nandor is like a big turkey.
1: I cannot pay with that. I'm so sorry. So you can be throwing ancient coins at me. Guillermo, stop this fine. man. Guillermo is my Woo-hoo! familia. I'm not a killer.
0: I find people who are easy to kill. Are you virgins? I don't see how that's relevant. (sighs) That's werewolf
1: piss.
2: Two werewolves!
1: Colin, what are you doing in here? This is my bedroom. My name is Colin Robinson. Hi, Deb. And I am a energy vampire. We
2: either bore you with a long conversation. Hey, Don. Or. Don. We enrage you. Something terrible is coming!
0: The vampire. If you have not seen What We Do in the Shadows, I implore you to see the movie What a We Do in the Shadows. Movie. It is hilarious. And that is the movie that actually got him Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. So, yeah. What would you think of uh,
1: the trailer? <laughs> Put your tongue out your mouth. Just <laughs> you stick your tongue at me. <laughs> um. Hmm. I thought it was funny. I mean, you saw me when I was watching. I was, I was laughing. At I the thought it was thing. funny, too. Um, I'm just like, again, this goes back to my... Uh, not complaint, but my, my concern about something like uh, The Promised Neverland. Like, that movie was tight. Like, and it felt like a one-and-done type of deal. So I'm curious to see how they're able to stretch out this type of humor for a whole season of a show, much less, like, multiple seasons. Like, you yeah, know what I mean? It was like, I agree. Not even just that. It was, like was one-shot. Like, but I was kind of watching. I was like, what's the story? Because the original didn't really have a story. It was just like, we're following the lives of these vampires. There wasn't like a point A to point B type yeah, of thing. Yeah,
0: vampires that are roommates. Yeah. But then it's like... It was like the real world with vampires, but hilarious. So, I so I mean, I'm guessing they're probably going to do the same. But I don't know, because it seemed like in the trailer, they alluded to a bigger threat. Because they mentioned, they mentioned something about a threat. They did? Yeah. Something about something's coming or whatever. They said something like that in the trailer. So, I don't I, but then, no, then I'm like, but then that becomes like a superhero type. I Maybe feel like the vampires have to
1: actually do some vampire shit for real. Because they fought werewolves in the original. Yeah. Which is funny too. <laughs> funny, <yeah.
0: laughs> and they, they mentioned werewolves in this one. Like you saw them fighting. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm still, I'm definitely going to check it out because I loved the original. And Taika Waititi still involved in this. So it's not like. Is he writing it? Or what is he
1: doing? I is think he's producing he's, it? I think he's writing it. Because like that movie was very much Taika Waititi's voice. So if he's not writing it, I'm like, wow, okay. Um, this could be a Lego Movie 2 type of deal, though, where the person writing it just has a very similar voice to Taika, so maybe it'll work out. But I mean, it's, you,
0: you. we both still like Lego Movie 2. That's
1: what I'm saying. I'm saying like maybe it's the type of thing where the writer is just as good, or he can imitate that voice well enough so we can't notice. No, I don't want the trailer. Go away. Mm, I could have looked it up. This song is catchy catchy such a catchy song <laughs> Down to in my head Michael I hate you <laughs> do you though this song's gonna get stuck inside your this song's gonna get stuck inside your head you know, I can look it up while you move on to the next thing no writing credit Stephanie
0: Robinson Tom Sherlock
1: Sherlock <laughs>
0: and Jermaine Jem, Clement hmm okay but, Taika, but from the trailer it looked like it Taika, could have been Taika's directing some episodes. Okay. But from the trailer it looked like the the humor is exactly the same from the movie. So, yeah, I'm pretty sure he oversees everything and he probably he probably has some writing credit, but he's probably not the head writer cuz he's doing Marvel movies now. Mm. But speaking of uh things that are marvelous, not but not Marvel movies. Let's talk about the marvelous Doom Patrol. This is the story of five fearless superheroes.
1: Justice League, 2020.
2: (laughs) More TV superheroes, just what the world needs. Do you have a photo printer in there somewhere? No. Is it your butt? I bet it's his butt. Are we really the best people to hunt a supervillain?
0: Hell no. They had a little 30-second trailer that showed a little bit more of the storyline. You saw the villain, Mr. whatever. What's his name? Um, Mr. Nobody. Another 30-second trailer. Mm. What did you think of the? Also, but I'm still just like,
1: why is Cyborg in this? You already got a robot man. <laughs> it's very redundant, right? Yeah. And they're making robot jokes at each other. Like, all right, well, that's kind of weird. But okay, sure, let's go with it. Um, and then I was like, "Why do you introduce Cyborg? is never part of the Doom Patrol, as far as I know.
0: It was Beast Boy. Yeah, which I mean, he was in the show, but then it's like, I don't
2: know. <laughs> <laughs>
1: they just needed a, they needed a character that was easily recognizable by the fans. So they were like, "Well, we already got Beast Boy in Teen Titans, so let's put Cyborg in this, and maybe eventually Cyborg will trickle over to Titans. But I don't know. I,
2: I." This looks I like it's gonna
0: be, it'll be more fun than, than Titans. Yes. So maybe that's the
1: point of this show. This is like the And fun I mean I did like
0: I did like them when I saw Titans, but at the same time like
1: But didn't, I didn't like the the father figure. They didn't seem superhero y. No. And the father figure seemed almost villainous to an extent. He did. So I'm like, is that what the show's about? But like, I don't think he's supposed to be. Oh. That's weird to me. Maybe he's just an asshole. Okay. So maybe that's the arc. He's gonna be less of an asshole by the end of the show. But, I mean, I, don't, I I never read Doom Patrol or anything, so I'm not, not like, I'm not like yeah, I'm excited to see this, but well, i watch you it. You guys don't
0: know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> That's the next
1: email. Yeah. The most Doom Patrol I know about is the arc that was in the Teen Titans cartoon. You
0: <laughs> need to brush up. You need to brush up on your Doom Patrol. Look, bro, I'm not like fucking fiending for like Doom Patrol. Mm-hmm.
1: You to... need to read every comic in existence or you yeah. can't talk about any comics. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I didn't really read that. Like, I have no interest. Like,
1: <laughs> That's Mike's Valley Girl.
0: <laughs> but uh, speaking of uh, people having no interest, so the box office came out for this weekend and. Lego Movie 2 is actually disappointing at the box office. It took a 60% drop compared to the first one. Ooh. And it opened at uh, $34.4 million dollars. Hmm. Uh, for the opening weekend. Um, uh, what did the first one... Uh, it, it was expected to open up at between 50 to $55 million. Uh, it doesn't say what the first one opened up, but let me just Google it real quick. Hmm, I wonder why that is. Oh, uh, maybe it's because f- I don't know five years.
2: Yeah,
1: I'm trying. Like, was the tra- were the trailers? And then not... on
0: top of that, like, there's been a lot of movies coming out, so people are probably like, I don't have money or whatever. Because hmm. not everybody sees as many movies as us. Yeah. Like like you mentioned in the email, like somebody said, I just saw Creed 2, or like Jacob was like, I just saw Spider Man. Yeah, word. <laughs> Getting on <under> a level, son. <laughs> Getting on a level. What? Getting on a level. Uh, opening weekend for the first Lego movie was 69 million.
1: Damn. Okay. So, based,
0: but yeah, over, I mean, yeah, I said 60% drop, so over half.
1: I'd also say, I think I want to say I saw more of an advertisement push for the first Lego movie. I did too. Yeah. I almost forgot this one was coming out. Me too. Everything is awesome.
0: But uh, also with that, yeah, Cold Pursuit, the lowest in uh, Liam
1: Neeson's... Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, I don't want to... He kind of dug that grave himself. Yeah, he definitely did it (laughs) himself. At first, he didn't dig a grave. He dug like a question mark. And it was like, okay, now explain it. Like a pothole. Yeah, yeah. Now, here's your opportunity... To explain yourself you, you obviously were very heated it was a very passionate moment for you you were going through some shit now here's your chance to kind of explain you know what it is that you're going through and why you said what you said but before we get that let me let me just finish the box office thing okay. real quick and then we could jump into liam
0: neeson All right. but yeah uh spider-man into the spider-verse is still holding strong it's still good in the top it's in a it drop from top five but now it's still on the top 10 and now it's uh at sitting at 179.8 million domestically which I still wanted to have more, but whatever, it's good. So, and Aquaman is number eight. Hmm. So, yeah, but yeah, Liam Neeson. Back to that. <laughs>
1: um, yeah, I mean, you want to go over what he basically said? Yeah, ba- okay. Basically, he <laughs> for those was, that don't know.
0: Yeah, for those that don't know, Liam Neeson is doing uh, the rounds to uh, market his new movie that's out in theaters right now called Cold Pursuit. That's him versus. And basically, wolves, it's right? just another. <laughs> I don't even think so. That was another movie. Oh, wait. So what's this one about? This one is basically about something happened to some somebody or whatever. He's out for revenge. Like always. Yeah, <laughs> like always. It's, just, it's like, how many of these movies
1: is he going to do? Just do like taking one, two, three, four, five. But honestly, this whole situation kind of sheds some light on well, maybe this is why he's choosing these roles. Like, I, I feel know. like there's some personal anger there. And he's kind of living or, vicariously I mean, through these I, roles. I, I,
0: I think it's simpler than that. They just give him, because, like, the Taken movies made so much money. Now these are just the roles that he's getting offered. I think the reason yeah, why it's he like, was, hey, was so convincing if, and Taken was because. It's like, if I want to work, I need to
1: go with, like, like, these are all the scripts that I'm getting and yeah, I want to maybe. Work. I think it's a little bit of both. I think maybe he was so good in Taken because he was channeling some real shit.
0: But, yeah, but, so he's doing. Wait, do, you, do you not agree? Do you think? I mean, maybe. Yeah. But so yeah, so he's doing the the uh, interview rounds to try to uh, promote uh, Cold Pursuit, and so he, I forgot who he was doing the interview with. I think it's maybe Rolling Stone or something like that. Best reaction ever! They're like, Jesus Christ! Yeah. So, so the so the interviewer asked him like, since it's a movie about revenge or anything like that, have you ever had a moment in your life where you were, like so filled with anger or you know that you wanted to take revenge on somebody? So he told the story of basically. Uh, a friend of his got raped. This
1: happened forty years ago. Hmm. A friend of his got raped. So he's probably like mid twenties, early twenties.
0: And yeah, so he was like so filled with anger based on the fact that his friend was filled with rape. You know, first of all, and this is the thing that made me go, Arr! So he asked, Who did it? Do you know who did it? What, what color, color were they? they? And it's like, who asked that question? I <laughs> think a
1: person back in the what is that, forty years ago, nineteen eighties? And from Ireland or wherever he's from, yeah. Like Ireland. European. So yeah, he asked what color were they, were they black, yeah, but, but, yada, yada, but yada. When you see the follow-up interview, he didn't ju- like that's where, the, when he first talked, that was where, he, he only had two questions. Who, do you know who they were? No. What color were they? But then when he had a follow-up interview, he did say that he asked other things too. It was just like, oh, yeah, that I was. I saw the one
0: with all the all the questions,
1: but even yeah. still, just I was like, just the fact that you had to ask what color were they. Like, but I mean, is that weird? You're asking scripting fact, a scripted factor. Just say who, like, what did he look like? I guess, but, if, you, but you can see, like, if if someone rapes someone I knew, I'd be like, "What race
0: are they?" But then part of me is kind of like, it was forty years ago in Ireland. I was like, "Were there that many black people in Ireland back then?" Is it Ireland or was it in London, Britain, Britain, or whatever? Well, he he didn't say, he didn't he really didn't he didn't say, but he just said, yeah. he keeps saying, "I'm from Ireland," and yeah. around that time, you about to understand that's hmm. my Irish, <laughs> <laughs> terrible Irish.
1: <laughs> well, let's assume it was in London or Brit- Britain or something where there are more black people.
0: But yeah, uh, so. Basically, he 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 said in the interview. So he asked those questions, and then he's uh, the, the the his friend said that she was raped by a black guy, mm. and so he said he was walking. I was walking the streets with a kosh, and if you don't know, a kosh a kosh is a crowbar basically. It yeah. sounds way cooler. <laughs> yeah. So he said he was walking the streets with a kosh, hoping that he would be you know approached by a black bastard that would like more or less antagonize him Mm -hmm. he was looking for a fight yeah he was looking for a fight looking for somebody black to antagonize him so he could kill the black bastard Mm -hmm. and so he was doing it for an entire week until one day he said he realized he was just like what the fuck am I doing Mm -hmm. and so basically the point of his story that he tried to say is like we didn't even
1: give a point when the woman asked him so what would you want it to be like a, a, a teaching moment from this like, what's a learning moment well no that was in that the was in, that was in the second interview yeah. but
0: in the first interview he was just like uh let me read it let me actually read it verbatim as opposed to me trying to uh
1: i think he said something along the lines it, it, of basically racism, he was just like, trying to no he prejudice. didn't say he didn't say
0: anything about racism he just said anger can make you do stupid things more or less
1: I thinking in the second interview We said like prejudice Is right that was, below yeah, the surface Yeah that was the second That was the second interview Oh I thought you said something About it being right below The surface in the first interview Let me see Let me Let me Let me Go to it Like that anger No yeah In the first interview Because he was talking about The state of the country now And he's like There's so many angry people Which is like there was In my country And you could Like people want to Act so PC But they don't want To admit to themselves Like there's an anger Bubbling right below the surface I feel kinda- like that was The second interview You sure? I think so I want to say that was the first I feel like in the second interview he had and I was like, oh, I see what you're what you're saying. So in that second interview, I fully expected him to have an answer for her questions. But she was like, what's the learning moment for this? Like what would you what would you want people to learn from this experience? He's like, I don't know. I'm gonna ask you the same question. What do you think is the learning experience from them I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, come on, man. You're making this really hard to defend you right now. <laughs> All you gotta do is be like. I was young. I was angry. I had a lot
0: okay, of... This, yeah, this is what he said. Okay, here we go. So he said, it took me a week, maybe a week this and a half. This is the first interview. This is the first interview. Okay. It took me a week, maybe a week and a half to go through that. Uh, she would, His friend, she would ask, where are you going? And I would just say, I'm going out for a walk. You know, what's wrong? No, nothing's wrong. And then he's like, it was horrible. Horrible when I think back that I did that and I've never admitted that and I'm saying it to a journalist, God forbid. It's awful, but I did learn a lesson from it When I eventually thought What the fuck are you doing You know And That's all I see there has gotta
1: be more I think the next part Is what I was talking about Where he was like He made the comparison To the state of our current country I think that's what That was in the first interview But um I think it's also funny That he would tell her He'd go out for a walk That reminds me of Glass Jesus Christ Let your dad go for a walk man Yeah (laughs) No, trust me. You don't want him going for a walk. <laughs> this is not a Bruce Willis situation. <laughs> um, I keep seeing the
0: reaction to it, but I'm not seeing the full. I'm trying to. I, I typed in full interview.
1: Okay. Well, I'm pretty sure he said that in the first interview. Because in the second interview, he sort of repeats that. But then when she asked him straight out, like, what is the lesson you want people to have? Yeah, that, was the, have good, an that was the good morning America. Interview. Yeah, he, he didn't have an answer. But I'm like, bro, you kind of said it in your first interview. Just like, repeat the fact that... So, yeah, this this might be London. Because he said, that I went out,
0: I deliberately went into black areas of the city. There's no black areas in Ireland. I've yeah. been to Ireland. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Uh, black areas of the city looking to be set upon so I could unleash physical violence. And I did it for maybe four or five times until I caught myself on it. And it really shocked me, this primal urge. Uh yeah, he says, we all pretend we're all politically correct. Oh, this is the first interview? I'm in this, in yeah. this country, and same in my own, sometimes you scratch the surface and discover this racism and bigotry, and it's there. Yeah. I remember shooting Schindler's List and hearing remarks from drivers who were taking us to the set, thinking to myself, am I hearing this right? This guy's making anti-Jewish comments to me, a guy playing Schindler. Sometimes we see swastikas on walls painted by people who knew we were going to the set. Uh and yeah, then he basically goes on to say, like, after it happened, like he saw his priest and yada yada, and it was terrible, and like and so yeah, so and, and then he, he went on to he goes on to say, like, it's just like we do stupid thing, basically we do stupid things out of anger, and like we need to watch that more or less, is basically mm-hmm. what he said. And it's like when I read that, I was like, okay. I get... I get what what you're saying. So then everybody... Like, all the outrage that people were yeah. like,
2: oh, oh Liam Lee- is Lee- a racist! Yeah, Liam
0: Neeson wanted to kill black people and all this other it's stuff like, and uh... it was like, uh, would, if you just take that one part of the, the story, oh, my Which friend of mine... Culture yeah, did. The friend, on a friend Twitter, of mine, that
1: was like literally the headlines.
0: A friend of mine was raped. It was a black person and I went out looking for black people to kill them. And it's like, yes... Especially considering the climate that we're in. Like Mm -hmm. you take people like Dylan Ruth. He went out looking to kill black people. It's like that mentality that Liam Neeson had,
1: it's, it's very problematic. Yes, for sure. But in the same breath that he said those things, he himself said they were problematic. Yeah. So it's like, why are you trying to crucify a guy? For that first interview, I was like, why are people trying to crucify a guy who willingly admitted that what he felt was wrong? And honestly, that op- that's a good opportunity to open up to a open conversation. up a further conversation. Yeah. yeah, and I even said
0: like, let me let me see if I can find my. Fa- I post so much on Facebook, I probably can't find it. Because <laughs> I posted about I posted about the thing, and I was like, I think people are. And this is before the Good Morning America interview. Then I was He's like, like uh,
2: <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, dude? <laughs> what are you doing, dude? I was I'm trying to defend you, bro. <laughs>
1: but.
0: Uh, uh let me see if i can find
1: it scroll 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 i post so much it just seemed like a lapse of logic in that second interview like he i felt like in that second interview he was nervous he had a perfect say, he had the perfect
0: opportunity to like more or less shut it down yeah kinda
1: but he just made it worse yeah it's like i'm not a racist but i, I did i'm I, like i am a victim yeah i'm like having, at
0: a i'm like at a certain point your particular set of skills don't
1: don't include shutting the fuck up. <laughs> or public speaking. Because <laughs> it didn't seem like in the second interview, he was almost scared to speak. Like, and I feel like that's also... He was, he was watching his words more in that second interview. But that also kept him from actually going into a train of thought that would have explained what he really meant. Okay, okay. This is,
0: this is what I said. I think people are taking this Liam Neeson story a little too far because, A, he volunteered this information. It's not like somebody found it out and he has to backtrack. Mm. And, B... If you read his entire statement, and not just what the headlines are saying, he admitted that what he did was horrible, and the reason he brought this up was to make an overall point about people leaning into anger and the detriment that it could possibly cause. Mm -hmm. Truth of the matter is, we all do some crazy shit if we fall into anger, Mm -hmm. and that was the point of him bringing this up. How many times, how many of us have said, Quote, oh, I wish somebody would say, I wish somebody would say something slick to me so I could fuck them up. Or a person that's experiencing road rage will purposely do something incredibly stupid just because they're angry. How many of us have wished death on a person out of anger? And I said, now, that's not to say what Liam Neeson did was okay. That's not to say that he doesn't have some racist hangups or tendencies as you can't live in this anti-black world and not have any. Especially However
1: when he grew up.
0: Yeah. However, at the end of the day, he didn't do anything. He said in the exact same interview that what he did was horrible and he sought help for it. Nobody's saying Liam Neeson needs to be given flowers and applauded, but there are other people that we need to be throwing our energy at. And I'm and then also I was kind of mad because I'm like today is also the 20 20- today also would have been the 24th birthday of Trayvon Martin had George Zimmerman's, his oh wait today would have been the 24 24- Trayvon Martin's 24th birthday and his killer George Zimmerman is still out there scot free mm. and I was like Donald Trump and Mike Pence are still in office and Mitch McConnell et cetera et cetera blah 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 so that was why you like tirade by everything. Yeah. Granted, I did a "what aboutism," which I'm like I'm again Usually, I'm against that, but I'm like I ended up doing that. So, I'm yeah. like, what about? <laughs> yeah. Um, but, but yeah, so my overall point was like, yeah, he brought it up, and but I was like, but his point was I did something stupid out of anger, mm-hmm. and that was the whole point of what he was trying to say. Like, we need to be able to like see past that, like things that you think
1: might not be there. Like, you got to take a deeper look into yourself. I mean, I also thought it was the commentary based on that first interview about. Because he made the connection to our country and like the the race relations that we have going on right now, like the the, the tense state we're in, that there we don't want to admit that we ha- people have thoughts that aren't PC, like and that's just a byproduct of our society. Especially war- when you get angry. Yes, and where we grew up, you know what I mean. Like it, and I think it's a bigger detriment to pretend like we don't. Mm-hmm. To pretend like everybody's perfect. Because then when the shit like this happens, and this is a good example, when shit like this happens, everyone's going to be like, oh, you're the worst ever. But it's like, but was he really, though? Like, when you really look at it in context, what he was saying, like, he felt this way, but he knew it was wrong. And he's trying to work through those emotions with an audience. So maybe that right there is like, oh, maybe you shouldn't do it behind closed doors, not to everybody else. But I think we as a society should be able to take a step back, be able to look at what he's saying and go, you're right. And there's a lot of people in this country right now that give a very strong pushback to the PC culture we're trying to push in our society now. And that anger is there. And we can't just cancel everyone in the country who doesn't think the way we do. we got to be able to talk to those people. we got to be able to have a conversation. And what this shows me is that even with somebody, again, this is an ally. Like, he might have had racist thoughts every once in a while back in the day, but he's a six year old man. Like, you don't think he had, he grew up in the most racist era possible. But when something like that is coming to us and be like going, I had these feelings, but I've changed. And we still wanna go, fuck you, you're racist. And we're shutting that guy down, how are we ever gonna talk to the people that actually are racist? That was the answer. <laughs> <laughs> we can't. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying, though. And that—that
0: that, that was the point I was trying to say. It was like, truth of the matter is, especially when you're like, and that's—that's that's, this is why I said this on Facebook. Like, there's no way you can live in this anti-black world that we have and not have anti-black thoughts. Yeah, basically, you to. even as black people, you have anti-black thoughts. Yeah. So,
1: I do all the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's too black. Everything's too black. <laughs> oh, it's too black. Every day. <laughs> <laughs> I close my eyes to go to sleep. Oh,
0: it's too black. And so, like when that first happened, I was like, okay, good. I hope this opens up a further because, because, because the automatic. It's like the automatic tendency. Like people feel it's like worse to be called to be called a racist than to actually be called out on your racist. Like you could do a racist thing, but then it's like but the fact that you're called a racist seems to be worse than the fucking racist thing that you did. Mm. And it's like, no, I want let there have let there be a conversation that. For the most part, like this world, yeah, this world does have anti-blackness throughout everything. That's why advertising is a billion dollar industry because it does work. Mm. and you're advertised that everything like if you think of like vogue magazine and every you know all these movie covers and magazine covers or even i mentioned like the cosplay stuff where it's like all oh, a of bunch of white people or the the gay geeks page it's a bunch of white people it's like so it's like you're programmed to think a certain way yeah so it's like yeah i get the point that he was trying to make but then you get further along to his good Morning america interview and it's like
1: it's like he, didn't- he did a lot of backtracking but it's also like he didn't, he said in the first interview he learned a lesson, but then when you straight up asked what was the lesson you learned? He's just like, uh, uh, what do you think the lesson is? Yeah, it's like, yeah, like he did, he did, he did a lot of backtracking. And Did then you it's watch like, the interview? I did watch the interview. I also think, like I said, I think it's, he was watching his words, but I think the, the person interviewing him, being a black woman, and her, she seemed very like, so, you have any answers for yourself, Liam? I don't like, even think so.
0: I don't think so. I don't think Robin Roberts was like she was just really? asking. Cause I feel like she was she was she was more or less I think he intimidated. Him. I feel like she was more or less trying to push him to answer the question.
1: Cause he mm. wasn't answering the question. That's a good point. Like the like the, the question of what is the and, lesson you think that you should like you learn from this. He should have he should have had an answer. And for him to go, well,
0: what do you think the lesson is? Like, I think he was I'm scared. not the one that made the statement. But I think he was scared. Like if I was him in that situation, I could see myself being intimidated. But you're the one that you're the one that decided to do the interview, so you didn't try to prep beforehand. Or yeah, I, like, so I'm
1: like, I I would have, I think I would have had an answer, even intimidated. I think I would be able to say something. That's like the main thing. Like, and then not an even answer for what you learned. And then not even just that, but like I said, he was like
0: trying to shift the blame more or less. When it's like, but no, you're the one that brought this up. It's like it it almost seemed like he didn't want to talk about it. And it's like, but no, you're the one that brought this up. So we're gonna fucking
1: talk about it. Well, he started going to like how he was raised and yeah, like he started talking about he started, talking about he started talking about every time. other every other thing. But like, he was, but, 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 but I that. don't think he was deflecting. I think he was trying to give an explanation for why he had those feelings. No, nah, because I think with. he was deflecting. Because even them, he's like, "I'm not, a, I'm not a
0: racist." It's like, no, that thought that you had, that's racist thought. So instead of so, but admit, but, so but what he's that wrong. By saying, say yes, I had a racist, I, I in that moment.
1: But the question of, but he, but he's not a racist though. Like he can say, "I'm not a racist," and he's right. Like, just because you have a racist thought doesn't but, make you but No, but still trying to deflect. But that's what I mean. That's, that's why I feel like someone like him, he was nervous. Like, he started to dub, back down. because like, ah, uh, I'm not racist. Like, when you get accused of something, it's, that's, your first reaction is go, I'm not that though. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so I, I see why he would drill down on that and be like, I'm not racist. I'm not racist. I feel like in a different setting, you could have gotten him to be like, yeah, you're not racist, but you did have a racist thought, and you can explain from there. But he's reacting to everyone accusing him of being a racist, and that was the accusation. You're a racist for thinking this. But, you know, people, the human nature is to be like, no, I'm not. I'm a double down, and I'm not that. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So I get why, he, where he was coming from. But I feel like I wish it could have been like a little bird on his shoulder to be like. That's probably that's why I was like, this. you should have been better, you should have been better prepared.
2: Yeah, because just you're, just you're the
0: one that decided to do the interview. And I like I feel like you had you had a you could you could have started a nice conversation with that first interview that you had, and then go on Robin Roberts and expand upon the conversation. Which is what it seemed like he tried to do in the second, but the uh. way he
1: but the way he went about it, it was like I also think it's the interviewer, because what you just did is not what she did. Like when he said I'm not a racist. It would have been better for her to be like you're not a, I don't think you are racist, but I do think the statement you made was racist. do you understand the difference between that And if he said yes, then you can keep a conversation going but she immediately when he was like uh, what do you think the lesson is here she's basically just like, well, I think that you need to understand that the words you said hurt and they hurt people that you know, people in this country that are black and they're black males that could have been attacked for no real reason she made it about that but I think what he needed to do he needed at to be, the same time that's true though. It is true, but if you're giving if, if her intention was to get him to say the things that she thinks he wants to say but isn't explaining correctly, I think you have as a inter, a good interviewer, you should be able to massage the person you're interviewing to get them to relax and give the answer you think that is actually on the tip of their lips. Which I think if she had stopped the interview and went, "I don't think you're racist, but I think what you said was racist." What you just did, mm-hmm. she didn't. She never once did that in the interview. That's from my memory anyway. Do you remember her saying anything I don't, like that? I don't, no, I don't think so. Because uh, she went right into how the victims feel. And yes, that is also yeah, true. Yeah, because I was going to say, because also on the flip side, you got to
0: also, like, I get the anger because pretty much what Liam Neeson did is what's been happening to us going as far back as fucking we can think of with us being in this country. Hmm. Even as more prominent as like Emmett Till. People looking, oh, I'm going to go kill a black kid. Yeah. Yeah, no. It's like, no, this merit. To or what like she was again, Trayvon Martin. The say that George Zimmerman had that same mentality. Like, and I and I get and I get because somebody made the point. Like, yeah, at the end of the day, Liam Neeson didn't do anything. But truth of the matter is, what if there was a black person that antagonized him or whatever the case may be? Would you have an innocent black guy dead. That's the only reason that didn't happen.
1: Well, we don't know. Yeah, we don't you, know for don't, sure. you don't, yeah, you don't oh, know, this but is just based on his comments. This is, There's is nothing he said that I was like, don't say that. I was gonna say, just based on it his was comment, thing where, that's um, all you could really after she made the point about uh yeah, it's the victims and it's the white people in this country, how they feel, and like they could have been attacked for no reason. Uh, they could have been killed, his response was Again, this is this I, I see a person that's defensive. Maybe this is me talking for somebody who was angry last week in the podcast. <laughs> so I can see what where he's coming from. His response to that was and was so 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 poorly judged or they could have killed me like what what are you doing <laughs> i'm like don't say like that yeah don't <laughs> make it seem like the person that you were gonna attack they I might have hey even if, they, to killed, kill if you. they killed you that would have been a self-defense yes i was like bro i don't know what you <laughs> that's that's the response from somebody who is tense and is nervous and they're trying to make it they they they're doing everything they can to, at the end of, at the end of this interview they want people to know that they are not that aggressive person like they they're trying to make it seem like oh i'm not a bad guy i'm not a bad guy so yeah i might have attacked him but i'm not a bad person He might have killed me i don't know but that's
0: why i was like I'm if like, you're going to uh... do if you're going to do that like prepare for it cuz again yeah. my point is this it's not like you are caught out there yeah. And somebody dug up an old article or like some old footage or whatever. It's like Liam Neeson tried to kill a black person. Explain yourself. Yeah. It's like no, you brought this up. If you're if you're the one that tried to have this conversation, you need to be prepared
1: to have this conversation. Yes. When you said that, I was like, oh, you lost. <laughs> like as soon as he deflected, that's that's the deflection. He's completely was like, oh, they could have killed me. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you? I think the other stuff wasn't so much deflecting as it was trying to give you. Additional information to understand what his mind state was. Like, yeah, I, I have all these things bouncing around my head. So, like, I was a young man. I also grew up in a very racially tense environment, and yada yada. yada. This is how I grew up in the Catholic Church, yada yada. Like, I get okay. I, now I get what your head is at. But at the end of the day, you what you needed to do was come and go.ing I'm not racist. I made a racist statement, but I understand that it was racist, and that's why I tried to explain in that first interview why I felt so terrible about it. And that's why like, made, that's
0: all I had to say. Yeah. <laughs> that's and, that, I, and that's why I made the point earlier where I was like, it seems like people are way more offended being called a racist than actually confronting their racist thoughts.
1: Yes, but, but it's because because even if, like, of something. even if you even if
0: you have somebody that you consider a friend that you, they like, eh, I don't know. I think what you said is a little racist. It's like, how dare you? You know, you know me, you are friend How dare you call me a racist? It's like, no, that no, sounds kind of familiar. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not saying anything. No, no, but, but uh, that, but like, that what you same...
1: Saying so? I, I can speak from experience. That same, I'm, not, I'm not saying any names. That I'm defensiveness a- comes from being accused of something that you know you're not. That's where it comes from. And human nature is double down. Like, if you get accused of something, you're like, no, I'm not. Like, that's your nature. Now, there are level-headed people that would be like, let me be calm about this. And like, no, actually, let me explain it this way. But hotter heads prevail sometimes. And I think there's a situation where, you know, he tried to talk from the heart and he thought it'd be received in a way that it wasn't, and then even though he might have set that interview up, he was not prepared to actually explain everything he needed to explain to get himself off that hook. But at the end of the day, I don't think it's fair that he even had to go through all that. Like, if if we live in a society where we didn't have outrage culture, I think level-headed people should be able to look at that first interview and be like, All right, I don't like the phrase black bastard. (laughs) You know that's not what he said. (laughs) No, back in the day? No. He definitely didn't say black bastard. In the 80s? (laughs) Nigga. (laughs) Just
2: find a nigga and kill (laughs) him. Nigga. (laughs) Nigga.
1: But I feel like in a more level-headed society, we wouldn't have grilled him about this as hard. Like, it wouldn't have been like a big news story to the point where he had to give a second interview to the point where people on Twitter are just calling him racist. It wasn't like, oh, he said something that was kind of like, I don't know con- uh controversial or suspect suspect I guess but it's like what he's saying what he was saying wasn't wrong especially in that first interview the only thing i started getting like eh was in that second interview when i could see it was a response to that first interview but i feel like in a perfect society we would not even be dealing with this shit like as big of a deal as it is that's me though oh we don't live in a perfect society <laughs> we don't but yeah we can go on about yeah <laughs> i think but uh, i think if we just close it like this it was the perfect opportunity for a very good conversation about prejudice. And dealing with it. Yeah, and, but specifically people that have racist thoughts, but aren't racist themselves. And that's a, a conversation that this country doesn't have because it's a, it's a gray area. And online, all it is is black and white. So that would have been a very good opportunity that was missed to have a conversation about the gray area of this PC culture we're in.
0: I want to say fuck Michelle Rodriguez though. <laughs> Wait, what would she say? Did you see her comment? Yeah, no. how dare you call Liam Neeson a racist? Did you see widow widows as far as 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 far oh! as far as his oh! tongue was shoved down her throat? No, <laughs> it was a weird Viola thing. Viola Davis's say. throat. He can't be racist and I'm like, shut the fuck up. What <laughs> a
1: weird like, Was that a joke? I thought it was a joke. I don't think she was joking. It sounds like a joke though. I don't think she was who, joking. Who makes it? He's not racist. Look how deep he was kissing that black girl.
0: <laughs> like, I don't think she was joking. I, I think Michelle Rodriguez has said a lot of sus- like suspect stuff in the past before. I think she has before. I remember her name being in the headline for something else that she said before. That's crazy. I don't remember crazy. what it is. So, I mean, I'll give her the benefit of
1: the doubt to say it was a joke. I don't think it was, though. <laughs> <laughs> he can't be racist. Look how like he fetishizes that black woman. <laughs> You're right. No races like black porn. You're absolutely yeah, right. And it's,
0: and it's a movie. so it's like. Yeah. It's an, act, it's an acting
1: role. What a weird comment. I forgot. I, I did hear that, but I forgot about it. But anyway,
0: so, uh, I don't even know how to segue from this. <laughs> you got any news stories
1: about deep kissing black women? <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, but so, uh, an official synopsis they said is uh, dropped for Endgame and I was just like, yeah, duh. <laughs> <laughs> But this is what it is. After the devastating events of Avengers: Infinity War, the universe is in ruins due to the efforts of the Mad Titan Thanos. With the help of remaining allies, the Avengers must assemble once more in order to undo Thanos's actions and restore order to the universe once and for all. No matter what the consequences may be in store. <promotions> dun 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 dun.
1: So yeah, that's the synopsis. Wait, wasn't some Captain Marvel stuff in there? Nah, that synopsis. What? I, I literally just read something that had Captain Marvel in the synopsis. I don't know what the fuck you read. Fuck! <laughs> I'll never find it again because it's on Instagram.
0: <laughs> but also with that, the Russo brothers, they did four test screenings of Avengers: Infinity War, and they're saying, yeah, right now it's looking like the movie is going to be three hours. Which I'm like. It's not long
2: enough.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it needs to be six hours. <laughs> yeah, I need a five and a half hour. Aren't they also considering putting like, an intermission in it or something? That No, that's the rumor that they said. Because
0: uh, basically the, interview, the, the same interview that they gave that said that uh, the movie's sitting at three hours, the guy asked, Steve Weintraub, said, well, with three hours, you know, if you've got kids and stuff in a movie, have you considered putting an intermission in the movie? Yeah. And they said, well, we've done four test screenings. And based on those four test screenings, nobody's gone to the bathroom. Because it was like, we toyed with having an intermission. But based on the test screenings that we had, nobody got up to go to the
1: bathroom. So to us, that seems like a good sign. Take your weak-ass bladder out here. Fucking three hours, you can't sit still? Fuck you. (laughs) Whoever you are. I I don't want an intermission. I don't want an intermission either. But I'm like,
0: "Eh, some people that have like, especially if you're a guy, they have like prostate issues. They can't hold
1: it. That's your fault. (laughs) (laughs) That is your problem and you deal with that. (laughs) You wear a diaper that
0: day or something. I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) I'm like even bro, like Aladdin is two or forty five, and that has an intermission. <laughs> nah, sorry, but no, I don't want an intermission. But then at the same time, I'm like, don't drink or eat anything. <laughs> no, yeah, you gotta come prepared. <laughs> yeah, you gotta come prepared. <laughs> be prepared. Which is, not, <laughs> which is not, which is not gonna be in that movie. They fuck took that. it out. Yeah, <laughs> fuck that. Uh, so yeah, three hours. But uh, also something else that's been uh confirmed. Uh, Chris Pratt himself came out and said even though James Gunn is not the director of Guardians of the Galaxy 3, they're definitely going to use his script. I thought that was already confirmed. That was what Drax wanted. And if he didn't get it, he wasn't going to be in it. Well, they, but they never actually came out and said. <laughs>
1: Fuck what Drax wants. Drax Star-Lord yeah, Drax, said it. <laughs> I mean,
0: Drax said that's what he wants, but he they never actually came out and said, like, this is what's going to happen. Mm. So, yeah, but Chris Pratt came out himself and said, we're not James Gunn. He said... uh well, I love James, I'm loyal to James, and I love him so much, and we're going to deliver the movie, and we're going to give fans the movie they deserve. And I think it's in the nature of Guardians of the Galaxy 3, and blah, 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 blah. But yeah, they're, come, they're going to use the script. Okay. But
1: well, at
2: least they don't, they don't
0: feel like... They don't know who the director is going to be.
1: A lot of people are pushing it to be Bradley Cooper. Oh, oh, well, that makes sense. Rock Raccoon? Mm. No? I mean, I didn't see that Lady Gaga movie. But I'm just like, he's only done one movie, though. Oh, maybe they just mean keep it in the family because apparently they have like a very close set relationship with everybody in the yeah, cast yeah
0: I get that but it's like a star is born is a way different animal yeah and Taika Waititi doesn't want to do it at all no he doesn't want, uh, uh, and I guess maybe you could make the same argument well Taika Waititi did the one movie and he still did great with Thor so yeah
1: I guess never mind then <laughs> I mean if they had the script you know like that's a lot of the work right there so at least it'll still feel like a James Gunn movie yeah, so maybe. And I mean,
0: I guess now I'm talking myself into it because I'm like, it would make sense. <laughs> I don't want this,
1: actually. Because <laughs> I'm like,
0: well, he, he's kind of proven himself with The Stars Born. It's an Oscar award, Oscar nominated movie. There you go. But that, because part of me was like, but it's a whole, it's different than think, it's a way different thing than dealing with like a smaller cast movie than dealing with a, a movie with a much bigger cast. And then on top of that, now you're in the movie as well. And then on top of that is a way bigger budget. Yeah. Because some, some actors don't, or some, some directors don't do well with bigger budgets, M. Night Shyamalan.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Truth.
0: But, yeah, now that I talk myself into it, I'm like, he knows the franchise because he's been with it since the beginning. He knows James Gunn. We're using James Gunn's script. He knows the characters. He's already directed it. So, yeah, maybe. 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 Hmm. But uh, something that's more of a maybe for you, not for me, because it was on your most anticipated movies of the year but uh, James Cameron has officially come out with the title for Terminator 6
1: and it's Terminator Dark Fate wait was this this is my uh, runner ups or honorable mentions oh I thought it was in your top no I I haven't seen anything of it to even and honestly this title makes me sad (laughs) Terminator Dark Fate sounds so corny (laughs) Terminator Dark Fate. Oh, is that the confirmed title? It's coming
0: from James Cameron himself. (sighs)
1: That sounds corny.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The Darkest of Fates. Uh... Speaking of something that's going to be a dark fate. So, yeah, we mentioned the Pennyworth uh, TV series that's coming. He's going to
1: sweep these streets. Meanwhile, Chris McKenna Comic Quest is like, hell yeah, sweep those streets. I'm like, you are
0: excited for this? What is wrong with you? So, yeah, so uh, the. Pennyworth series has been picked up by Epics and it's coming out in June. I don't even know what the fuck Epics is. And uh is that a channel? Basically, it's going to be a rated R take, an unhinged rated R series with Alfred. What? Rated yeah. R? Yes. For Alfred. Yes. Unhinged rated R. Unhinged Alfred. And it says we will see. Uh, wait. We won't see any of Batman's classic villains or their ancestors, but we will see archetypal villains and classic villains of British literature. They're all available to us. So, yeah, he might be fighting Jack the Ripper and shit like that, like Gotham by Gaslight. And it's going to be a rated R, unhinged rated R series. Rated R. Rated
1: R. Alfred Pennyworth. Alfred Pennyworth. Unhinged. <laughs> I just keep repeating these things. Uh-huh. because like none of that makes sense. None of this adds up
0: oh no we had a test audience and there were only so many who knew it was a dc related series it was incredibly positive and that's because the characters are being drawn out there's so much to draw from so much to imagine
1: man i i hate this (laughs) i mean fingers crossed hopefully it's good but (sighs) wow on paper fuck that
0: show (laughs) Well, hopefully something else is good uh, in Melissa Benoist's life. She's getting remarried. Oh, yeah, I saw this. Yeah, she was married to her co-star from Glee. They got a divorce. Now she's getting married to her co-star from Supergirl. I'm sure
1: this time it's going to work out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, I mean, I'll send, I send Melissa Benoist and Chris, Chris Wood well wishes. When did she get divorced from the other guy? Before Supergirl or after? It was... During Supergirl season oh. one, because remember he showed up uh, in season one. They, was, was still mar- they were still married. Oh, that's right. That weird, like he was, uh, one-off relationship. Yeah, with, he uh, was a cat cat grandson. Yeah. Oh yeah, this is
1: gonna work out well. And they broke up like shortly after. I'm that. I'm super sure when she gets a new show, they're not gonna get a divorce. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sure.
0: I'm not. I'm not putting that in the ether. I send you well wishes, Melissa and Chris. Love ain't real. Even though you guys should have been. It should have been Monel. I mean, mana. Oh, uh, what? <laughs> I mean, it should have been a
1: win. And oh, yeah. Who's <laughs> not even on the show anymore. <laughs> I don't care. It should have been a win L. <laughs> yeah, that shit ain't gonna work. <laughs> Love ain't real. It's just some, it's a lie we tell ourselves. Speaking of something else not being real.
0: Well, Jordan, uh, one of your favorite characters may be leaving The Flash this season. And that's Is probably Cisco? why
1: they're doing what they're doing. Is Cisco. Yeah. I saw Eunice talking about this and my person leaving on the show.
0: Carlos Valdez may be leaving the flash because he wants to do other things.
1: Oh, he actually they he said this.
0: Well well, it says it said no, it says Carlos Valdez may be leaving the flash. But uh yeah, it says the actor, where is it? Um
1: such a catchy, catchy, such a catchy song. <laughs> This song's gonna get stuck inside, Joe. This song's gonna get stuck every, inside. The, every intermission song. Yes, I can slip my head now. <laughs> I was like, "That's just not catchy." And you sung it one time, and I <laughs> in my head. But yeah, it says uh, the actor wants to move
0: on to new pastures and plans to leave the show once the season is done. That's what it's saying. Mm. And the, in, uh, the fuck is he doing according to we got it covered I mean he might probably want to audition kind of like Tyler Hecklin. Tyler why? Well, he, granted you don't know but like he wanted to leave Teen Wolf because
1: he wanted to try do other things and then he ended up becoming Superman hmm I mean but the I know he does singing he's that one song yeah, that so I love maybe he wants to maybe he Baby wants to open your eyes maybe he wants to focus on music maybe so that's the reason why he's this insane 180 character that's the only reason that's happening to me like, it's such a, such a weird thing that out of nowhere, Cisco's like, you know what? Fuck these powers. <laughs> we should get a, a human cure. And I should cure myself, and I don't want powers anymore. I'm like, aren't you the same guy that was super excited when you first found out you had powers? Like, didn't, wasn't he well, no. excited? When he first found out, remember, he tried to hide it. Yes. Okay. But then, then, then didn't he didn't get that big speech from Barry about being a superhero, and he was like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, eventually. Yeah. So it's like to to 180 back to nah, oh man fuck
0: powers because uh cicada injured him this sounds gonna get it's stuck inside this, <laughs> this sounds gonna get stuck uh
1: even the flash news is fucking less than passable <laughs> you gotta charge I'm at like 5% so I'll probably I'm like
0: I'm my, the news I'll be like that's the end of the news cause my phone died uh yes but nice segue cause speaking of something dying they're trying to kill the Aquaman franchise.
2: Oh, God.
0: Because now they're talking about doing a spinoff with James Wan based on The Trench. Why?
1: Why? <laughs> <laughs> Aquaman made a billion dollars? Yo, green light more things in Aquaman's world. Let's make The Trench a let's, horror movie. I, no. Let's,
0: let's do Aqualad. No. Let's do Garth. No. Let's do a Black Manta movie. No. Ocean Master? No.
2: Nah.
0: Mara? <laughs> no. A movie about Atlantis?
1: Nah. No. <laughs> the Trench! Okay. They were cool. <laughs> and granted, the sequence they, they were in was cool with a movie. Yes. And granted, James Wan makes horror movies. Yes. And he did show interest in wanting to make a horror movie with the trench. And honestly, if you didn't call if it wasn't the trench, if it was just weird water creatures that look like the trench and it was a completely separate movie i'd be like fuck yeah that sounds cool From james wan i'm interested here's the problem this movie's been greenlit greenlit before the flash before man of Steel 2 <laughs> like what what before justice league 2 like what what the black adam movie wasn't even confirmed yet like this, so even the, the 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 dumb shit that they haven't confirmed yet isn't confirmed. The Nightwing movie that Chris yeah, McKay was working Batgirl, on, Batgirl. Like, I don't understand. But the trench,
0: the trench. Now this may just be end up being another thing like the Blackhawk movie.
1: There's been no movement on that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what else did they announce that ended up not? Hey man, I thought they wouldn't get any traction on the Harley Quinn Gotham Sirens thing, but that's starting. Yeah, that started. So it's like what? And now I feel like it's, there'll be more credence to the trench
0: thing because Aquaman did make a billion dollars.
2: I mean, Avengers. It's the
0: highest grossing of all the
1: DC movies. Avengers made a billion dollars. Where's my Chitauri spin up? <laughs> I mean, that might be coming. <laughs> the Chitauri! It's a horror movie about aliens.
0: <laughs> what are they doing? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I'm like, give me a Midnight
1: or an Apollo movie. I'm gonna make a YouTube video about this. <laughs> Honestly, I didn't think about it. The tatari Chita- If you pitched to me. A Chitauri movie I would actually be more interested in that than The Trench because imagine Avengers 1 but from the perspective of someone in the city as it's being attacked so you could do it all first person you can make it like Cloverfield and make it like aliens invade Chitauri are destroying the whole fucking city and then in the final act the Avengers show up and it's all like first person glimpses of them doing cool shit like that'd be amazing yeah but The Trench <laughs> The Trench is what we're getting got it cool I don't know <laughs> <laughs> it's like DC takes one step forward and then two steps back every single time like I want to get excited for you DC but what are you doing it's like the trench
0: before Martian Manhunter before anything Green Lantern I mean again if you want to do something different give me Midnighter and Apollo <laughs> I told oh, you I'm
1: there. I told you I'm gonna make a YouTube video about this <laughs> Hawkman Hawk Girl, Midnight and Apollo I take that. Give me gay. I take anything over the trench because it doesn't, it's not really even part of the DCEU. That's like, what does that have to, It won't tie in anything really.
0: And then who's going to be the protagonist because the trench are villains or more like, oh, they're, mon- they're not even villains, they're just monstrous
1: creatures. Well, I, from what I'm understanding, it's not even a superhero movie, it's just a horror movie. So it's just some random people and they encounter the trench and have to escape, I guess. Now, if you end with Aquaman showing up, my man (laughs) maybe alright I guess but I don't know I I don't know I doubt Aquaman is going to show up I doubt he will too I don't think DC cares they just want to make money that's what it comes down to like Marvel has the vision DC chases where the money is at
0: well speaking of DC chasing where the money is at of course this is a rumor we don't know if it's true but I'm like I wouldn't put it past them so There is a following report coming from We Got It Covered that says, according to the source from We Got It Covered, the Man of Steel's uh, appearance—Superman—is going to appear in
1: Shazam. That's awesome. That's exactly what I. What are you doing? Why you putting your finger up? It's not going to be Henry Cavill.
2: What?
1: (laughs) I was excited for a second. How? Why? It's just going to be
0: like you see, like a silhouette of Superman. Oh, we're doing that. Yeah. Okay.
1: Why is it and again? Not that's Ca- the rumor. Why Why is it not Henry Cavill though? Because
0: they're not doing any more Superman movies. <laughs> uh,
1: so all his Instagram pictures of him doing Superman shit, just cock teasing. It's probably just trying to get leverage for his but this, re- this renegotiation. The,
0: but this is what it says. According to so, the Man of Steel's appearance comes at the end of Billy Batson's new film as part of the payoff to a running joke. Throughout the movie, it said that Billy's friend and foster brother... It's not charging. Hmm? Oh, putting in. Oh, there we go. Okay, it says uh, Billy's friend and foster brother, Freddie Freeman, has been asking Billy to show up at his high school in the Shazam persona in order to prove to all of Freddie's classmates that he knows the hero. In the final scene, Shazam finally shows up before saying that he brought an- another friend with him at this point, Superman walks into the room, but since Cavill isn't looking ready to return anytime soon, the film will allegedly use a body double that doesn't show Clark Kent's face. Oh, my bad. There's potential spoilers for Shazam. <laughs> I don't
1: care. <laughs> it's not
0: for you. I'm talking about the people listening.
1: Oh, uh, I mean, I mean, it's not even confirmed. So. I think this is dead. No, this just died. Uh, that's what I was saying. This is that's dead. Yeah, cause... literally, when I gave it to you, it died. So how much news left <laughs> I mean I got 11% now so maybe oh okay oh, but yeah start. it's not it's not
0: confirmed so don't get mad you fucking spoiled the movie I don't even know if it's probably Sorry. not even real
2: it's not even a spoiler but, but even,
0: even I mean yeah it's not it's a rumor even if it's not let's, say, let's just say
1: it is true which I hope it's not fucking trash <laughs> you hope it's not true even even without hearing Cavill I would still like Shazam is a well, Superman no,
0: I, that, a I, would, I would like that but I'm saying I don't Want it to be a Superman appearance and not have Henry
1: Cavill. Oh, I agree with that. That is that is stupid. <laughs> but I would rather have it than not have it. So, you know, it is what it is.
0: Uh, speak, speaking of uh, it is being what it is, so were you a fan
1: of World War Z? Yeah. We, mm, the book, yeah. The movie. This, is, this is like the only thing I can be like, oh, I like the book better. So, yeah, the movie was okay, but I love the book. Why? Why? Were you looking forward to a World War Z2? If it's more like the book. Because the book was like a documentary style, like uh, tales from around the world during the apocalypse type of thing. The movie was like just one storyline. So is it Brad Pitt again? Yes. Fuck. Then I, then yeah, it's more of the same. <laughs> well, it's not happening. They cancel it. Okay, well, I'm a different... <laughs> What a rollercoaster of emotions. I just...
0: <laughs> Over budget concerns, because the budget was ballooning to $190 million. Okay, well. So, for those of you that were looking forward to World War Z, it's not happening. (laughs) Why are you doing your head like that? (laughs) But you know what is happening? What? The Fox and Disney merger. And Bob Iger did a phone call with the investors. And basically, he said, there is a place over at Marvel Disney for a rated R Deadpool and other rated R Marvel properties. He didn't elaborate on that, so I don't know if they're going to do like a Marvel's Nights thing. Michael is shaking his head so much I'm afraid it's going to spin <laughs> off his neck. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know if they're going to do a Marvel Knights thing where they like do like the rated R properties are here,
1: the PG-13 properties are here, and they don't touch. Hmm. I honestly don't see the issue of making rated R movies in the MCU. Especially like Deadpool. Because it's Disney. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah, it's Disney, but still. I mean... You keep the property separate until they're not. And I think the audience is smart enough to be like, oh, okay, Deadpool's radar in his movie, but when he comes into the Avengers, let's say, he's not. And that's fine. You can even make a joke about stuff like that. Like You can try and curse. And boop, beep, boop. Yeah, you can, do that. you can do that with Deadpool, but then how would you do that with other characters? Like Black Widow or something? Because I remember that was a rumor. Yeah,
0: Black Widow or if you introduce... um Because I don't know if they're going to do Blade as a movie or a TV series.
1: I mean, either way. Same thing for Daredevil. Like, if they had just put Daredevil in the Avengers... I would not be like, oh, but it's not as violent as the Daredevil show. Like, so what? Like, just, Just censor them when they become part of the greater universe. But in their own show or movie, is it really that big of a deal?
0: But yeah, Bob Iger said, we see there's a certain popularity amongst Marvel fans for rated R Deadpool films. We're going to continue in that business, and there might be room for more of that. Yeah, there you go. So what other properties is the question? Would you like to see Marvel dip their toe into a rated R for not TV? Because we already did, we have already done that, but for movies, I already mentioned Blade. But then eh, I kind of <laughs> want Blade to be a TV show. Really? Yeah.
1: Daughter of Blade, I want that. I want that for a comic. Why not both? You can do both, but I want comic B- and a show. I want I want Blade too. <laughs> okay. Oh, so you want like Mail Blade? Yeah.
0: And the daughter of blade. I, I want. I want, bo- I want
1: both. I want Wesley Snipes. I want both. And he's too old for to blade blade. Well, now give me somebody. I'm. I'm pretty sure you can find somebody else. I, I don't know. I like the continuity, <laughs> or not continuity, but I like the 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 head nod to the fans. But um let's see. Other than Deadpool, hmm. I mean. Any of the Marvel Knight stuff. I want Daredevil. I want Luke Cage. Make a Defenders show or a Defenders movie. I just straight up, just go right into the Defenders. You could do Guardians of the Galaxy with one movie. You could do Defenders with one movie. And actually, you could reintroduce the characters that we lost in the Netflix shows. But just do it for the big screen. It doesn't have to be the same actors. But I'm just saying, like, get Daredevil, Luke Cage, Jessica Jones, Iron Fist. And introduce them in their own movie. Radar. I think he'd be done, or even better, fuck it, make it, make the continuity canon, man. <laughs> like, just reintroduce them in the movie, so so people that haven't watched the shows at least know who they are. Yeah, could be. I'm just saying, if Guardians of the
0: Galaxy and can I don't do
1: know, it, so I don't know what they're doing with their Disney streaming, plus, Disney Plus stuff. I just feel like it's a waste to just let Charlie Cox and his Daredevil performance just like disappear from not just him but all of them except for Finn Jones yeah I'm like really all of them <laughs> <laughs> especially Charlie Cox though like he earned it like Luke Cage yeah I, I like Mike Coulter on that uh Jessica Jones Kristen Ritter I like her Iron Fist no <laughs> Iron Fist no but everybody else yeah but especially Daredevil agreed that's all I got for this, song's, R. Gonna stuck stuck inside, inside, this <laughs> song's gonna get
0: stuck inside this song's gonna get stuck inside but speaking of something else that's rated R Uh, so Michael B. Jordan has uh, dipped his toe into the more production side of movies uh, like doing Ken which I'm like
1: no that thing yeah I forgot about that supposedly he's
0: also doing Raising Dion for Netflix oh yeah that's right Uh, there's another property that he just uh, purchased for uh, I believe Warner Brothers for his uh, Outlier production company and it's a book series called Black Leopard and Re- Black Leopard Red Wolf and a lot of people are calling it the African Game of Thrones. I actually have the audiobook and I haven't started it yet because I'm reading another book right now uh, called A Kata Witch okay. by ND O'Kofor. but uh, the it's, the the synopsis for the book it just hit shelves on this Tuesday actually. And it says this tale is set in a fantastical Africa and sees a slave trader hire several mercenaries to find a kidnapped boy. The story's main character is a man named Tracker and features giants, necromancers, witches and shapeshifters. Black leopard, red wolf. Yes, being described as the African Game of Thrones. So, just, hear, I mean, hearing that, ga- hearing anything with Game of Thrones attached to it makes me excited. Granted, I don't know anything about the book because I haven't actually read it yet. But just the fact that people are p- putting it in that vein makes me go, mm-hmm, maybe. hmm, maybe. But just based on Ken, I'm
1: like, mm, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not that interested, <laughs> to be honest. Racist. <laughs> I don't know. The description's kind of, okay, interesting. But yeah,
0: I'm going to, oh, shit, I just closed something. A news next a news thing. But yeah, but but based on... I, I, like I said, I'm definitely going to check out the book. I have the audio book. And I'll figure out if I like it or not. But I closed what I was going to talk about for the next news thing. So I don't know what the fuck it was. <laughs> but uh, again, going to Game of Thrones, I could just move on to the next thing. Viserion is playing... Uh, he's been cast as Professor X in Legion. Cool. So... Yeah, and Legion is ending after this third season. Uh, Speaking of something else, that's something that's not ending. Uh, April 4th is season two, uh, the season two premiere of Cloak and Dagger, so looking forward to that. So you got Infinity War, April, Shazam, April, Cloak and Dagger, April, Game of Thrones, April? Game of Thrones in April? No, Game of Thrones is,
1: no, Game of Thrones in April? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think so, actually, yeah. I had to think about it like uh I think so. Wait. April 14th, yeah.
2: Hmm.
1: So it's a bunch of shit
0: coming out in April. Uh finally. So these two run together. So Jordan you used to be a fan of Game of Thrones, right? I mean, not Game of Thrones, The Walking Dead. I am about to say, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, The Walking Dead is continuing, but they're losing so many people. They got rid of Carl. Oh, yeah, I saw this. They got rid of Rick. They got rid of... Is uh, Maggie leaving too? Yeah, Maggie's gone. They got rid of... uh, What's his face? Uh, What's the guy from the first episode, the black guy? Morgan, Morgan, right? Oh,
1: yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Morgan's gone. I mentioned... Did I say Carl? Yeah. Shane... Everybody's going. Well, guess who else is leaving The Walking Dead after this season? She's going to Wakanda. <laughs> deny Gurira. Yeah. Okoye. Michonne. They better not kill her. Is leaving The Walking Dead a after s- this season. I swear
1: to God. <laughs> I swear to God that they kill that girl. She's the most badass motherfucking bitch in the fucking world in that fucking movie or show. <laughs> it's like a- she's a badass. Like if they kill her off. I don't even watch the show, but alright. <laughs> like if Rick got to just like walk away, kinda, like which is dumb, she better not die. She better be like, I'm just going to a different, I'm different town. Find, I'm gonna go find Rick. Yes. There we go. Good. they were they were lovers. Yes. I I like that a lot more than let's just kill her off. I hope they don't kill her off. She's not just um oh either God. way, I'm just like
0: Why is this show still on?
1: And he's been canceled. (laughs) Like that should have been the Naguerra's leaving. Okay, series finale. Like you know what I mean? End it. Yeah. Like after Rick, she was like the main character. The main character, especially
0: especially when you kill Carl. Like Carl should have been the main character, but not especially when Rick is gone. She's the main character. Yeah. And on top of that, because considering like she was pretty much the de facto
1: leader, aside from like Maggie. Like it was Maggie, Rick, and uh, Michonne. Yeah. And she's resident badass. She's what, like, picked up the ratings in the first place when she showed up at the end of season two? I think think it was season two. Was it season two?
0: Or season, no, yeah, it was, no, it was season three. Season two was the farm. Season three was
1: the prison. So, yeah, she showed up at the prison. So it was the end of season three. It was the end of season three. Yeah. When she showed up, that was like, oh, shit, badass with a katana, carrying around zombies on leashes. Yes!
0: And now she's gone because she's getting getting that... She's getting that Black Panther money. Hey, I don't even blame her, but I don't blame her either. This show should have been it. <laughs> this open. show is like, granted, it started her career. Not started her career, but it, it made, made her a household name more or less.
2: Yeah.
0: I'm pretty sure it helped her get uh, Okoye. Mm-hmm and now she's leaving but the show's overstayed it's welcome it needs like, to just end but they're not planning on ending it it's fucking stupid and
1: and this is hurts I used to love this show I used, I used to, to love the fuck the, out of this show I the, 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 the comic I tried to get people into the show because I love the I comic to, I used to watch Talking Dead after because I love yes, the show so much every I episode I needed to I needed catharsis because of what I just watched, so it's like how far the show has fallen. It's how like, far the mighty have fallen. Yeah. Either you die a hero or live long i to become the villain. The villain.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of that, this is the final news tidbit that I end on. Dinaguirer is leaving the show, and The Walking Dead is still crawl like that. Walking that walker still crawling. <laughs> the, show is the, yeah, the show is The Walking Dead. Yeah, the show is <laughs> The Walking Dead. And with, and with that. There's talk of Maggie getting her own spinoff, and it's in development. (laughs) Jordan is rubbing his eyes. (laughs) He's looking off to the side. He's contemplating (laughs) what to say. (laughs) Why would they give her a
1: spinoff show?
0: What the fuck is it even going to be about? Separate from The Walking Dead. Walking Maggie. I don't
1: know. Like her character is not important enough or interesting enough to have her whole. And own. her whole
0: family's dead. Yeah. Glenn, Herschel, Sasha—no, not Sasha, but uh, what the fuck is her sister's I, name? Yeah, the little
1: girl. The one that died in the hospital. Yeah,
0: the one that they spent so
1: much time trying to save. Yeah, and then it was just so her get shot in the it head. It was so stupid. Oh, I hated Her that. brother, like everybody like what what is this show gonna be about? And it was just her. Like it's her and Norman Reedus. Just her and. Fucking
0: what's no! Name? It's a spinoff because Norman Reedus is taking over the Walking Dead. Remember, I mentioned he getting he's getting this
1: big old pay raise. This is this is dumb. Just in the in the shows. Oh my god, a Maggie Wa- a Maggie spinoff, man. On top of Fear of the Walking Dead, like why not? If you're gonna do that, offer it to deny Guerrera. Maybe she turned it down. Who knows?
0: But no, she probably. I mean, she probably wants to focus on movies now. Yeah, and probably. she probably sees the writing on the wall with the shows. Like, mm, let me get out while it's still kind of high in the ratings. I don't even
1: understand how it's high in the ratings because I have not heard anyone defend it.
0: Because I mean, for Walking Dead, it's low ratings, but the Walking Dead had such high ratings that even no, but I mean, who's even if they take like a fifty percent dip, it's still super high compared to other shows. But who's
1: still watching it? Because I'm when I online, I never see anybody being like, "Oh my god, Walking Dead, I love that show." It's always like that show's still on. Why are people watching that? What? Who still likes that show? And these are from ex fans. So I'm like, who? I don't, what's the audience? Just, just normies? Just people like my mom watching Walking Dead week to week? And I, I guess. That's the only people I can, because not people on, have you seen the same thing? It's the same thing, but like I said, even if it was a 50%
0: drop, that's still high compared to most shows. Hmm. That's crazy. Who the fuck is still watching this show? Or even like a 75% drop. That's that's fucking terrible for Walking Dead, but that's still high for most, because the Walking Dead, I said the Walking Dead. The Walking Dead. The Walking Dead <laughs> like would, be, would beat like Sunday Night Football most times. And that's like up into like the 20, 30 million range. So it's mainstream people.
1: It's not the people online that are like complaining about this shit. It's just people with, you know, normal nine or to five be, jobs. And or could it could be <laughs> people that'd
0: be like, I've invested this much time into it. Like I can't just drop it. I, I guess I'm like like that. For, so many people I'm like that for certain shows it's like at this point I've invested so much time into it like but not for this show I was like I oh, fuck it but the <laughs>
1: audience seems so fatigued that's what I'm saying like I've never seen apparently not because Maggie's getting a spinoff that's <laughs> fucking stupid oh my god I hate this <laughs> well that was that was a good way to end it just why news why it was, why it was a great way to end it why <laughs> and then, are the other show still going on right the Fear of the Walking Dead that's what yes, that's is. what Morgan's on it is So, they're gonna have three Walking Dead shows? One? Yeah. Theoretically? Yeah. (laughs) I've never in my life. Here's a show that's not interesting anymore. Let's do three spinoffs of it. (laughs) It's like, what? (laughs) Okay, sure. Chase those numbers, I guess. Into the Badlands is also ending after this season. I don't know if you ever watched that. I I tried watching it, actually. I watched like the first season and a half, I did like a binge on it while I was on vacation. Uh, and Callie for Power Rangers Unworthy, but man, other than the action, I don't really care about that show. And on that note...
0: Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm trying to see if I can find that thing that I accidentally closed. What? Because I'm like, yeah, that's kind of dour. <laughs> <laughs>
1: remember I was like, I accidentally closed this news thing, but I'm like, I don't remember what it was. It's okay. Sometimes things don't have to end happy, Michael. Sometimes things can just end sad. Yeah, everything's not awesome. Yeah, everything. That's the lesson we learned in <laughs> this podcast. Every, but everything can be if we try together or something. I don't know what the words are. Everything's not awesome, but it can be if we try. Maggie spin off.
2: <laughs> Come on, man. I'm
1: trying. I'm trying to fix it.
0: Oh, I remember now. There we go.
1: When you walk away, you, you don't hear, hear me say, please,
2: oh baby, don't go.
1: Okay, what is this about? Because I've seen people not liking Kingdom Hearts 3, and that I breaks saw people, my heart. I saw people say it's not as it's not as good Have
0: you, as the first two. You've been playing it, right? No, I haven't played it yet. I'm, uh, okay. Right now, I'm playing Resident Evil 2. And then when I finish Resident Evil 2, then I'm going to jump to Kingdom Hearts. The things I've, I've, seen, I've also heard people say it's not as
1: good, but it's still fun. See, I've heard people say it's boring. Like, they've gotten bored. And it's because apparently they try and tie... Remember the thing I was, I was like, please tell me that as a person that's only played Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2, it's just a, con- a continuation from 2 and all that other side video game bullshit they've been doing for no, the last tie, 10 years. No, they tie all of that. It's all, yeah, that's it. They've, they they tied everything together. And if you don't have like an encyclopedic knowledge of everything that's happened in the Kingdom Hearts franchise in the last 10 years after Kingdom Hearts 2, apparently that shit is dull. The voice acting's. dull. I've seen clips of the voice acting. The voice acting sounds dull as fuck. Like, so the, the cutscenes that I've seen seem super boring. Couple that with the fact that they're talking about things that if you don't play those other games, you're like, who the fuck Aqua? I don't, they're reuniting with this Aqua person. I don't know what fuck this is. What the fuck is going on? And the action is apparently cool, but apparently it doesn't get really fun until the last part of the game. Like the finale or like the last stretch of the game. That's what I've been told. And I, I don't know, but I was just going to say it's shipped
0: uh, five million copies in the short time that it's been out. So not
1: at all what I was saying. That's like, that's good news, right?
0: Yeah, that was good news.
1: Yeah. I was going to end on some good news. Nope, bad news. <laughs> 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 Apparently it's boring as fuck. <laughs> so I wish you were playing it. I was going to ask you. I
0: will play it eventually when I'm finished fucking.
1: Resident Evil 2 is pretty good. Yeah. I heard like
0: that the, was good. Like the update and like the graphics and stuff like that. Even it's, bring, it's bringing back memories to me like, I'm freaking out, like. I don't wanna go around this corner. What the fuck? Boom, boom, boom! I'm oh like, Oh my god, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Granted, I'm not as I'm not as scared as like when I was young, because there was a moment like when I was young, like there was a moment when the zombie I met, I said this story before when the zombie turns around. I got up and turned the game off. I said nope. <laughs> <laughs> Cause it didn't come through the TV. Like. Yeah, there was no, there's no moment for me doing that. But I'm like holding the controller like tense. I'm like, is a fucking fucking liquor about to jump through the
1: window? Like, what the fuck? Cause you know these games don't give you that much ammo. Yeah. So it's like you gotta conserve shit. And I'm like, there's this. I, I, yeah, I heard it's throwback to like old school Resident Evil where it's like hard to kill zombies
0: yeah like I've been giving fucking headshots galore to zombies and they keep going Ugh, coming back yeah. cause you know with uh, today's lore it's like headshot one headshot you're done one headshot you're done it's yeah. like no I've shot that shit like five fucking times and I'm running out of fucking bullets and it's still coming back yeah. and then when it falls to the ground that bitch is still fucking alive even after sh- give, shooting it like seven times in the head that's good
1: though that's and a, then on top of that
0: game. it also makes it like I don't necessarily, like, the aiming system is kind of hard. Like, there'll be a moment where you're aiming at the zombie, and then the zombie is, like, moving. Oh, his head. I've seen that. Yeah, he
1: dips out the way. Yeah, and like then you're like, the so fuck? And then you try to shoot again, and then you miss again. And then you're like, God damn, what the fuck? But see, I like that because it makes you feel more tense in the moment.
0: Like, Yeah, that's like, why I say I like that, but it makes me frustrated at the same time because yeah. I'm like, I'm trying to save my fucking ammo.
1: <laughs> yeah, I can see that um but yeah for the kingdom hearts thing though i, I want to throw it to the listeners like if you played kingdom hearts 3 and you're you know good or bad if you like it i want to hear from you if you if you don't like it i really want to hear from you because comment
0: know. below let me know jeremy johns
1: oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah bring that back um but yeah because i you know this is a game that we've all been looking forward to for like 10 years so if it's not everything that you've wanted i definitely want to know that's why I mentioned before. See, you, you're like, oh, it's not good. This is what I mentioned before where
0: I said the point that I made where I was like IGN gave it like an 8.5 or something like that. I was like, eh, I'm kind of disappointed. Because especially, you know, we've been waiting almost 19 years for this. But and an it's 8.5 not like 8.5 isn't a bad score. And it's not a like a 10, like God of War or something like that. But
1: an 8.5 is not a bad no, score. No,
0: 8.5 is not a bad score. But it's still like it's a bad score in the sense that we've been waiting almost two decades for this game. Mm. It's the same thing where you said if Infinity War if, or if Endgame rather is not fucking great if you walk out of it like, eh, it was good." It's a failure. You yeah. said that. It's the same thing with Kingdom Hearts. It's like, "8.5 yeah. is not bad." But, but I would it's like, I would give it the 8.5 19
1: years for this game. I would have given it the 8.5 just because, you know, sometimes that convoluted story and the anime shit does not gel with people that well. So I'm like, "All right, 8.5 is a good like, you know, uh, a good middle ground let's say that 8.5 for us fans this is the this is the end game of Kingdom Hearts yeah and apparently I mean I don't know if you've seen any clips or anything but from what I've seen I'm just I've, like I've seen oh. like, like when they went to the Toy Story world or like certain fight stuff no I've seen like interactions between like Riku and Mickey and stuff like that no the voice acting just seems really stiff I'm like yo you guys had 10 years to- <laughs> 19 <laughs> okay yeah 19 years <laughs> To find some good voice actors. I mean, supposedly it's the same people. I mean, they like also like uh back
0: Haley, in the day, though. Haley, Haley, Haley Joe Osman is Sora is him again. And I don't know if uh Claire from Heroes is doing uh But it hasn't
1: evolved. Like if I went back and played Kingdom Hearts which 2. Which funny enough, I
0: didn't I never knew that before. Like Claire Haley. from Heroes, that was uh Kyrie. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Um I found I found that out way like like around parts. Well, back when Heroes first came, out, I was like, "Oh, that's Kyrie." <laughs> I was gonna say, um, "Now nah, I lost my train of thoughts." So I don't know. It doesn't tra- it doesn't uh, translate something like that. It does the animation or whatever, voice acting is terrible.
1: Oh, oh yeah yeah. If Kingdom Hearts two was released now, like just as is, just make it more HD and just make it you know a twenty nineteen release. I would say that the the acting and shit, in that is bad, because but it's an older game, and I was younger when I played it, so I didn't have like you know all the jadedness that I have now from playing a million things or watching a million movies and you know maturing. And I'm I'm like, why didn't they? I, I thought, and this is me
0: giving them way too much credit. I kind of disagree with that because I've been playing because they released re-released Kingdom Hearts with the updated graphics to I guess get you reacclimated with the game like with uh Kingdom Hearts like the 1.5 remix and stuff like that I'm like I don't think it's bad no but there's moments in the dialogue I, I just think some of the stuff they talk like yeah that's what I mean your heart and all this I'm yeah like, that's what I mean that's what I'm talking fucking, about like none of this shit makes sense to me when, <laughs> when I was a
1: kid I, oh, I yeah, yeah, would yeah, with yeah, it yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but, but I'm saying like they didn't mature the story with the audience like it seemed when I watched footage it looked like Kingdom Hearts 2 again and like that should be like, oh yeah, *Kingdom
0: Hearts* two again. So they didn't do *Lego Movie*, basically. What
1: do you mean? Remember, it's like a, they didn't. Five years later, five years of *Lego Movie*. Yeah, they they didn't mature with their audience, and I feel like they should have made it, Look, if if half your story is about *Final Fantasy* characters, make it a more mature story. Like, make it actual. Like this this bullshit about like hearts and darkness and all these clones. Simplify that shit. Make it fucking not convoluted. Make it. You know what I mean? Make it a story yeah you're the nobody but you're the nobody's nobody heartless nobody (laughs) yeah like you could have just almost wiped away everything except for there's a keyblade war and now we're trying to stop this guy that's it you don't have to have all the tie-ins from all the other games you don't have to have the 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 stiff voice acting moments where they're talking about like bullshit story elements that just don't matter to anybody even if you like the games to like Alright, this is like a 20-minute conversation that I'm bored by. <laughs> so, I don't know. But again, if you out there, if you like the game, I want to hear from you. Because, like, I I really want Kingdom Hearts 3 to be amazing. And if fans out there aren't liking it, I want to know. But yeah, on that note, let's get the hell out of here. Because I actually have, speaking of Power Rangers Unworthy earlier, I need to do some damage control and edit the teaser we're dropping later today. <laughs> That's supposed to be a release date teaser. But at the last possible second, we hit another delay. So the release date got pushed back one week. So I got to edit that and upload it. So let's get the hell out of here. <laughs> Okie dokie, man. Uh, next week, what are we talking about? Uh, is Battle Angel Alita come on next week? Yes, it does. We saw the screening. Oh, no, I saw, saw the, the screening. screening. <laughs> you fell asleep. <laughs> forgot that we had no, the screening. No, no, no. I did not fall asleep. I was already asleep. <laughs> I forgot there was a screening. After I asked you, I was like, "Hey, man, just double checking, because you know, if you don't go, I can bring my girlfriend. Can you go?" Yeah, that was the and next. Hell that
0: yeah, was, I can that go. A week before, I was yeah. like,
1: "Yeah, no. you look like I was crazy." Like, "Oh,
0: yeah, I can go." I was like, "Oh, okay, cool." So I didn't put a reminder. So yeah, that's on. That's totally on me. I didn't
1: put a reminder in my <laughs> I phone. Was like, or anything God like, damn it! I didn't put a reminder on my phone or any like anything like that. I literally woke up. Something told me to hit you up earlier, but I didn't. I was like, "He's got this." I'm usually the one that's later to those things because they're in the city. It's not even that I was late. Like, it, I didn't even like. It's not even that I overslept
0: or I, like, whatever. I didn't, like, even if I was awake, I would have just been sitting in the house playing video games. Because I'm like, you sent me a text, like, where are you? And I'm like, what are you talking about? Then I go
2: to your house, you idiot. Then I go to your
1: Instagram and I saw a battery I was like, oh, fuck. That's today? (laughs)
2: Yes.
1: (laughs) I think it was, like, VIP treatment, too. We were in the balcony. In my defense, I didn't know it was Wednesday. Okay, well. (laughs) Because in my mind, like, if
0: you work, like, it's weird cuz like when you work the overnight shift, like when I go into work, it's Tuesday. Yeah. But then when I get off of work, it's like it's we- it's Wednesday, but I'm like in
1: my mind I'm like I went to work on Tuesday. Oh, I, I still it. think it's Tuesday. I've, I did a third shift before, I get it. But but yeah. So it was just funny cuz I was like Where's my one one? <laughs> hello, hello, hello. So that's hello. So I was like I was like oh fuck. <laughs> yeah, so I saw it already and I I'm going to say my thoughts. Yeah, you already said, you you already said on
0: uh, I think on uh, Instagram, you was like, I actually kind of liked it. Oh, well, then yeah, I kind of liked it. <laughs> you didn't say so anything, you always say shit. You always you always do that.
1: <laughs> hey, man, if I like something, I want at least, but you don't know how much I liked it, you don't know if it's like a perfect vision or not. It could be anywhere between a passable and a perfect vision. That's definitely more higher than a passable, I think,
0: just based on your tone, maybe. You already gave it away. <laughs> you, have, you have no no you, poker face. Uh, <laughs> Find out next week.
1: <laughs> but yeah, this is episode of Blur Vision. This is your host, Jordan with Michael. And we will see you next week. Peace. Bye. This song's going to get stuck in right? Sasha. This, <laughs> this song's, song's going to get, get stuck,
2: stuck in Sasha. <laughs>